What profession would you not like to do? Interviewing people randomly on Twitch. <laughs> and lastly, Amp. I'm doing well, man. How's your day? Yeah, good, good. I just woke up and, uh, well, I woke up a while ago and I'm going to war on Twitter against everyone. Mm -hmm. It's fucking another day in the life of you... being a fucking god. <laughs> you know how it is. I got so many questions. <laughs> there's, you know, I, I, there's usually, uh, there's a bit that I do where it's like I, I pull up their Twitter account and we talk about some tweets. And I do have some for you this evening. But you oh, literally made fuck. one. You made a couple today that I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I gotta, I gotta ask. Like I want to know what your thought process is when you're, 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 you know, you're combating all this shit. But Emp, aside from all of that, that's awesome. How, how you been? How was, how was, you know, the new year? All of this jazz. What you been up to? Ah, uh, okay. So um, nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. I go to sleep. I wake up at degenerate times because I'm Australian and uh, <laughs> I wear the same clothes every fucking day. And then I stream, nice. then I play games, then mm -hmm. I stream some more. And then I coom on Twitch and Twitter to uh, <laughs> random girls and females of all signs <laughs> of all areas of life. That's my pretty much my life. Then I post a relevant tweet on Twitter and then I go back to bed. It's, you know, it's quite a good cycle. <laughs> a day in the life, man. I always wonder, cause like legitimately you're adding, Hey, I'm B and I'm like, come on, I I'm rooting for you. I'm like, this is the one. This is the one. This has got to be the one. Have you gotten any recognition whatsoever from, from okay, what's going me, on there? Well, from B, me and B are uh, good friends, actually. Nice. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but me and B are really close friends, and mm -hmm. we talk on Snapchat, and, like, most of it's a joke, but I will admit, in the beginning, yeah, of course I donated money to her to try and get in the <laughs> fucking pants. I mean, why else would I have donated, fi like, five, six grand in money to fucking a streamer? <laughs> I don't do that to dudes. See, thank you, Amp. See, I think you're the first one to own up to be to confident be like, yo, this is it is what it is. Like she's hot as fuck. Like we get it. And we're gonna move but we're also friends. So it's like within the it's not too creepy. There's some people that just purely, you know, they don't hey, they're in I wanna state something quickly. I rejected her and we became friends, okay? She really desperately wanted me and I said, "Look, it's better if we're friends cuz we get along really well." So. That's on the that's on the docket, guys. Hey, uh, hey, I'm B, if you're watching this, all right? This she, is this um, <laughs> All right. She I was out of her league and she knew it, but that's okay. <laughs> she knew it. She she was like, oh, "Okay, this guy, he's just I have to shoot my shot." That's what she said. I I, I think she said, "I just got to do it. I just have to do it. It's for him. It's for him." But dude, yeah. man, I'm 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 flattered that you even agreed to do the show. Let me can I if I may, you know, I start this stuff mm -hmm. off usually explaining to the guests how we met. And I've known you even before I streamed. You know, you were one of those figures that when you roam around Twitch, you, you it's inevitable you you run into them. And so oh, I watched shit. yourself. Mm. I mean <laughs> it, it it's it's oh, you know 
I, you, that's you, not necessarily a good thing, but yeah, yep. It keep depends. Going. Well, Sorry, I, I was a newbie on Twitch, so I didn't, and I still am. But like, I didn't understand. It's definitely your your chat, your community can get a. It's it's very much you either you're in you you either you get it you get it. You know, it's it's one of those things where it, there's a steep learning curve, and um, yes, and so you know, time went on. I started streaming and did the show, and we had see a Charlie in October come on, and he chose you. He nominated you as like, uh, I want to see Emp. I want to see Emp here. And so I remember I what I do usually is at that time, I would clip it and I'd, I'd tag the person just to, to get him to understand like, yo, you're invited. Let me like if you want to do it, let's do it. If not, like, no, no, no worries. And uh, it, we got Dono Wall for three months. <laughs> we, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on, which is fair. Hey, man, no, 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 no. Like, no, dude. Okay, to be fair, dude, I couldn't be seen the vicinity. You know, I had to check you out. I have to fair. look. I'm very, like, I get added a lot because I don't know if you know this, but I'm a soda popping mod, so I'm very oh, important. And mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a very busy man. Yeah. So I saw it and I was like, wow, he looks cool. And I checked out a couple of your interviews and then I kind of just completely forgot you existed. So <laughs> fair, fair. Which isn't because I didn't want to do it. It's because, you know, like I said, I'm fucking very, very popular and clouded. That's um, true. That's true. Yes. Though. And, and, and the thing is like, I, and I acknowledge that of you. And I, I was like, there's never, regardless of the person, it's always the invites open. So <laughs> you, you came through. And uh, you, you hit me in the DMs. And this is what you did in a way that was like super villain-esque. And I, 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 I memorized what you said. You went in my DMs in December and you said, hey, a little birdie told me you want an interview. What the fuck was that? And I, I legitimately was like, this motherfucker, I'm going to get sniped. Like I, I, I was about to hit the floor because I was like, this motherfucker got a burrs on me. And so I was like, I, I kind of sat on it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is so cryptid. But I was like, I, all right, I'm in. I'm in. So we set up this time. And, and like, the fact that you, you wanted to join here, especially to have this kind of discussion, you know, we really, I, I wanted to preface. I was like, hey, man, like, you know, we go in. We talk about life. We talk about everything under the sun. As long as you're down, like, I'm down. Let's do this. Yeah. And so I'm an open book. I applaud you. I, I, I wanted to warn you ahead of time. And I'll do this one more time. Like, again, if there's any topic or anything we go too deep into feel free to skim it over i'm not here to pry into something no, i'm not afraid to go deep just ask your mom okay <laughs> mm. i'm That's not afraid she... to get right in there <laughs> she didn't call me today this makes more sense this makes more sense yeah now. perfect yeah sorry she's so... probably having trouble walking at the moment that's okay she'll get over it <laughs> so i'm heals everything uh, uh, clearly clearly but emp let's start it off all right the first questions i always ask the guests before you even streamed how long have you mm -hmm. had your Twitch account for? Well, this one's semi-new because my last name's inappropriate. And also I was an ice Poseidon frog. So we won't oh. go into details on that. Yeah. Um, so um, I've been on Twitch since, well, you could say since Justin TV, but I did watch a little bit of um, uh, whatever the other one was before that, Mediafire, X5, whatever the fuck it was. Not mm. much, not enough to really count it. I watched Justin TV for a little while, made an account, then uh, Twitch got brought him out. So I've been on Twitch since then, like from pretty much basically the beginning. So been watching on and off for what is that, eight, nine years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've only been streaming years. for two. I've only been streaming for two and a half. So, so at the very beginning, even before it sounds like Justin TV, what got you onto the platform? Um. Well, originally I fucking hated it. <laughs> I thought it was like a shit idea and it wasn't going to go anywhere. And I was like, yeah, this is fucking cringe. But uh, I watched a little somebody called Soda Poppin and uh, mm. Wreckful. 
among others. And um, when they were like acting autistic and uh, stupid and like the live reactions with the chat and the fact it felt like, you know how media, you consume media, right? And it's like 2D on your screen and you can't interact, but you're watching it. Mm. Twitch felt like it broke that barrier. And I realized the draw in and then uh, coupled with like, I didn't understand the emotes at the time. It was like crazy. And I saw like people expressing themselves. It was amazing. So I just, you know, started spamming chats and shit and watching and it just addicted. And it became my, I would say my favorite thing. I stopped watching normal television and stuff and just deeply involved myself in Twitch. Mm -hmm. What was it? What was it about? You know, I I like that. You know, you were watching normal television, then you transitioned to just making Twitch your main platform of entertainment. Why the transition? What's the what's the biggest difference in your mind between normal television and Twitch? That's a person, non-scripted, non-fucking thought out. Everything that they're saying is coming from them themselves. You get to know them. You get to know their personalities. Um, everything's live. So you know that there's going to be slip ups. They're funny. There's always hilarious moments. You don't know what's going to happen around the corner. Everything is just so I would, uh, Twitch is described best as the wild west of the internet. Right. Mm. And I love that appeal about it. You know, you just never know what's going to happen in the next five minutes on a stream. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's proved time and time again. I mean, some girl showed her entire coochie and butthole the other day. <laughs> Who would have thought that was coming? <laughs> Crazy planet we live on. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying Twitch is fucking fantastic. It is. Honestly, it is. The, do you still think it's the Wild Wild West, even with all these new rules and regulations and where the wave of Twitch is going? It is for now. It won't be for long. But for now, as long as we keep Twitch culture alive and we keep having, you know, not gatekeeping the community. Yes, I think Twitch will always have that Wild West appeal. Mm. Uh, it is getting a little stricter. Yeah, sure. But it doesn't mean you have to completely, you know, stop using you know humor and unscripted content yeah which is essentially what makes it the way it is mm. i like that so you 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 mentioned that you had been streaming for two years now pretty consistently and and making this mm-hmm. your full-time gig what made you go live the very first time what made you say you know what i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna be a streamer um well i was working at the time and uh i was struggling with my jobs and stuff like that and like i was bored in my life and i was playing so many so much world of warcraft and overwatch and i was really really like i had twitch on my second monitor and like you know i was always watching and then my girlfriend at the time said to me why don't you stream like you'd be really good at it like it'd be fun to watch you and then um yeah i kind of just went live randomly one day no cam for like a couple of weeks and i i hated it (laughs) i'm gonna be honest i fucking hated it the amount of fucking bullshit that i got coming up through the fucking overwatch community was toxic and cancer i got rolled at every fucking available opportunity (laughs) about every little thing okay Uh i fucking breathed wrong and i got fucking trot like fucking absolutely sniped uh n-word spammed a lot okay it was cancer Mm -hmm. so but then i found myself bored during my days and i was like well why the fuck am i bored and then i realized i really enjoyed talking to people and twitch gave me that chance to talk to more people and meet more people and i missed it regardless of the toxicity i missed it so i just started going live and live more and yeah just kept coming back do you still get that kind of toxicity do you feel like or do you feel like over the years it's developed into something more or something different no, because I'll ban them in Soda Poppins chat and they get scared. So no, fucking course not. I'm way too powerful now. Like I've gone beyond the average viewer. I am like literally so powerful. I have power. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm not afraid to use it. No. Okay. I, um, I do. I'm just agreeing. I'm agreeing with you. I'll take it. I'll take whatever story you want. 
Do you do, uh, you do. I I I um I do. Behind the scenes more than anything. And sometimes, you know, out in the open, I cop a lot of shit. The XQC memes, the, the LSF crap. But overall, I've learned to kind of just ignore it and move on. And now for me, it's like, wow, it's fun. We can actually make fun of it as a group of people and, you know, laugh at these fucking... Can I say the R word here? Usually no. <laughs> Usually no. I've had to go on an apology tour the last time. Oh, uh, a, uh, You can cuss as much as you want. Just, I can't, I don't know why that's the one rule. These actual fucking papaga there you people, go. we can make fun of them now, you know? Sure. It's fun. It's, yeah. you know, I guess, you know, I, I understand that to an extent because I feel like, you know, you're talking about you're copping a lot of heat both on and off stream. And again, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about as much as that, you know, in a little bit. Where is your outlet? Where is your ability to siphon through the negativity, the the rude remarks, the the just toxicity, and find some peace, I guess. Uh well, Twitter. <laughs> Essentially, I let it all out on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I think I treat Twitter like a uh, like an open diary. Either mm -hmm. it's a shit posting, or B, I let out some kind of like inner sight or something that I'm feeling at the time or thinking. Yeah. I use that as my outlet, and I gain support or you know, hate or, you know, like we talk on there and, or in actually more recent times offline chat, you know, with Chatterino, um, mm -hmm. we all hang out there. We talk about stuff. It's a good way to get an outlet, you know, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody, you know, we talk about relevant experiences and stuff like that there and real stuff. And it's fun, like you know, that. it's a good way to release it and also a good way to make friends with people. Definitely. And, and especially stay connected. You know, uh, the thing about when you stop going live is like you're, you're disconnected. So to Correct. have that open means of communication and just checking in or being able to shoot the shit whenever is, is awesome. I like that a lot. Not a lot of people, I feel like, uh, take advantage of that offline chat opportunity. So that's good. Correct. stuff, man. Yeah. Twitch never sleeps. And um, at all times of the day, you can come on here and find somebody who you can talk to. And I think that's a thing that people forget about twitch it's you know people are there they want to talk people want to make friends and a lot of creators told me i hate saying the word creators a lot of streamers told me you can't make friends with your chat it's a load of fucking bullshit you can make as many friends as you fucking want and the more Why connections that, that you form it's because they think that like oh you're crossing a line you know you're blurring the line between because like so many streamers look at their view count and people as fans and a number in their fucking chat in reality, these are all individual people with different use. Like, you know, all every single username you see is an individual person with wants, needs, you know, yeah. trauma, things they've gone through, experiences, and they want to talk about that and, you know, make friends. And we're all social as a, as humans. Yes. Why can't you, right? Like, no. No one's just, not everyone's just a $5 fucking, you know, resub at every single month. You know, people, you know, you can make friends. It doesn't change anything just because it gets a little personal. Mm-hmm. Maybe it sounds like they're trying to just keep it as, you know, it's that business mentality. It's that it becomes a job. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Uh, when in reality, Twitch should be a, uh, not a job. You should never think of it as a job. You should never think of it as a career path. You should think of it as something that you want to get up and do not as a source of income. I have never, ever thought of Twitch as a source of income and never will because it start. it's, it's such a bad mentality then you're going live purely for money and who yeah. the fuck wants to support someone who's greedy mm -hmm. and not willing to you know help people when because like people spend their time watching you 
yeah. getting entertainment or advice or whatever the fuck it is that people streamers do or provide. Why can't why can't you spend a little bit of time at least getting to know these people? You know, I like that, especially too with time, like how valuable that is. That's such a depreciating asset. That's something that's always we're, we're losing. We can never have enough time. And so for someone to sit there and fuck with you for three to five to 12, 24 hours, whatever they want, is such a special thing. And that's, yes. that's, that's really cool to, to have that understand. Because I think the more I do this, the more I'm like, what you're saying has been so evident lately. You know, again, I'm, I'm coming close to the one year mark. And now I'm starting to see the, oh, there's the business side. There's the side of people that are not really, they don't give a damn about your story. You're, you're, a, you're a Twitch prime, hopefully. Uh, in down yeah. the road if they can win you over and that's effectively insane. yeah yeah wow it's i would say it's a good 90 percent of streamers coming onto the platform these days mm -hmm. because they see, see twitch as an easy dollar sign sure and to be honest with you it's anything but that and so many streamers quit because they come on with such a bad mentality and i don't shame them i feel like everybody can change and make amends it just got to be taught that it's not that way if you don't like streaming and you're just using it for money get the fuck off the platform mm -hmm. like you're, you're not like it's it's not like youtube right yeah or like other forms of social media where you make a post or you edit something behind the scenes you post it and it's done mm -hmm. twitch you have to physically sit there for hours and hours and hours you have to actually like doing it yeah to want to wanna be here because mm -hmm. it is a long grind to get anywhere on twitch right i hate saying the word grind either but it is a long to prove yourself on twitch Unlike any other social media platform, you have to have longevity and prove that you want to be here. You have to learn the culture. You have to engage with people. You have to be there for hours. You have to put in fucking effort for people to see that you actually, you know, deserve to be here. And I love that. And I want it to stay the same. I think that's the kind of the threshold where I like to think at the end of the day, everyone that watches a streamer can tell eventually if they're full of shit or not. I yeah. like to think. If no matter if you put a mask on or not, yeah. it will drop because it requires a lot of energy to keep a mask up. I've exactly. said this time and time again. Yeah, It's so much better to come on Twitch and be yourself and get people that like you for you than have a mask. And then when it eventually drops, everybody will not want to be around you anyway mm -hmm. because you're a completely different person. Why not just be real from the beginning? Say what you think. Say mm -hmm. your opinions. You'll find your crowd eventually, right? Yeah. I truly exactly. believe that. Damn. Listen, we're we're only like minutes into this, dude. All right, let's 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 save yeah. the dimes. Let's save the dimes. Okay, sorry, nah, sorry. No, okay, I love it. Bad. No, no, I'm, I'm very dude. passionate about Twitch I, and the culture and things. I love it. Realize, I love it. This is fascinating. Like, I I don't have these conversations enough, and it bothers me because it's like a lot of streamers. Well, there is a lot of pride in what we do. You know, we're we're attached to the art. We're attached to you know if someone is playing a certain game, doing a certain comedy style, we're we're attached to that, and so. When someone mm -hmm. critiques it or critiques the culture or critiques what they're doing on stream, then it's like, whoa, you're attacking me. When it's more of like, well, maybe let's think about it a different way. So to hear this kind of insight, especially about the business and culture side and, and what it's become mm -hmm. ever since the pandemic has begun or has occurred and everyone wants to Twitch. Everyone wants to do uh, be a streamer. I'm sorry to Twitch. Fuck, that's yeah. my old man showing. But everyone, the dream job is to I could play video games and people will pay me to do that. That's the that mentality early on, right? That's what a lot of parents yeah. think their kids yeah. can do. But there's yeah, more to true. that. It's cultivating a community. It's making everyone feel included and important and 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 you know, being able to share ideas and meld together in this this mixing Correct. bowl. So, Mr. Empire, 
here's the thing. As I transition over here, I, I do this thing where I pull up uh, the account of my guest. And I just have some questions. You know, I said earlier today that I, I pulled up your Twitter. I still have, I have about four of your tweets, five of your tweets that we'll cover. But I also have three clips. One clip I had to even ask someone, can I really show this? And I'll, uh, we won't even, I can't show it. But I want to ask you about it, my man, because I know these motherfuckers seen it. What the uh -huh. hell? Zoyle was the one who clipped it. And I can't show it. I just can't. It's the one oh. where you were scrolling through just chatting. <laughs> okay. And yep. literally, uh, you click on the profile, and there are people having sex behind a tablecloth. And oh, yeah, that one. You click out. That's a good, that's and a good you, clip. Amazing clip. Ama and I, I highly encourage everyone to go watch that real quick. But what in the world was going on there? Did you not, like, did you report? Did you just get the hell out of there? What You were just rolling through just chatting? Yeah, it's just having fun, looking for streamers to, you know, fuck around and have fun and, you know, like interact with and uh, or, the, you know, people that are not being recognized for their talents and just chatting, <laughs> which happens quite frequently. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just looked bizarre. I saw a guy on the left who looked like scuff fucking ninja with half shaved blue hair and like, you yeah. know, eating food and some other dude <laughs> beside him. It looked like scuff fucking uh, NMP, oh, not NMP, fucking scuff fucking whoever. And then I clicked on him not knowing that there was stuff going in the background. <laughs> and then when I got in there, I was like, hang on, what the fuck's happening here? And I see some girl, she's wearing a bra, so there's no yeah. titties. But behind a little curtain and this massive dude, I'm talking massive, not like body shaming, but the only yeah. way to describe this man is he looked like a fucking, he looked like N.A. visualized. Um, <laughs> and um, she was bouncing up and down on his dick like this. Yeah. Ah! And they're just happily eating a fucking snack. These two people in front, and I, I don't know how I reacted, but it, uh, you, I, yeah, I just said that's illegal. You, I thought it was some kind of text <laughs> cult. I don't know, dude. It's weird as fuck. You yell out, OG "That's founding." Yeah, that's illegal. And then you proceeded to play Mario music, which was the part that made me. I legitimately cracked. I stood up laughing because I was like, "That is such a different type beat." Of this thick man just getting ground pounded by a lady behind a table. Him, to be honest, get the it, oh. get the fucking get the yeah. fucking juice, my doggy, as XTC would say. But yeah, I played the Mario music to set the mood. You know, yeah, like I, I feel it. like music music just drives a situation, and well, yeah, I wanted to drive the situation into a positive one after you know potentially getting before I'd get banned. You know, <laughs> she clearly was also driving the situation as though she was on top. So oh. it was it was a whole situation there. Lucky I man, that's lucky man, lucky man. But here uh, on the real though, I do have uh, a couple clips here. Um, this first one, you know, you mentioned uh, that uh, you have this whole XQC thing the, that people will clown on you for XQC. So I had to pick out this quick clip just so to, to set the premise here. And I would love for you after we play this. Explain to me how you even strolled upon this random guy that just calls you out. So let's give it a quick listen. 12 seconds long. Empire, what is this scuffed XQC? I saw it. I think I might have seen it. What the fuck? Chat! I'm, just, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, no, I'm done. I'm so can you explain to me who is this kid? How did you stroll upon him? He's holding this tiny mic to his mouth just going... Who is this scuffed XQC? I don't even know. What, what is going on here? 
Okay, so there was a phase that we all went through, uh, me and Zoil, um, before Zoil started streaming, where Zoil and people from my chat and stuff would go into tiny little streamers' uh, chats and make them say things, clip it and send it to me. <laughs> so yeah. effectively, they went in here and uh, sent him my clips and stuff like that. I think it was Zoil and a couple of other people, and mm. kind of brigaded him in a way. And then he, they sent me that clip. And then I went and click. They didn't send me that clip, but they they sent they sent me there. And then he was talking about me. And then yeah, I just fucking. And at the time, I was getting hammered so heavily for being XCC. I was just so fucking angry at this kid. Was just like the first thing he would recognize me for without even being told as being a scuffed fucking XQC. So I lost my shit. Okay, I lost it big time. And yeah, as you can see, I smashed my desk and went a little bit ape shit. As, but do you, you have know, no uncaged. agreements with that? Do you not agree with that take at all? You don't think you, at all you have any similarities to XUC? Look, I'll admit, yeah, I'm loud. I'm vulgar. Uh, I say what I think. And yeah, I get angry. But so does 99% of... And yeah, I'll agree. I have the blonde hair. But for clarification, I've wanted blonde hair since I was a kid. I was Fair born play. blonde. So... Fair but right. I really like blonde hair and I always wanted to try it. I just never was in a life point where I could because, mm -hmm. you know, for reasons. And I did. And sadly, I resembled SQC. So I got fucking rolled for it because I was loud and outspoken, which I agree. Yeah, but I'm not. Me and XCC have completely different views on a lot of things, and we don't sound the same. He's French fucking Canadian. I'm Australian. Mm -hmm. We couldn't be anything but opposites. He plays Ooh. video games. I sit and just chat. Like, like, I get it. Like, I get it, but, like, and I'm all for the memes, for clarification. I don't care about being called FTC and stuff. It's yeah. funny to me. It's great. But there was one point where it was every second comment. Everywhere really? I went, LSF, YouTube, no matter what, every chat I went into. I, I was a big XQC frog as well. Really loved XQC. I can't go in there anymore because if I Yo. type, I get at it. It's called XQC and shit. So it got to this point where it was toxic, but I don't yeah. care about it. And like if you, if you called me XQC or anyone here called me, mm -hmm. I don't care. But I when people come it, into though. my chat and actually be like, yo, you're a fucking scuffed XCC, get off the platform, you know, like, oh, you, you know, okay. you're just copying him, you're a clone. Yeah. That's when I get a little like, oh, come mm -hmm. on, man. That's not, that's uncalled for, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying that. to be. No one can step into XQC's shoes. Why the fuck would, I've never changed, mm -hmm. but the, and the, I understand why they're coming in. They don't have any grasp of who I am. Sure. But from the beginning to now, I've never changed. I've always mm -hmm. been like this, right? Loud, over the top. You know, that's me. Like even IRL, I'm like, there's people tell me to shut the fuck up all the time and tone it down. So these people don't get to see that. So I understand from a certain perspective why. It's, it's low-hanging fruit. It's low-hanging fruit of a comment. Yeah, too. that's and, a good way to put it. And without any context, that that's the first thing people are going to glean to. For me, it was the mic. It made no sense. I was just, I don't know what it was. I, I listened to the comment. I was like, all right, I get the comment. But the guy's mic, I was like, holy shit. This is, he's bringing it close in. Hey, scuffed is good. Scuffed I liked is it. good, right? I liked it. I liked it. I found it funny. I like the whole, the, his delivery of it all. Perfect. It was perfect. This next one here, I feel like uh, it's a bit on brand. And so I just have a quick question as to what, oh, you know, fuck. occurs in this clip. Here. Oh, so, fuck you, dude. Of course you, you fucking it's, would. It's my fucking job. This She's is what I do. Let me just say, she's got a nice fucking ass. I just want to point that out there. I, I just, will compliment her to the day I die. I don't care if I've got a wife and kids. Well, I hope you do. I hope you Fucking, <laughs> dude, her booty needs recognition, okay? Just well, clarification. He, he, here's the recognition. Let's give it a look. What happens in this clip? Let's give it a look. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? What's her name? Meowco. Oh, hold up a second, chat. Just give me two minutes. Uh, two seconds. 
Meow Co. Okay. Meow Co. Oh yeah, baby. Okay. Yeah, that's what I like to see. Uh huh. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yep. That's my man. That's what you like went through the see. whole that's purchase. Right you. <laughs> the whole. Yeah. You okay, paid for the sub. You did yeah. all. Well, you dude, you see an ass like that, you gotta support, dude. Like, you know, she put time and effort into that shit. She's doing squats left, right, and center, man. She deserves my five dollars. That's all I can say. Like, so, she deserves every bit of it. If I may, you're you're watching YouTube videos with your community. Coomers get uh -huh. in. This is it. Uh -huh. You see this. She you see in her backhand, and you see you see that she's fit. She got it going on. You look at these eyes, yes. Amp. These are the eyes of someone that's ready to risk it all. This is the eyes of someone who's tier three and through the whole hey. year. Hey, dude, you know, every shot you don't shoot is a shot you miss, right? Yeah. Like, so you shoot your fucking shots, right? That's a moral I've carried through my entire life, okay? <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. If I True. find someone attractive, I'll tell them they're attractive, whether it's a woman or a man. I don't care. You even fucking that. I'm bookmarking this for later. <laughs> Yeah, and you better fucking believe I went back just, later. You didn't just give her the fucking follow? You couldn't just give her get the note? Dude, I, I had to clean my fucking keyboard, dude, okay? Let ah. me tell you. I didn't want to get any fucking electrics wet, but dude, I, it's I that did. Glue, it's the spill glue, man. It's the spill glue. But do you still Correct, keep up? it is. You still keep up with her? In, in terms of her as a streamer? Like, have you seen her? Because after I ejaculated, I had post-nut clarity. So I was like, uh, oh, I, I, you mean nothing to me. And I moved on. You can't get that refund. <laughs> every now and then it comes back and I go back. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Needless to say, did you watch the Belle Delphine shit? Yes, and it was fucking terrible. One out of ten. I would Weird. rate that. Dude, I can make better porn than that, dude. What, what was She's your... The kinkiest, thing she, the kinkiest thing she did was stick her fingers in her ass. Dude. I expected her to get full Nelson on the bed. I could script a better porn this. Full Nelson on the bed with her face going red while she's getting fucked so hard in the ass and her, her vagina squirting fluids out and she's fucking like screaming and fucking. Dude, I wanted that. But what do you, we got you want her to fucking tap out? Costume. What the fuck is this? You're, you're trying to dude, get her to... She's hardcore porn, dude. That's fucking not hardcore in my books. That's fucking just lame and she barely bounced on the dick. Meant not to mention what the fuck was the teddy bear shit. He pushed her on the bed, dude. I would have choke slammed that bitch onto the bed. I'm telling you, right? All right, I would have had my way. The teddy bear thing was too much. It made it feel too much like a whole like weird Toy Head Story '69. Yeah. yeah, it was too much. My, she already plays young, right? Yeah, she she's young. I don't you like know, that. The whole I'm a little girl thing. So there's I a pedo bear fucking clap there. So I hate that so much. You're right. You're right. That's the worst part. That was the worst part. Yeah. We got one more clip here. And I, I'm very curious of your take on this person. I think he's a very polarizing figure, Mr. Keemstar. And we'll ah. let, let's let your words uh, stand for themselves, and then I'd love for you to, to uh, expand on what your, your thought process is. Maybe this has changed, because it looks like this has been a while ago. Maybe your thought process has changed. Let's give it a look at what you had to say about Mr. Keemstar. I just want to say that right now. Fuck Keemstar. Fuck him. Fuck that piece of fucking shit. He's actually such a garbage fucking human being. Taking advantage of people when they're fucking down and low and shit and reporting it as if it's like fucking drama, dude. Shut the fuck up. You're a fucking pathetic piece of shit. All right. So Mr. Keemstar, clearly known for all his drama shit and, and drama alert and, and trying to know, trying to get into mm -hmm. all that stuff, especially with what just happened recently. And again, we'll get to that in a bit. I do have, I want to mm -hmm. know your take on all that. What do you think about Keemstar and the whole 
drama news because it's not just him it's become somewhat of an industry on youtube to find yeah, content creators community. exactly mm -hmm. what do you think about all of that including keemstar himself uh there are a lot of good let me start off by saying there are a lot i won't rope them all in together there's a lot of good commentary channels on youtube that report you know facts yes you know and don't you know it's still making money off of other people's stuff but in a sense you know you need to tell these things especially when people do wrong and people are entitled to their opinion so i understand uh, creating debate and discussion what keemstar and a lot of other these commentaries do is they pick the one that is like, you know, going through the worst, right? And then they completely mm. shit on them. And for things like being female, you know, you know, like topics that just aren't even a part of the fucking discussion in general. And they just bring these negative things to light and they just shit all over them. And my stance in this is, because I stand very heavy with mental illness, is these people are already down. We've lost so many good people over the years. Why are we shit? Like, why continue to shit on these people and, you know, like send an entire community to brigade against them, make their mm. life even worse? You, you know, I wonder how many people in the future are going to, you know, end their lives as a result. Like, they're already at the lowest point in their lives. They don't need Keemstar pulling apart their entire personality and things mm. just for fucking fame and money because he's a piece of shit, you know? Like, sure, some of his points are correct, and I agree on a lot of things that he says sometimes, And but the way he goes about it is just... Dude, it just, it's old internet. It, he needs to die out. He's just playing. He, he has no concept of mental illness or mm. anything like that. He's just super insensitive and I hate it. He doesn't yeah. take in all sides either and he's biased and he never changes his mind on anything. Like he, he, he says that he's not, but if you put a good point across, he'll completely ignore it and just, you know, shit on you even further and send all these little 10-year-old army who feed off the drama oh after God. you. So yeah, you really he's not did... open for debate. Yeah. He, he, he really did corner the market on, on drama and, and, you know, instigating a lot of stuff. But instigating in a way to get to the, you know, get the story across. But definitely does prey on, on what the biggest drama is and trying to make a dollar out of that. And, yeah. and never really opening the discussion up further. Because I feel like if you're going to have that kind of channel, that kind of notoriety, especially with, with how much, you know, he's, he's a figure. He's a public figure. Whether we like that or not. We could have our opinions, but he is. Um, Correct. You you have to be responsible with your voice, but he is not. He is reckless and and no, it, he it's just scary. lets people attack. He just yes. lets people attack whoever the fuck. And for reference, this is the kind of stuff that happens. You hmm. let people go wild and attack people without further understanding of mental illness and what they're going through. Hmm. We lose good people like Recful, hmm. who got attacked online in a similar fashion, not by Keemstar in particular, mm -hmm. but by people who didn't understand mental illness and what he was going through, which kind of and which which led to inevitably people, him getting driven over the edge. I don't want to see that happen again, which is why I felt so strongly about it. I don't want to see that happen ever again. So these people need to be deplat like I wouldn't say deplatform, but they need to change. Fair, yeah, they need to change. They need to get a harder look into what they're doing and, and their effects uh, around them. What brought Correct. this conversation up? Do you remember that, or is that too long ago? Uh, the Keemstar one? Yeah, this clip. Uh, I can't remember who we attacked. I can't remember, but it was someone, mm -hmm. and he was attacking the Twitch community as a whole. And I can't remember the exact things about it, but oh, it was Pokey and Leafy. And I didn't agree with uh, Pokemon getting you know, attacked oh, so heavily. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't agree with her getting attacked so heavily. Sure. I've had my issues with Pokey and she's done a lot of wrong things, but I didn't believe she needed an entire community attacking her for the shit that 
was out of her control at the time. Like mm. I calls it like I sees it, right? Like a lot of people do. And it was just uncalled for. Leafy sending his whole community to brigade her, yeah. causing her issues. Fucking Keemstar sending his community to brigade her, causing issues. I just had someone, I just felt like I needed, a, I just needed an outlet and Twitch is my outlet. So mm. I just spoke what I thought. So, Mr. Amp, I do have some of your tweets here, too, that I would love for you to explain. And, oh, and again, okay. This is, this is where it gets... Just... The clip, you thought the clips were bad? The tweets get worse. Fuck it's not me. too bad. Okay. It's not too bad, man. I would oh, never... okay, cool. I would you never... You didn't down a couple of years? Okay. No, cool. I didn't go yeah. that far. I didn't... I went with recent. I went with recent. I got you. All right. Although, I would love to do a whole episode of just explain your tweets. I would love to just do that as a whole... Because oh, you were... It was me. fascinating going down your timeline. And I was like... Uh, I'll stick with the recents because I kind of understand the recents a little bit more. But here's the first Okay. One. Let's start off with the first one, an easy one. You did this okay. one recently. You did this on the 6th. Oh. All right? You said, if this tweet gets 1K likes, I'll post my dick on my timeline. Smiley face. So what and, – and this is 2.33 a.m. my time. What is going through your head? What is going through your head? Which only 200 likes, guys. Come on. Come on. We could do better. We got yeah, 800 in it. It's poor effort. But we got 800 I was hoping it would be. I didn't want it to hit 1K, but, you know. First anyway. off, are you putting your money where your mouth is with this kind of stuff? This is a verbal con- – this is a contract on the internet. We know yeah. this shit lasts forever. Yeah. There's actually no timeline. As a matter of fact, they could just keep – there's six lights right there, my man. You're getting – it's slowly creeping up. What was going through your mind when you made this post? Uh, well, I'm sick and fucking tired of everybody doubting that my dick is nearly seven inches long. So I thought to myself, hey, I'm going to farm some fucking likes. I'm going to see who actually wants to see my fucking dick. And yes, to clarify, I will post my dick at one Kalea likes. If it ever hit it in the future, I will still be. It always counts. I'll post my dick on timeline. Will the dick remain there? Possibly not. I'll leave it up for like five hours and I'll take it down. But yes, people will see my dick. I'll put an NSFW tag on it and make sure I fucking filter it out. So if you're a child, don't click on it, you fucking... Why? But why? Was, why is seven inches the debate? Why? You know, because usually people like bragging, like, oh, I got a fucking, you know, twelve incher, nine incher. It's huge. Because I measured. Seven- My chat made me measure one night, <laughs> not on stream. It's a guy, not on stream. Oh, uh, we got misbehaving two over here. All right. Oh, okay. 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 Well, no, we I'll get more than a three day ban. Let me tell you. Um, but they did, and I went that night in the shower. Before I hopped in the shower, where I usually jack off at the foot of the shower, crouching down, watching porn, I'm jacking off. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to measure my dick. So I went and got the tape measure. I measured it at full length. I, I watched the best porn that I get off to. And I got extremely hard. I spent like a good 20 minutes, you know, just fucking getting hard. And then I measured it. And it was like 6.8 or some shit. And I was like, whoa, my dick's actually not bad. Yo. And I was like, yo, this is fucking cool. And then I went back and I was proud. And I told my chat the next day. And they all went. Cap, Kappa, fucking, yeah, sure, Cap, yeah, yeah. But you just uh-huh, said seven. Yeah, yeah Six, real, what? yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, fucking femboy dick, yeah. <laughs> and they used my bikini pictures as a reference, but I want to tell you, I'm tucking my dick so that it doesn't look that bad. It was a bet. I had to post it because, of, hey, I'm fucking B. I tucked it into my fucking ass crack. Yeah, what? that's all I have to say about that one. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. All right. I'll allow that in. You said, and, and also, I'm just wondering, because you were talking about seven inches. Now you're talking about 6.8. The point two, I guess, is, is somewhere lost in translation. It's, wh- by the way, what is, what does it, what do you mean by the best porn? What, if I may, just, what, what does that mean? 
hardcore fucking anal porn, dude. Oh my god, right? that's, on that's on the docket. That's on the docket. Yep, hard fucking core <laughs> anal porn. I also like vaginal porn, but like okay. you know, like I'm um, I'm a bit of a fiend for that stuff, so I just go straight mm-hmm. into it. I fucking think it's hot as fuck. Um, anything that involves around the girl getting beaten half to death during sex, consensually, of course, because I am also a bit so of that's a that, like, connoisseur James of throwing Dean girls through beat. walls. Squad W, train wrecks, speech incoming. But <laughs> oh um, yeah, so that's my favorite. What's yours? Ooh. Can I ask? Yeah, sure. Let me think. Um, I do... I mean, uh, call me vanilla if you may, but it is... I, I love the whole... The MILF stuff's good. I realize there's a new category of MILF where it's like stepmom and stepdaughter teaches you how to fuck. Like, it's it, it's fascinating. Ah, so then you get a little ah, bit of everything. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So you get I a three-way and you get a little bit mature and you get a little bit. It's just there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah. No, I'm please. not going to mock you for what you like, dude. If that's what you want, that's what you fucking want, dude. I, I'm not going to sit tried, here and shit on you for it. Hey, I'll, I'll, fair play. I, I have, you know, I, of course you got to peruse around to see that hardcore stuff, man. But, like, I, like, if I can't put myself in that shoes, if I can't, I don't see myself arm barring her, it's just not going to work. It's just not gonna Fuck work you, out. Bitch! Yeah, see that. Take all this dick, yeah. That's not. You mean, and yeah. you also, I'm an Asian man. All right, let's let's be realistic. All right, some stereotypes are within range. All right, so let's let's take it within reason there. But it's it is. Uh, thank you. Yeah. No, took a little time there. I gotta. I couldn't. I couldn't spell it out for everyone. All right, I couldn't spell it. It's cold 24 seven here in Seattle, Washington. Anywho, so this next one here, Em. This next one. No, okay, guys, I got a fat cock. What do you want? See, I don't win either way. If I say I got a fat cock, then I got to defend myself. Hey, this guy's got a fat cock, all right? I can feel his energy, all right? Take it from another man who has a fat cock, okay? It's just... It's a fucking portobello mushroom. All right, anybody who's not afraid to talk about sexual sexual shit on Twitch like this and talk about their porn preferences and stuff, who's unafraid of that, has a big cock, okay? I'm telling you, they're not scared. You have to. If you don't talk about porn, like, it's like... The only reason I had hesitation is like, oh, fuck, like, I know this... I, I have a, so I teach a class. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about it later, oh, Em. Oh, no. Nice. You do I'll sex t- ed? Uh, no. <laughs> I'll tell you about this oh. later, Em. I'll tell this later. Okay. I can't give myself too much here, all right? It's this okay, early in the okay, show. Okay, fair. So this next one here is a controversy. I would love to know what your take is on, all right? I would love to know your okay. take. It happened within the past two days. And your, your, your tweet says here, breaking news, call me Carson, announces he's joining the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, continue. Which is brutal of a joke, and I fully understand. I was just, I saw the shit, and I was like, "Oh man, I wanna, I wanna." You know what? Fuck it. It, it, it clearly deserved. It's hilarious joke, hilarious joke. But tell me, what is your take? How do you feel about the whole "Call Me Carson" thing that was revealed through Keemstar? Especially I want to pay close attention to the effort I put in here. Look in the mm. top right-hand corner and read that out to me. There was a Nintendo symbol there oh before. Oh, my gosh. It says under 16 only, only for... Oh, my God. What in the world kind of... You, you spent your time to be like, this is it. This is the one. Yeah. This is right here. Yeah. Take out that Nintendo thing. Yep. Under 16. You got a little thing yep. of Carson. You really just let everything else go go, go raw right there. Um, so what, what is going through your mind, dude? What is going through your mind? Call me Carson. Pretty big figure. Huge figure in the YouTube community. Yes. 
Um, yeah, and, and to have this thing come out, there's mixed reviews. I mean, clearly the diehard Carson fans are going to fight tooth and nail to find any loophole on what's going on here. But oh. I, and I, I wouldn't say myself I'm diehard. I can acknowledge that he had some good bits. He had some not so great bits. You know, that's yeah. the world of comedy. Sure. But, but how do you feel about this controversy that's that's been revealed uh, about Call Me Carson? Okay, I want to state by saying I don't think he's a pedophile. All right, this whole play was a joke, and I think that humor can come in all forms, and uh, nothing is off bounds when it comes to humor, aside from racism and straight up, like, uh, you know, hate that, like, where it crosses the line of a joke, right? Mm -hmm. This may have been on the border. I did try to make light of the situation with it. And also, yeah, you know, I was feeding into the trend at the time, of course. Of but course. I don't think he's a pedophile. 17 and 19 is very close. They could practically be in the same, you know, they, technically they're in the same grade in school effectively as well, depending on when you started school and stuff like that. But my opinion is he had nudes of a female, two females yet. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, and more maybe to come. We'll see. Um, and they're under the age of 18. Legally, and I go by the law and everything, legally, that is child pornography. So he's in the wrong no matter what. He should have deleted them. He shouldn't have engaged in sending nudes to them. He yeah. should have kept this shit, you know, like if he wants to date these those girls, he should have just kept that under wraps and it wouldn't have been a big issue. Do I think he copped hate because he's a big figure and people want to gain some kind of clout or whatever from it? Yes. People jumped on that bandwagon way too fast saying he, 17 and 19 is gross. My grandparents had a 10-year age gap, you know, mm. like uh, within context of being 20 and 30. But um, I don't think it was overly bad. Like I think like they, they, you know, it's not a terrible thing, but the child pornography side crossed the line. Um, I also believe that the way he used, and people will disagree with me, but when you're in a position of great power like he is, whether mm -hmm. you want to remember it or not, they are fans. And there's people are saying, oh, but the girls engaged in the DMs. Of course they're going to. They're talking to their idol. Yeah. They're so excited at the time. I know what it's like to talk to my idols. And I know a lot of people do. They were excited. They wanted to keep him in the conversation. It was very relevant that that prevalent that they didn't, one of them was very uncomfortable and wanted to steer away from the sexuality where he kept going. He didn't read the signs. It was a mistake on his end. He was always 19. He's a child himself. I wouldn't say because you hit 18, you're an adult. I definitely mm -hmm. fucking wasn't. Um, yeah, I just think, uh, like there was a lot of mistakes made on both sides, but also on another factor there, you cannot state that that girl doesn't feel like she was groomed. If she thought about it and mm. feels like she is groomed, you have to take that seriously mm -hmm. and we'll let the court decide. And it's like, also like, you know, you know, rape allegations, you know, yeah, some of them are fake, but that doesn't mean all of them are fake. Mm -hmm. You know, some people take years to come out about it because they're building up the courage. You know, these are big figureheads that they're scared to oppose. They're scared they're going to get shit on. It mm -hmm. takes a lot of fucking courage to stand up. So good on her for doing it. And if she truly feels like she got groomed and it comes out that she did and she felt that way, who the fuck are we to say that she didn't? He should be held accountable for that, right? It's this whole, you know, if people stop standing up, then silence is going to take over. And what happens when silence takes over? the evil side of things win and these people get away with stuff with their power abuse that they shouldn't. So that's my take on it. And mm -hmm. anyone who disagrees, you're welcome to, and yeah. I'm open to it. And that's fine. We had a big discussion about this yesterday on stream. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the age thing isn't being called into play here. And anyone who plays on that is a mm -hmm. fucking, you know, they're obviously 10 or fucking, you know, uneducated on situations and laws and stuff like that, you know, because exactly. it's legal in most countries.
Um, me, myself, I was 17. I dated a 16-year, a 15-year-old turning 16. We didn't have sex, uh, and we broke up a week later. She dumped me, Pepe hands. Um, but I was in high school. She was a year younger. Than, she was a, a year younger than me. She was turning 16, might I say. And uh, I wouldn't say that that was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm never like we're so close to the age. She was literally in the grade below me, hmm. and we liked each other. I think there's the, the the point of empathy that I have on on Carson, and I this is it's a weird thing to say empathy in the whole Carson situation. Is I also remember being 19. I and and but yes. the thing is the nuance that Carson's situation has between us being like I remember when I was 19 is that you're a 19 year old with power. Those are two yes. deadly things. Millions and, of dollars and an ego. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I don't you know again not to to shit on the kid, but he made a meme of himself being kind of like the dorky, lovable, whatever. And that's tough because no, honestly, I'm, honestly, I'm because like, do you dorky doesn't land you pussy? Dorky doesn't. It's it's the nice. No, guy. but we'll be honest with you hmm. and like, come on, on a on a media basis, it's just me and you talking right now. Yeah. If you have millions upon millions of dollars and you have a massive platform, it really doesn't matter what you look like at that point. Exactly. You will find a girl who exactly. wants to be on that. because Or a guy. I'm going to swing it both ways. Yep. It doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. situation. There is a lot of instances where people will date for money and fame because they 100%. find success attractive, right? 100%. And regardless, I mean, you've got 18-year and 20-year-old <laughs> girls dating 90-year-old men, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can't no. say it's the looks. 100%. Uh, no, I'm not. That, I'm not debating that at all. I, I completely so agree. So, like, with you. even with his dorky side, he sh- effectively maybe he shouldn't have fucked around with 17 year olds because no. I think he would have stood a ch- chance with a lot of different women at the time. Well, what I was going to parlay it into was if you read the way he talked to her, you could tell that that was the case of this guy, this is, it's new. This, this world of fame and adoration is new. Yeah. No one in their fucking mind would speak that. That's so, the way he's, he's got a, was, he's got a cum brain, right? He's exactly. sitting there like, oh my God, uh, people and girls are showing attention to me. Exactly oh, what I'm saying. That's what I'm I mean, dude. Whoa, you know, he's excited. He wants to get his dick wet. I understand that very much. You know? <laughs> this was his equivalent of hardcore anal. It was just what it was for him. And and it so was just what it was. It and, slipped in the wrong hole and they lost. Sadly. It, so. sad, yeah. And now he's he's you know, do you think this is the end? If I may ask. I know this is a hard question to to encapsulate fully because we we don't know where all the cards lay. Do you think this might be the end of Carson? In terms of content if- creation? If more stuff comes out, and I know a little bit, but I'm not going to say potential rumors of stuff. If more comes out, yes, I think this will be. Um, Do I think that if if it doesn't come out and the the other stuff isn't true and these two are the thing? No, I think this will blow over. I think it will leave a permanent stain on his image. And sure, he's going to lose people, but effectively he's diehard. And I've learned this from YouTube culture in general, that diehard stands will not leave his side. He will always have yeah. a career. He will never go broke. He's never going to mm-hmm. be deplatformed. I don't think he should be deplatformed, but I think he does deserve to be reprimanded and punished for what has happened. He's made a mistake, and we all know when you make mistakes, there is a punishment that comes along with it, and you 100%. must own that. I 100%. think at this point, he needs to own it, step forward, be honest, come out, clear, contrite. It will show a lot of respect for him instead of being silent and, you know, you know, and I really hope he doesn't misdirect this off to some kind of bullshit thing. Like he, he might claim it on mental illness. He mm. might claim it on whatever. I really hope he just comes forward and admits it's a mistake because then I, I think he'll regain some of the lost respect that he has, you know, that he's lost during this time. Okay. 
PR manager empire. Jesus, I like that. I like I, that. I take. started manage. I started managing in business and stuff and marketing in uh, university. So oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, same here. I know a lot about it. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Here's that next tweet. Here I am. This next one is literally one you. Uh, I believe you wrote today, and it's regarding the whole pog jam ah. take. And I'm very curious to understand what you have to say about this. You say, uh, well, you just go straight with it. You just tell actual idiots, uh, idiots in this thread, don't direct the hate at Twitch. They don't want to see Twitch culture used in reference to hate. I hope we find a good replacement. Uh, Gutex is the real idiot here. Uh, Twitch protecting what we stand for is the best move uh, we could make. So... Now understanding that, that I believe Gutex was the one that was sending like support for what was going on in the nation's capital here in the United States and Correct. them taking out the emo out of uh, correlation with that. Um, what, uh, you know, what is it about all the, the other side, the opposition, the people that are attacking you or disagreeing with your take? Why do you believe that they're like the, the, their mentality is? it doesn't matter or it, it's not even like that. It's, it's like this. What is their take? What is their stance that they're trying they're to all make? Ha they're all Hassan frogs. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no. okay. So yeah. I understand their side. They're angry. PogChamp has been a huge part of Twitch culture since the beginning of time, since Gutex and like, you know, all that era, right? And we use it every day to this day. There's a lot of beautiful emotes that have come out of it. Pogo, Weird Champ, you know, Pag Chomp. Like, like it's created a whole spur of, you know, culture. And with mm -hmm. PogChamp being the global, being removed, we lose that culture effectively, right? It's dead mm -hmm. now. And it is sad to see Twitch culture dying because it is already dying um, and dying out a little bit and being gatekept and stuff. So I understand their frustration. They're saying it's a political agenda from Twitch. But... Twitch also denied the Recful emote from going through Rec H because hmm. they knew that Twitch chat, some, not all of them, but a lot of Twitch chat would use it as a suicide thing, you know, like it would make fun of it. And I think Twitch has proved at this, I am the first person to shit on Twitch when they fuck up. And everyone knows that. I will yeah. call it and I will shit on them. I at them. I fuck all over them. I, I'm friends with Twitch staff. Some of them fucking don't like my opinions. They, like, you know, they get angry at me and like, you know, like yeah. try and explain it, you know, like, I understand that. I always call it, but this is Twitch not being a political matter. This is Twitch making sure that a part of Twitch culture doesn't fall to the wrong hands and doesn't get used for the wrong thing. Cause it will, we've seen Americans grab things and use it for the wrong thing all the fucking time. Um, <laughs> for instance, and a lot of people have forgotten about this because they're small brain, um, Pepe emotes. Oh, Pepe wow. emotes were used for racist agendas and stuff like yeah. that on Reddit and stuff like that. And all over fucking the internet, right? I remember that, yeah. No, I, yeah, and we protected it and managed to pull it back, right? But only because we caught it early. And it wasn't viral at that point. With this Gutex thing, it hit hard and fast, and it's now on the worldwide. And our culture is going to come under fire, and you're going to see people fucking associating channels all over Twitch who use PogChamp as fucking, you know, like fucking instigating hate and riots and stuff like that. Twitch's only method, and I know this, was to remove it. The fact that they were so quick, I'm very proud of them. The fact that they were brave enough to do it under the fire of getting hated, I'm proud. And the mm. fact that they're actually actively looking for someone to replace it, I'm also proud. That it shows that they're ready to move forward and I think is a good step. That's amazing. Damn. Um, I love it. I love the take. Em, what the fuck? What? <laughs> this is... 
you are sharp as a nail. You're giving me these takes. I would have never known this. And I'm so glad you're here to explain this to me. Cause I like, I, I really came in. I, I, I was I, I was having dinner. I came up and everyone's telling me that this is gone. I, like for the last 30 minutes of me setting up this show. And I know that this is a, you know, commonly used emo. It's, it's uh, universally yeah. loved and all channels I love, love having that. But to have it taken away I, at first, I'll be honest with you again. I'm, you know, I'm 27. I'm, I'm out of this. I just joined last January. I'm I'm 27 as well, so right, we're old. Yep. I don't have an excuse now. See, I get maybe. See, maybe my balding will help me. But it's it, it would <laughs> imagine balding. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Tell my dad that. All right, okay, I'm genetically. What a loser! <laughs> man, You're balding. Not, not, not the loser. worst. All right, listen, man. Oh I still can pull. All right, I'm, dude, fuck it. I can still pull my way around. All right, I hold my fucking weight. Holy but, fuck. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I'm a new kid on the block, and when I and when I saw that the amp. Uh, when the amp, I'm reading the shit. When the fucking emo is is taken out, part of me was like, "Oh, that sucks." But then I started seeing the real reaction of it. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Like, people are yeah. really popping off on it. So for you to explain it into that manner, and also give props to Twitch because Twitch has been getting dragged Dog on shit. for the years. Well, been, let's let's not sugarcoat it. Twitch has been fucking really bad with a lot of its shit for like yeah. the past like three years it's been going downhill hard and a lot of the decisions suck dick i'm not gonna lie they literally gargle come um, you're gonna have to tell me the past thing. two years you're gonna have to tell me the past two because i only know this past year with the whole there's you know. a oh dude where do i fucking begin with the just chatting section taking out irling the dmca yeah. strikes that they've known about for years coming not implementing yep. systems ignoring uh prevalent issues the biased bands towards male and females and and uh, things towards the fucking decisions towards those and the timings, not mm -hmm. being consistent with bands, not unbanning yes, people yes. when they change the TOS to, to protect these people, like the mm -hmm. guy who's still banned currently for taking his fucking shirt off, even though the TOS has changed, and now you're allowed to stream with no shirt on as a male. Why is he still banned? Um, that kind of stuff. There's so much crap, dude. Their takes on things, the sim incel virgin stuff. Sorry, it's not bannable yet. 22nd, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's not bannable till the 22nd, so it's fine. The whole blind thing, taking out blind yeah. because it offends people. I've never heard of one person getting offended from being blind because that's the term they use. They're blind. Um, you are popping off, Amp. You are you. You just gave me a rap. You gave me so an Eminem much, fucking. Uh, you were going giving me bars on bars on bars of all the complaints. But the thing is, like, I, I'm not even that. Again, I don't have to be sitting here for that long to realize. I was like, yeah, this is some shit. Like, cause YouTube and Twitch were dealing with the whole DMCA thing around the same time. Yeah. You know, and then you know, with with the way. <laughs> You know, don't worry. They'll give us a golden kappa. That's that's uh. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, yeah which we'll be away, it was a distraction. Oh wow! Look, everyone, here's the MCA. But have a golden kappa. <laughs> everyone can have a golden kappa. Wow! I was I was insulted. I was I insulted with that. I'm shit. gonna say this for the last time. Punk uh, champ. Woo! Oh, wow. Like, hang it up. Like, hang it up. <laughs> it's fucking. It's just bizarre to me. And uh, don't even get me started mm -hmm. on the fucking childish bullshit and crap that was fucking GlitchCon. That was fucking that oh, was a horrendous mess of well, bad acting and fucking crap. But yeah, you know, don't get me started there. I I, I agree. Oh. I watched all of five minutes of it. But let me let's let me move on to on a on a parallel topic here of what yes. your take is on YouTube gaming. Now you tweeted this out. You said anyone. <laughs> else find that youtube gaming channels just don't hit the same as watching people play on twitch i don't think i've watched a single gameplay through in six years mm -hmm. dead ass and let's yeah. say the world ends tomorrow in terms of you being on twitch will they find yep. you on youtube gaming will they find you no where will no, they find they won't you find me anywhere nowhere it's it. if i lost 
if I lost my platform on Twitch and uh, I had to leave Twitch, I would make, and I was permanently banned with no unban, I would make an alt account because you're allowed to, and I would just start watching Twitch again and I would never go to any other platform. I tell you this now. And uh, a lot of people say cap. I mean it. I will never, you can never replace Twitch culture. It is not found anywhere else on the internet. It is not the same. Not for me. Mm-hmm. I need emotes. I need uh, I need the whole setup of Twitch. I need the whole live streaming feel of the site. I need the inner memes. I need the the inside memes. I need all of that. Without that, there is no fun for me. It's gone. And if there's no not- fun, like I said, if I ever stop enjoying streaming at some point, I will also leave. Because for me, it's all just about having fun. The bonus of being able to survive off of it is just what it is. It is a bonus and I'm very grateful for it, but that wasn't the intention behind any of it in the beginning anyway. And it won't be in the future. So I will not change platforms, no. And there's no way, even if like BTTV, Frank or Faze, all that shit was enabled over on YouTube, it wouldn't hit the same. It wouldn't hit the same. It's YouTube and uh, I bleed purple. As much as I shit on Twitch sometimes for the wrong stuff that they do and I talk crap about this and that and I show my opinion and I'm very outspoken, Mm. I do bleed purple. I love Twitch. Deep Mm. down, I fucking love Twitch and I can't find myself anywhere else. I have one more thing. I'm very loyal. I like that though. That's that. That's truth. Like this is tough love you give Twitch. Is like you can be as opinionated. They gave me. They gave me a chance. Um, to be a partner and to represent Twitch. They gave me chances of being unbanned from indefinite bans. They gave me all these chances. So who the fuck am I? They gave me a chance to make a living online when uh, I don't have many opportunities IRL. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they gave me a place to be. They gave me entertainment for years. I'm not about to abandon that. I, I, resp- I, I am very grateful for all the times that I've had even before streaming. So, and all the people that I've met through it. I'm not going to just abandon that because of, being banned and i want to go make money somewhere else money is not that important to me at all and that's the truth that's the thing it's a, I, I when i hear you i i don't sense any like this is a work this is a this is you know trying to build a build yourself into some sort of brand on twitch this is the honest truth where you grew on the culture the i think wilty said it best he said he's a fan first a streamer second you know you're a yes. fan of the culture of other streamers of what they're doing and all that first and then I could be going, I can go live and do my thing. And, and have, yeah, there's some days me. that I don't go live. I'm watching like Soda or fucking uh, or, or someone like Greek or Train Rex or someone like that. And I lose myself. I'm watching, typing, being there. Mm. Chat sees me all over Twitch. I see these people all over Twitch too. Mm. We're all in these channels. And sometimes I just don't go live because I'm like, oh shit, I've just spent six hours here. I should have been live. Oh, yeah. well. Like I'm a chatter. I, I definitely am a chatter first, streamer second. I love that. I have one more thing, Emp, that I really want to talk about, and this is away from any hot takes, anything embarrassing. This is about you, actually. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't want to rush this next part because it's really important to me. Do you mind okay. if I were to use go to the restroom real quick? Usually by now I take one restroom break. Yada yada yada. Can I go for a cigarette? Does that yeah. mean I go for a cigarette, or do I have to entertain your chat? Uh. Do you wait. want to? Do you want me to entertain you? Come back. Then I go for a cigarette. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, Here, cool. Fun. That way, you, you know, I know what it's like. Okay, oh, I got shit. you. Uh, this is the one. All right, I'll be right back. Give me All right, now, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Hi, guys. How is everyone today? You guys should all just spam try hard or some shit. I don't fucking know. This guy's a fucking loser. I hate this fucking interview. It's so cringe, dude. <sighs> I'm bored. I'm kidding! 
kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are you guys enjoying it? I think it's chill. I think it's actually nice. I think he's uh, he asks like fucking questions that I never thought he'd ask, and I don't know. I agreed because I watched him behind the scenes. By the way, just a little insight. I knew I got tagged, and he wanted me to come on, but I wanted to make sure he was, you know, a good person and not just doing this for fucking fame and fucking bullshit and stuff like that. And he's a good guy. I think you guys should probably follow him and stuff. His interviews are actually quite insightful, and he also gives a chance to smaller streamers to actually get their word out, which I love. I, you guys know I love that. It's a nice thing. I think it's nice. Not many people do this. Also, it's brave to get people on and talk to them like this, I feel. Like, dude, I could just come on here and fucking shit all over him and he'd have to sit there and take it. Like, imagine that. True Mums is a good interviewer. He is, yo. He's not let the conversation die. He's not awkward. You know, he definitely likes to be social. That's a positive. There's no hot girls in here, though, which sucks. Wait, is Jasmine here? Jasmine, are you in chat? Jasmine, can you confirm that my dick's 6.8 inches, please? Oh, yeah. he's back. Fuck. I couldn't stop Yo, what up? I was taking a piss, oh. and I have my dick out, and I was like, this motherfucker said he wanted to fuck my mom with a 6.8 dick, all right? Not with my dad's no, ham hock. No, I did. It. I went deep. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not with 6.8. Not with 6.8. Dude, I hit the back wall. Trust me, I did. Okay. I know what your mum's back wall right. feels right. like. All okay, right. I'm going to go smoke. You what can do your thing. I'll be like gotta... five seconds. You can talk about whatever. Yeah, I'll fucking... Make sure you mention that I'm a soda popping mod. Mouth will be fine. Oh, wait, before I go. What up? I thought he was going to... This motherfucker is going to push the soda popping. I like it. Okay, anyway. I like it. See ya. This motherfucker comes on this show, shits on my mom and me, and I gotta fucking take this? I like him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Honestly, it's weird. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Oh, I can't even give you the hot takes. He's, what is he? Where the oh, fuck is my lighter, dude? Is he looking for his darts? Oh. I, mom, I'm sure your mom's a lady. Yeah, she probably is. Anywho. You know... Oh, Chat, come <laughs> chat some shit back to him. I know. I I need to. I'm I'm getting to the point. I'm starting to get more comfortable. That's the thing about having new guests every week is like you have to size them up. You have to understand like okay, like who is he? What's you know what is he like? Okay with me saying what's not? Because be fair with you, I've never had a conversation with him before this. We I don't do a pre-show interview. We get him on and we we go live and we run it because I think that's the best part of Twitch. Like he said. Like Empire said, it was the improv. Like, I don't, these questions, these things, we don't, I don't have uh, anything pre planned for him. Uh, we just go off the cuff aside from these notes. Streamer, what is your opinion on Peggy? <laughs> if you're into it, you're into it. I mean, I know some people that are into it. It's not my thing, but I, I do, I'm going to tell you the truth with Mr. Emp, and I usually save it for the end, and we will after. Uh, after we get into his life story, but Amp is fascinating, man. That's what I, if you guys have questions for Amp, by the way, if you guys want to be a part of this at all, there's a community question segment at the very, uh, at the latter half of the show. I'll be reading them directly from you guys to him. Uh, whether that be questions, comments you want to say to him, to his fucking face, uh, you know, all good, all good there. And not necessarily, I've read some weird ass shit, but there is one thing I really wanted to there is really one. I didn't want to take. I don't want to rush it up because I had to fucking take a piss. But I know this is one question I want him to 
I want him to know my answer. I really wanted to understand. I think this is the this is the key, guys. But guys, how are you guys doing? You guys holding in there? You guys holding tight? I know there's a lot of talking and a lot of me bullshit about what's his favorite fucking porn. Did you guys know that that was his favorite? I don't know. I don't know. Too much poo poo. That's too much poo poo. There's too much poo poo. Too much poo poo. Doesn't make sense to me. Cheers. I'm glad you guys are. I'm glad you guys are. Oh man, I need to stretch out. I, was, I honestly, midway through, also my question, I was like, I'm about to get a bowl of honey nut cheers. I'm about to have a salad and a bowl of honey nut cheers. If you catch my drift. But I, I, I he, he's, it's winning me over. I, I was nervous because I know that our styles are so different. Like who we are as people are so different in terms of like, I don't know, energies. But his comedy is pretty on point. Like he reminds me too of a, of a couple good friends I used to party with in college. And like I, Emp has this edge to him that I'm just like, I, I fuck with this. I fuck with this. I don't know. He, he's someone that I know he would party harder than me because he parties every weekend. And I'd have to like, I, he's more of every other week for me. I, I'd have to fucking like cash up. What's Chad's favorite porn? Guys, what's Chad's favorite porn? You guys put it in the fucking <laughs> ones if it's hentai, two if it's fucking... I don't even know what the... Uh, why do they call it Ebony? I just don't... I feel like there's a lot of better names. Uh, what is there? There's Amateur, Latina, uh, Fantasy, which is hole number two. That's a whole thing. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of categories, dude. Uh, do a quick yoga session. <laughs> What, you want me to go downward doggy style? What is this? Uh, wait, like smoke a bowl of bung? Hey, hey, golden shot. Hey, hey, Sheldon Gower, all right? Relax, relax, buddy. Relax, buddy boy. Maybe. Who knows? That's why I got to be I got, I got to be laser focused when we're talking to Mr. With, with any guest, as a matter. It's not just Emp. With any guest, I never, I don't drink. I don't do anything. When I'm with my, when I'm in the studio, man, it's a sacred place. It's special to me because I really want to get to the to the heart of the story of who the the person is on the other side. And he does not know what's coming to him. He does not know what the second half that it's all his life. <laughs> this is where I ask the harder questions. Are you? St- uh, I like hentai. Someone keeps recommending Dropout. I don't know if it's that great. Uh, are you a weeb? Nah, I'm not. I'm a phony dude. I don't watch animes. I try to. My brother watches it more. I kind of. I kind of just. I don't know. I think. I like. I like random shit. My grandma got me in WWE. WWF. Sorry. We talking porn? Oh, hey yo. Lesbian. Oh, lesbian's true. That's what I YouTube. What's up? Yo, I'm back. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. We're just talking more porn. We're, we were just uh, highlighting the porn conversation here. But oh, and I do have one more clip that I wanted to show. And, oh, and it's fuck. actually, it's not even from your channel. And the reason I wanted to take time on this is I think this really leads us into the life story as well as you as a person. So let me switch it over one more time back to the clip cam. And it's from Trainwreck. All right. He said something oh. really endearing, and I, I wanted to have this start trying. off, have this uh, start off our conversation. So let's give it a quick listen here. Empire wants to go on the podcast. I like Empire. He's a very good guy. He's a good kid. I like him a lot. I think Empire gets a similar treatment to me as well. Like for him, I can you know, since 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 I, I can look at him, I can't look at myself like in the way that you guys do. 
right? Like you have the tattoos, the long hair, kind of the fuckboy look. Like you just assume kind of dick, douche. But he's just, he's a very like emotional, good, soft, nice guy, right? So I, th I think he definitely has, you know, a similar vibe to me when it comes to that. So we, with that being said, you wrote a tweet, all right? January yes. 2nd, 2021. And it's mm -hmm. something that I, I, I read it and I, I had to take a step back. And I wanted, I wanted to reach out, but I would rather have had a longer conversation with you about this. It said, I look like a villain, so therefore I am. Guess I was right about people's assumptions. Wanted to do something fun and give back a little to my community and others around Twitch. Now I'm in my bed wondering if I'm just an awful person and questioning my own uh, personality. Fuck. With what Empire said about you, do you believe that to be true or not? What you want Train said about me? I mean, oh gosh, yeah. I'm looking at yeah. you, Train. Um, what he said... Uh, me and Train are very, very, very similar um, in a lot of ways. That's why I really connect with Train. And when we first met and talked and stuff like that, we we, we hit it off. Um, yeah, like people see, and I relate to him heavily with this. People see this figure, and you know, you know, they see the appearance and the opinions, mm -hmm. and they see all the negative stuff that you do first, right? And like you know, or they they you know they hate. You're super easy to hate when you look a certain way. Or you, you, you know, like people see little clips of you and they think, oh, that's him, you know, like that, oh, that's fucked, you know, like, you know, no context to it or whatnot, you know, no further looking. And yeah, it sucks. It sucks because it's an uphill battle of, you know, am I, you, you start to question yourself. You're like, am I a bad person? Am I really a bad person? Like people only seem to see the negatives. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that I am overly negative and like I end up just questioning my, because I have borderline personality, mm -hmm. um, I end up questioning myself and being like, well, do I have to change? And I like, do I have to be something else? Do I have to cut my hair? Do I have to do this? Do I have to make all these changes? Do I cover my tattoos? Do I hold my opinions? Do I not speak about things? Do I, you know, like it's hard not to. So yeah, what Train said is true. And what I wrote, I truly felt, and I still kind of do. Um, that tweet in, in the insight to that tweet is I was attacked recently and my community was attacked recently for being toxic. And mm. uh uh it was put out of context quite heavily and the story twisted there wasn't 100 percent of what was going on there mm -hmm. and yeah it made me feel like shit because people not just because they attacked me but because they attacked everyone in my community and chat and mm -hmm. a lot of my friends and it made me feel very like oh fuck you know it just yeah it was just a shitty moment very so, i'm not even trying to cover that story what i'm more uh -huh. interested in is i guess the follow-up to that question would be Oh, and I know this might be a little too broad of a question, but I feel like it's something I, 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 I just needed to ask is, okay, who, who do you think you are? Like, who are you, Empire? If, if, if someone were to ask, who are you and what makes you you? What encapsulates who you are? Could you define Oh, that? shit. Uh, I hate, I don't see myself in the best light, but um i'll just go i think that i am someone who tries to be as honest as possible um i like to be unbiased i try my best to understand every situation i am a big advocate for mental illness i like to um i like to help people where i can i, I try to be as kind as i can i'm not saying that i'm kind or anything like that but i just try to be as nice to people as i can 
and help people in any way that I can, even if it's just a smile or whatnot. Um, I try to teach people a lot of uh, my life lessons and things that I've learned, mistakes that I've made. And I, I don't know, I just generally, I just think I try to be as honest as possible with everything. I, I don't know how to describe myself. No. Um, that's fair. I effectively, I'm a, I'm also someone who looks at making people laugh. I guess I'm a clown mm-hmm. and at it at heart, but yeah, I, it's such a hard question. I, I've yeah. never described myself before. It was the first time. That was the first thing I really wanted to ask you. Like that was always the first question because I look mm. at you and, and from across the str- screen, you know, for me, uh, I kind of just, I'm, I could make the argument of like, yeah, he could be intimidating. Like if, if I didn't I'm show intimidating. Me- Sure. Oh shit. Why not? Cool. Okay. Like I, I was taking I was taking a shower I today. That. I took a shower today and I was like, if I don't clap back, if I don't fight back to him, he will devour me. That's how it <laughs> No, I'm dead ass with you. I'm fucking dead ass with you. Usually I'm a lot more wholesome than this. Like I'm more oh, like uh oh and then I'll you know, I'll give more laughs. It comes to like I said, it comes to being a soda mod. So you know, like <laughs> I fucking <laughs> eat people I, a fucking live, you know, you know, I, fucking I, fair play. Yeah, that's true. You got to have thicker skin. You got to you got to be able to, you know, throw back there. But there's something when I when I saw you and especially when I saw that clip, you know, I saw you post that on on Twitter. I was so fascinated. I was like, wow, you know, I I agreed. I I thought Train was also that kind of person that you look at him, intimidating guy, buff guy, loud, uh, outspoken. And those people are so polarizing. You either really love them or you hate the guts, hate the guts. But guy. nobody talks about the things that he does offline, you know, the people's lives that he's changed through the money that he's given to them that he doesn't talk about, by the way, that I know yeah. about people like, you know, the reach outs, the fact that he's helped me mentally. Yeah. He DMs me and checks up on me. Like he, I'm a humagalol to him and he became a friend of mine. Like um, the, the countless viewers that he's helped, you know, the opinions that he's gotten across, the lessons that he's taught, you know, the issues that he's brought up. He's not afraid, you know, like he is a fearless, confident man who's misunderstood and painted on this light. He's, he's just a wonderful, like, honestly, one of my most favorite people on Twitch, because no matter what you look at him on mm-hmm. screen, I'll tell you this right now, having the pleasure of getting to know him off screen, the exact same person. I respect mm-hmm. that a hundred wow. fucking hundred percent. He's a lovely man and deserves everything that he's built. Everything that he's built. That's amazing. He's a good role model for anyone wanting to start streaming. Be honest, upbeat, share your opinion. Don't be scared of people. Your your appearance does not matter mm-hmm. at all. It's mm-hmm. about what you are as a person that matters. And Train proves that every day by being one of the most um, forward thinking and, uh, you know, prevalent people on this platform. You know, having the biggest podcast coming from nothing. The man mm-hmm. came from nothing, mind you. No platform, no nothing. And he built something. And he did it because people respect him. He built it for respect. You will not find no loyaler people on this platform than train wreck subs and people who follow him. They are loyal to a fault. And you can't help if you spend a good few days watching him, you will feel what I feel and Mm. everyone feels. You become attached to this man and you end up looking up to him as a person. And I base a a lot of me coming out and saying that I'm, you know, all these opinions and stuff is because train taught me that. Hmm. taught me to be honest and upfront about my me and him share an illness in common as well which is bipolar um so he him coming forward all that and talking about it was a big reason why i decided to as well because i was like if he can fucking do it he's brave enough to you know make a good positive thing out of it and push forward so can i and that's where we are today and without train there would probably be no me because i 
yeah, I took a lot of his lessons and applied them to myself. Lovely man. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you one more question and we'll move back to the uh -huh. Twitch life of things. What is one thing? I know a lot of this kind of discussion revolves around the central theme of being misunderstood, mm -hmm. it sounds like. So my question would be, if there was one thing that you want to be very clear with who you are, what would that thing be? I would want uh, to be clear. I would want people to understand that I'm not, I'm not just some tattooed fucking e-boy who like people seem to think that I have this like, like, you know, like those people that think that like yeah, they're pretty boys and stuff like that. And, you know, mm -hmm. they think they're better than everyone else. People seem to have this opinion of me of that from yeah. the get go. I want people to realize that I don't even see myself in any light like that. I don't, uh, everyone's equal in terms of me. I love everybody um, equally. Um, I'm all about respect and, you know, like, you take my opinion, I take your opinion. I just want people to realize that I'm not as my appearance perceives. I'm not just some piece of shit who yells and screams on the internet. I'm not here for any, you know, to shit on people. I'm here to tell the truth and be honest and just share a laugh with people. That's all I want. If I can walk away from a stream and get a DM from somebody saying that it was a good stream and I helped them feel better and they smiled and thank you, that means more to me than like $10,000 in donations. Like I want people to realize that that I'm not here for, I'm here for the long run. I'm not here for the money. Mm. I'm here to have fun and to enjoy my time here as much as people enjoy spending time with me because without them, you know, I'm nothing. So beautiful. There you go. Let's go back to Twitch a little bit. I'm going to ask you some introspective okay. questions about your time and then we'll move into the life stories. First question here, uh, Amp is what have you learned about yourself through streaming? Uh, I've learned that I can be confident. I've also learned that I can be myself. I used to hide my personality, even IRL. Mm. I've learned that I can be myself and I can also oh, cash app just gifted me a train wreck sub pog champ. Thanks cash app. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I was just about to resub because I gifted eight months in advance. So it's not my fault that it ran out. You fucking cuck lords in chat. Fuck you. Eat my ass. <laughs> XPCL. Um, um, so I, I learned to be myself through Twitch. I learned that yeah. I don't need to hide who I am. I learned that I can, you know, I can enjoy things. I learned, I always thought life was about finding something and then just grinding away and doing it, even if you don't like it. Cause I've been through all kinds of jobs and fallen in and out, hated it and stuff like that. Uh, it's taught me that I have a place in this world mm. and I can help people no matter what. And it's helped. It's also helped me come to terms with my illnesses and get help. It was actually Twitch itself in chat when I was sitting on my alt account streaming who helped me get through it, helped me go to the wow. and get help and I'm back on meds and get back on my feet and get a more stable life going. It, all awesome. of that was built from Twitch. It also learned that I can find friends even when I feel lonely. Like there are always people even online. It, Twitch is such a beautiful thing like that. You, I know it's all mushy and cliche me saying this, but it's real. Yeah. Um, it helped me find all of this in myself. It helped me come out of who I am. I came out of my shell. Um, and now I have a place to be and a purpose. It I really did so much, it, you know, especially, you know, us both being 27, I'm sure you've heard this before where it's like, 
no, don't trust the internet. Don't trust the people online. You know, you they, these people yeah. aren't your friends. They don't know you. They don't get you. That you don't see them in real life. But if, if there's anything that's streaming, even especially the pandemic, now forcing a lot of us to early on be indoors, it's forced us to 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 create these relationships and and really invest in 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 something outside of of that IRL world or what we thought was normal. Um, yeah. And sadly, mm-hmm. society still doesn't get that. Sadly, the world doesn't still get that. They look at what happens here on Twitch and they, they kind of see it as a circus. They kind of see it as what the hell yeah. is this waste of time. But just like you said, as much as you've been entertaining to your community and you're, you're, you're being able to be yourself and boisterous, they've also done so much for you. Things that you can't yes. quantify through subs or average viewers or fucking tick mark next Please. to your name. To, to, to put it into perspective, mm-hmm. these people, some of them I didn't even know that well at the time, mm-hmm. reached out to me when they didn't have to and, you know, try to get me to, to, to get better and encourage me every fucking day, right, when I was going through hell mentally, wanting to kill myself, right? Mm-hmm. These people stepped out of line. Not even, not even, no one IRL did. Not a single fucking person. Does that not speak volumes on that friendships can be, you know, brought around the world? You know, like they're everywhere. Like people, like my own friends on some of my own close friends online didn't even reach out to me. Well, not that I expected, you know, like some people have their own stuff going on and, you know, sometimes it's hard, you know, and like no one, not everyone wants to deal with the stress of other people's stresses. And I understand that. So I'm not shitting on anyone, but these people stood up for me when no one else would. That's friendship. That's love. That's more than like you. I couldn't find that anywhere where I am. I don't feel like I belong to Australia. I don't even feel Australian. Does that make sense? I feel so out of the loop here and out mm-hmm. of like everything that every other Australian gets into. Mm-hmm. But Twitch and being a part of all this gave me a place to find people of kindred likes and spirit. And it's just like in essentially, I owe these people more than they owe me because they owe me nothing. I do this for free, right? They owe me nothing. I want to be here. But what they did was beyond what, beyond a chat to stream interaction. It, it's, it, I owe them so much. And essentially they saved me. There's a few people that, there's a few people that especially that convinced me as well. And uh, yeah, they saved me from myself. It's, it's crazy. And not many people acknowledge that, you know, it sucks, but yeah. I love it. I love that you're able to be very self-aware of that. You know, yeah. that this is bigger than just entertainment or streaming. It's, it's the reciprocity between you and your community. I love that. At the mm-hmm. Correct. And how would you describe your streaming style? <laughs> My streaming style? Yeah. Okay. I don't plan anything for starters. Nothing is planned. Nothing is scripted. Okay. I press live and whatever the fuck happens, happens. It is all purely scuffed and like everything happens on a whim and (laughs) what it like it's, it's wild and crazy and it's beautiful, dude. It's life in a nutshell. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? That's how I feel every day I go live. And (laughs) sure, I click links and stuff, but it's more than that. 
mm-hmm. we go beyond that. We, we, you know, people come in and talk to me in Discord, fucking like a stream will come in with a clip and roll my ass or I'll make a new <laughs> friend through that. Or like, you know, there's a big issue on Twitch and I have to, you know, I address it. Like, it's just like anything. And I don't, a lot of people don't realize this, but it's that unscriptedness that makes live streaming so beautiful. Yeah. It's that what if that makes everything about this channel so amazing. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. And I love that. I could be banned tomorrow, but in all honesty, I love that feeling living on the fucking edge. It <laughs> thrills me for no fucking end to be like that. And I think that's why people really do come and watch which i'm very mm-hmm. grateful for obviously but i've also realized that it's rubbing off on people and i go watch their channels and stuff like that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of streamers in my chat right yeah i don't shy away from that and you know we help people right share mm-hmm. what you have because if you don't you know why should you know who, you know you you can't hog everything what's the right? point yeah give people the spotlight um and they're also taking away from it and being more honest and open on twitter or even if they don't stream or or, or you know twitch and it's really nice to see this like honesty, you know, we're going back to original live streaming. Mm. I take away, cause I'm a very old frog on Twitch. Live streaming, it was unscripted and unfiltered back then. And that's how I'm bringing it here. And I want that to stay alive. That was the, the embodiment of Twitch culture to me, the wild west. And that's how I stream. That's my style. There is no style. Whatever happens, happens, whatever mood I'm in happens to be the mood that I stream in. Mm-hmm. And that's, just how it is and will always be. I'll never change that. There's no scripted bullshit here. There's no like, I'm going to fucking, you know, today on stream, someone's going to walk in that door and I've already pre-planned it and they're going to like jump scare me, you know, like they, or they're going to join me on stream. Like, dude, mm-hmm. whatever, dude. my housemate walks in randomly or interferes with what's happening or I'll go do something. He'll come on. That's not scripted. He'll, he'll just do whatever the fuck he wants. And I love it, dude. I love that shit. <laughs> it's so human. It's so cute. That's it. I, you know, I love that you said that because I think a lot of, and including myself, I've changed the way I've talked because I, I used to think everyone's looking for authenticity and that's not, that's not it. Actually, authenticity is more of what your perception of truth is per person. Yes. What you should be looking for, especially on Twitch, is humanity, is someone who's humane, is human, who can, who has the flaws, who has the scuff, like you've said. Yes. And and again, going freestyle and just caution to the wind. Hopefully, you don't do anything TOS to get your ass banned. But like, af- aside all that aside, you know, speak your mind, speak your truth, and and try to be exactly. who you are and see what you attract out there. I love that. Exactly. That's the, yeah. You, you stress me out with that life, though. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's just stressful. The most freestyle I'll do is per conversation. In terms of content, you got me fucked up. If you think I'm gonna not have a fucking show, you kidding me? All right. No, no. no. I understand that. I understand the need for for uh, structure for you know some structure on shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, but like, I mean, like the core of Twitch, where you go live, yeah. you play a game, or you stall, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah, like yeah. people are so like, here's my itinerary for the day, and honestly, mm-hmm. you can feel that if you're on Twitch for a while, and a lot of these people in this chat right now will agree with me because I've poured attention to it. You can feel when it's scripted or, you know, they're faking a laugh or, mm. you know, you aren't dumb. You can read through the camera. We've seen it. That's a YouTube thing. That's yeah. a fucking other Instagram thing. Twitch is live. These are people. Mm. Experience it. Experience it with people. It's about showing experiences and experiencing with other people and bringing people in. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll pay, I'll pay tribute to somebody who uh, has a fake laugh. So here we go. <laughs> So that's Ms. Kiff. Uh, I love Ms. Kiff, by the way. But anyway, um, at 
Uh, He's a businessman. I get I, it. You got to you got to show yeah, some sort of reaction yeah, for him. Dude, yeah, I mean, dude, good on him. You know, he's built a career out of it. Fantastic. I'm not going to shit on him. I love Miz. Miz. Miz has spoken to me before. He's a good guy. Um, but you know, I just think live streaming as a whole should be live. What it is, it's live. You can't account for everything that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, stop. I feel like there's so much stress on streamers to like have this pre-written thing and like, Oh, I'm going to do this by this and this by this time. And I can only imagine how stressful that is. Your life's already having to be structured like that. Why add that into something that's supposed to be fun? (laughs) It's true. That's true. And that's why there's a level, someone who I work with on this show, like he was like, moms, I'll allow you to have an outline. I'm not allowing you to create pre-made questions. Cause it's, that's yeah. bullshit. You're, you're full of shit. If you think you're going to do that every week, the same shit. And I was like, yeah, 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 let's do that. And then I realized, okay, yeah, you're right. It's boring. Like w- there needs to be a little edginess. There needs to be like a part of me needs to fail. Like I need to not, yeah. if, if I don't fail, I it's, need, it's done. I need you to, I need, I need to tell you that, you know, I fucked your mom and yeah, I need to tell you that like, you know, when you left that you're a piece of fucking shit and I'm bored. Like it's just. <laughs> You know, it's just how it is. You're the first fucking guest. You're the first fucking guest to do. You know this, right? Everyone else is so like kind because they, you know, it's like coming into someone else's house. They're like, I'll take off my shoes. I'll, you know, I'll do the dance and I'll do the dance too. We'll do it. But you and maybe one other person, I'm like, wow, these motherfuckers are really gonna make me have to show my my fucking old school side of trying to. I did take off my shoes though. This man, that's free. That shit's free right there. All right, guys. All right, no need to buy an OF. I haven't showered right now, so they're really dirty. But no, I did take off my shoes, but I'm not going to respect your household. Like, you know, I'm going to come in and I'm going to fucking put you on edge. I don't care. Like, I would have expected nothing less, though, Amp. I knew the moment I, I, I was like, we agreed to a date. I knew it was oh, like, throw the stick out. Hey, kind of uh, based oh. off of who you're tier oneing on on Twitch per that clip, I know you got a type, all right. I know you got a type for uh, of the of the Asian persuasion here, but it's fine, Em. It's fine. We don't got. Oh, 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 oh. Am I incorrect? Am I incorrect? Please. All right. Thank you. It's just it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, okay. Can I ask you a question? Shoot. Go ahead. Arsehole tits. Don't really, give me that bullshit in between Sweden. No, no, it's answer. not. No, I could, I can give you an answer. For me, it's like I don't really, I don't really care. I, I used to think tit, tits as like a like a teenager. I used, to, oh yeah, the bigger, the, the fucking huge. But oh, now, the now, it's, exactly. It's yeah. not even, it's not even about it. It's all about the ass because I think it's harder to fake that than than the tits. It's That's easy. a fucking drag. Thank you. That's a drag. It's the real ones here, dude. It's the fucking real ones. I'm not gonna be over here trying to. Hey. I've hey, seen... look, I'm not a, I love ass too, dude. I love tits Thank as well, you. but ass yeah. is my favorite. But exactly. if she's got big milkers, I'm not going to complain. It's a bonus. Yeah. Um, you know what? If she wants to jerk me off with her feet, dude, I'm all for it. Try everything once, right? You know, get me pegged, you know? Yeah. He's <laughs> all right. I, I was with you on the feet. I can, I can meet you at the feet. The peg part, uh, that's a little... I can't. I don't. I don't know about the. I don't mean to part. brag. I don't mean to brag, and it's probably because I'm a soda mod. But um, <laughs> hey, I'm B agreed in, on Snapchat, and I posted this on Twitter uh, okay. in Snapchat messages that she wanted to peg me. So I mean, I don't mean to brag, but what are you doing, you know, here, dude? What are you doing here? You should be. Where, where, where are you cashing in that that offer? All right. Oh, as soon as I get to Melbourne, dude. I mean, dude. <laughs> fuck. Oh, that's Might what even start up the OnlyFans, man. I mean, that could be the first video. I'm sure people will watch. I mean, can you imagine the clickbait title? Hey, I'm B pegs my small fanboy ass for the first time. Virginity lost. Um, fantastic, dude. Tell me that's why PAX, PAX 2021 or 2022, whenever it happens, is just going to be one fucking orgy. That's what I've learned, all right? that's If there's anything I've learned this past year is that PAX Melbourne 2021 is nothing more than a... Uh, 
streamer orgy. Everyone's coming downtown. It's WrestleMania, yeah. baby. It's insane. Yeah. It's but, true. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I, it is a big fucking orgy. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting because this is the first time I've ever gone to a convention. I'm going to be going to PAX and TwitchCon NA. At this no point, way. Right? Wait, San yeah. Diego? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I've been invited uh, by friends of mine and uh, I'm thinking about just hitting it up, you know, IRL. Well. And dude, I don't mean to, br I mean, I'm in the partner lounge, man. I mean, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Look at that. You dude, got I'm going to go. Soda needs me around to protect him. I'm his mod, which means I'm basically a bodyguard. <laughs> I have to protect that small fanboy from people fucking his ass, you know, like I've got to be there uh, for my boy. But um, with PAX, this will be the first time that I've ever, like, uh, Hey, I'm being invited me last year to go with her. But this will be the first time I get to meet like people from Misfits, and I'm really excited to meet like all these bigger creators because I, I've always like you know looked up to these kinds of people and stuff. And like mm. I'm also really excited to hang out with people from Australia who watch me, and we can go and hang out and shit like a great. I don't want to say meet and greet; it's cringe, it's like yeah, fan shit. That's... I want to hang out with friends, meet mm. the people who I've known and chat for a long time. Same with TwitchCon. That's what I want to do. I mm. said in my channel, I said if you go to TwitchCon NA, we're gonna go get food. I don't care how many people and I'll pay for it because I'm rich and clouded, you know, like I'm going to pay for that shit. Like, there it is. you know, I'm going to shout everyone food. We're going to hang out. It's going to be one fucking messy fucking fiesta. Then maybe if you're all over 18, we'll go and have sex. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm glad you prefaced that. I'm glad you prefaced that. All right. Uh, there's some content creators yeah. on YouTube that don't. Anywho, the uh, <laughs> that's another shit. Too many shots at Carson. All right, I need to I need to take a step back. I need to take a step back. Oh, is the, there a uh, Carson joke coming? Yeah, bit. I definitely got to ask for ID. Okay, no nude set. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's too that's too sus. There. Let me ask uh, two more questions here. First question here says, if I asked your community and who you were, and I had no idea, what do you think they'd say to me? Cringe. Nah, they would say I'm a soda mod. And then they would also say that um, a lot of people say that I'm uh, really, really kind and Akuma. Yeah, and Akuma. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind and Akuma, which I've seen that being said without them, me knowing that I was there. So I think that's what they would say about me most. Kind and Akuma. And Akuma. So, Take it. Mm. How about let's switch it up? How would you describe your community to me if I was a new kid on the block and I asked you, yo, tell me about these motherfuckers in the chat. They're all Twitch frogs from all kinds of different walks of life. They're all very in touch with Twitch. They all watch a slew of different streamers. And they're all fantastic fucking people, each and every one of them. They are some of the kindest people I've ever met. I've witnessed these people go into people's chats that we've looked in just chatting. And I've witnessed them drop hundreds of subs, get people to affiliate on their own without me even having to tell them. I've witnessed them fucking bringing people up, each other up in offline chat. I've witnessed them helping people who are having struggles of mental illness. I'm not, I don't even interact. I'm sitting there watching because I'm amazed. They're making friends. They're so inclusive of everybody. There's no issues ever. And they're just some of the nicest people. I'm very lucky. I'm very, very, very lucky to have the people that we have here. And uh, yeah, they spread that fucking positivity and also Twitch culture. They never let it die throughout Twitch. It's fantastic. I love them. I yeah. would never change. Even if right now, this is where I end up on Twitch. This is it. This is my calling. Like, you know, this right now, I'm happy. 100% happy because these people mean the world to me. Never want to lose that. There must be a lot of pride in that and having a community that's a lot. able to take care of themselves, you know, in terms of. But also joke. Yeah. But also joke. Oh, right? huge. They, they, that's they, huge. They, dude, the banter is fucking crazy, right? But they know when it's Switch and it's. I never taught them anything. They did, that was them before they met me. And I'm very proud. 
I had the first thing that anybody ever compliments me about when they meet me, like other streamers, mm-hmm. they'll dare me. The first thing they fucking say is, your community is lovely. I love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud. Every time I hear that or see that, I'm so fucking proud because it's like, thank you for recognizing them first because that there is no me without all of these people, all of these people who come every day and help and, you know, talk and help each other and stuff. I, I only do so much. They do the rest. They carry the content as well, to be quite fucking frank. With you. <laughs> um, mate, I sit I here and that. do fucking nothing. Yeah. Easy clap, right? I'm a soda mod. I'm, you know, but like, yeah, they're all, when they, when they get complimented, it means the world to me. But on the other end of that, when they get insulted by people, mm. I will stick up for each and every one of them. No matter what. Amen. Amen. And that's a big thing too, especially for the streamer and be like, no, fuck off. This is, you know, I know this person. They've been a part of this community. I, you know, I'm going to defend yeah. them. Um, because more often than not, especially if you're not a streamer and you're purely viewing, you know, it's easy to get lost in translation. So to be given that importance and that spotlight and that, that, that support um, beyond just your channel, it must, be, must mean the world. It must be a lot. So that's, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome to be aware it, of that. It's crazy. Um, DMs are always open. People DM me all the time. Not all the time I can respond and sometimes things get lost on Twitter or Discord, but I spend a good majority of my day replying to people mm. and having in a, getting to know people and stuff or helping people. Um, and they're all members from my community or not, but I believe that as somebody on Twitch, you should have that ability for people to message you and contact you and stuff like it's just what makes it like they would do the same for me i'm gonna do the same for fucking them like if i message any one of them with an issue or i need something to help with they're gonna help me like return the fucking favor so many streamers don't it's about time that that changes and if this has to be the community that teaches that then so fucking be it but it's about time that this fucking like this block between streamer and fucking viewer is released it needs to and we're gonna move on towards the uh, the second uh, phase of the show here. It's about okay. Life story. A second phase. Ugh. There's like four fucking phases, dude. You think you're? If you think what? I'm, I'm, there's four fucking like I'm I'm ready to go. What? You didn't ask me how long the shows were. What you didn't the ask. Fuck. <laughs> you, you. I'm gonna. I'm dude. Can I go for a cigarette you, and? I was gonna take another piss. Man? I was gonna take another no, piss. No, I'm going first. You okay, you go cunt. fucking for what? Fuck what a piece of shit, dude. What a diva, all right? I didn't think I'd get this from a soda mod. All right, what a motherfucker. Fucking just... hell, what a joke, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. What a fucking loser. He thinks he thinks he cannot talk about himself, all right? He uh, this is a bunch of bullshit. He lo- this if there's any topic that I know that the streamer loves, it's themselves, Mr. M, but I could hear myself in this mic, all right? I fucking love him, man. He's too much. I, he's won me over already. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. Hey, moms, how you doing? I'm loving the show. Uh, he's he. I honestly, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I didn't expect to spend that long on that segment. Usually, that segment only takes thirty minutes, and I got lost. I got lost in conversation. I'll be honest with you guys, straight up, dead ass. I I was supposed to end that segment like forty five minutes ago, but I I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. Fuck. I'm addicted. He's amazing, Mozan. I trust you, homie. You're doing great, uh, great thing for him. He's he he he's he, I I can see it, man. I'm so I'm so pumped to hear. This is the meat and potatoes is the life story. So all the other stuff, man. This is more breaking the ice. Yo, hey, Em. How you doing? Uh, how's Amp? 
Em's doing well, man. Em's killing it. Em's absolutely killing it. Flow Bro, by the way, I, I didn't get to thank you. Thank you so much for the 300 bits. Um, let me make sure I cash her all of this. Uh, Nutra for the one bitty. I know I saw Tooks reset for two months, man. Honestly, guys, and all of these follows, I appreciate you guys coming through and especially supporting Emp and, and just wanting to hear his story and, and his takes. I know you can get that on his stream, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get a little bit more and, and, and go into his, 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 his life story a little, uh, a little longer there, too. My mom's house, my day? My day's been good, man. It's been kind of, you know, it's been, aside from all the stuff that's happening in the U.S., man, I'm, I'm very fortunate and blessed. So woke up with some really good news that, honestly, it really, like, it, it fucked me up. I, I, I started crying. I'll, tell, I'll talk about it later. It's not, I don't want to take the moment here uh, and take away the, uh, the uh, spotlight. But, like, there's some huge blessings that, that happened today that came in the mail. And I, I opened it up, and I was like, holy shit, man. Amazing. Uh, sometimes the world the universe whatever you believe in uh takes care of you i'm a big believer in that and things work out and uh, this is one of those things that really worked out and i was really fortunate for that so um yeah i was able to come into the show with a clear head motherfuckers just coming out hot dude amp is just i i i'm taking a shower man i'm taking a shower and i was dead ass like man if i don't if i don't nut up if i don't you know, Travis is gonna fucking verbally assault me if I don't, if I, if I can't throw back, if I can't do shit. And the hard part is, is I'm the host, so I can't like. He came out swinging. He's talking about fucking my mom, man. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. If you, if you get butt hurt on a fucking your mom joke, man, you got the thin. That's thin skin, man. You gotta, you gotta be able to to stand up. All right. Em's the only one that's willing to say it though. But I hope now I'm gonna have a whole bunch of guests. Well, you know what, moms, fuck you. And I was like, what? Now you're just trying to do a poor man's emp, all right? You guys are you fucking. You guys are trying to be a poor man soda popping mod. Use quick tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's K I'm B. <laughs> he is quick. He is quick. He's good. He's good. He's good. I did. I did not know he's 27, dude. I thought he was younger. I thought he was 24 snowflake yeah 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 you can't have that snowflake shit man i thought travis was 24 i'll be honest i thought he was young i thought he was a baby yeah exclamation mark q guys if you have any questions for Amp, dude exclamation mark q we'll get to that in the next segment after life stories we're going to cover four topics we're covering his family his friends and education his work history and his romantic life all right we're going to get into the deep dirty how much Oh, 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 what is he trying to do? All right. What is it? What's the long term plans of Mr. Emp when it comes to his love life? Question one. In before life stories takes four hours. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, life stories does take. I'm, I'll, I'll try my best. I'll manage it. I'll manage it. I still got a timeline. This man, I've never had someone have smoke breaks during a thing. That, that's another first I've ever had. Yo, thanks for the follow. Uh, Z Cookie Monster. Is that like a. Might be a hey, yo. Fitz gal sale. What up? Good piss, old man. Yeah? I'll take my piss. Man. Yeah, go ahead, piss. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go piss. You're fine, mate. Fucking boomer. Holy shit. 27. I bet you he's 32. He looks it. He has a Red Bull? What, you think I was fucking kidding? What the fuck? Dude, I was like, I reached out to Red Bull. I said Red Bull, you know, like on Twitter. But I also DM'd them. I fucking, like, messaged them in the thing. And I asked them to sponsor me. And I said, yo... I've spent so much money on your products. You should just endorse me. Send me a fridge and fill it up every month for me. And they got back and said that they pass it along to the people. So we're waiting to find back. So we might actually get sponsored by Red Bull. 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah, what I'm interesting. Yo, uh, because this fucking retard didn't do. Legic, Mayhay, M interesting, Squad Domes, Fratus, Psychic, Dick, Seambug, Dexterity, Flobro, Ryan, Charlie, fucking uh, Ryan, Ledroy, Lilith, Legic, uh, Holy Smite, Olivia, uh, Azarth, of, 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 straight out of flavor. Fucking, uh, shit, um, fucking Z Cookie Monster, Slappy Flappy, Mr. Melvick, Flobro, um, uh, uh, uh Alec Kiazza, whatever, Pipega, Finny, um, Zagfell, Fishy, Frenchy, Pondy, yo, what up, guys, Fan, yo, what up, Alt Trap, A Mayo Tomato, yo, what up, hi, little Prince Kents, oh, hi. You can call me Soda Modded Lilith. You got your Red Bull? Or, da or Daddy if you're above 18. Mm. Yeah, I'm I've got my Red Bull. I'm not fucking 32, all right, dude. I'm 27, all right? Don't. 1993. What month? What month, Amp? June. June 12th. Mine's April 12th. Oh, that explains it all. What star <laughs> sign is that? Just energy. kidding! It doesn't fuck. fucking oh, matter! Fuck, Don't believe in fuck. fucking star signs, you fuck, fucking fuck. loser! I, I called you it. out, I said bitch. it. I said it. I said it. Shit. Who cares? That's on me. I, I was just no. talking to a lady. And she, okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Mayhay's June 13th. Yo, Mayhay. That's PogChamp. Oh, wait. I can't say that. Yikes, that's yikes. Komodo hype. That's here. really Komodo hype. See, Komodo yeah. hype's too long. I think it, it's got to be short and sweet. Like, there needs to be something more concise when you're in. Like, PogChamp was perfect. Like, two syllables. Yeah, Anywho. I know. I'm, st I'm still going to say Pog. I don't even care at this point. People are just going to Komodo hype anyway. So, why not? Fine. It's fair. Yeah. Mr. Emp, we're going into the meat and potatoes of the show, and it's about your life story. All right. Oh uh, shit. Okay. Uh, we start off from the top here. Uh, the easy questions without uh, doxing yourself. Uh, where were you generally born and raised? I was born and raised. I was born in Perth, uh, the mm -hmm. capital of Western Australia, but I was raised in a little little mining town called Port Hedland, which is really far up north of WA. I grew up there for eleven years. So. Yeah. Nice. Any siblings? Uh, I have a half sister that I've never met. So yeah, I guess. But technically, on the scale of things, no, I've no right. affiliation. What is your family life like in terms of your relationship with your parents? Uh, dad, no clue. Uh, never met him. Uh, I talked to him once on World of Warcraft. Accidentally, we found each other on the same server, which is pretty crazy. Um, my mother and me are not on talking terms and have never been on talking terms. Um, she's yeah, not the best. So my fair, I have no affiliation with any family. None all at right. all. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So let me, okay. let me break. No down. questions off bounds. It's fine. I'm happy talking about this, by the way. Don't feel weird or anything. About no, it. I I, well, put that in. I've never <laughs> like the structure. You, you've really thrown me down a fucking hedge. Like I've, okay. the structure of my questions usually break down. Let me start off with your dad's story. How in the okay. world did you accidentally run into him? In a World of Warcraft uh, service. Okay, so I, it was during the Legion expansion. I'm a big WoW frog. Um, and I was playing WoW, and I was doing dungeon runs, and we got into this queue with this random guy. Uh, yeah. I assume it was a guy. And I was playing Guardian Druid at the time because, you know, tank, and I needed to fill, fuck my life, doing uh, Mythic Plus runs. And uh, I knew I was going to have to carry these fucking pussy fucks because their gear score was low. Their IO rate score was fucking dog shit. Um, and also Frostmourne AU was a very small Australian server on World of Warcraft. And um, 
we were talking because we're bored and we're carrying through and tanking doesn't require much brain cells. So I was typing to them, um, this guy and and this girl, as we found out. And I was with my ex-partner at the time because she also played where I'm playing. Mm. And I asked where they're from. They said Perth. And, um, you know, he said that. And then he said something in the lines of like his kid was annoying him and stuff like that. And we got talking and I said, what part of Perth? Because I know where my dad kind of was. I was like, what part of Perth are you from? What suburb? Because I know Perth quite well. They said uh, Redcliffe. Oh shit! Okay, my dad's from Redcliffe. That's weird. And um, they um, I asked how old, and we got to talking how old I was, and then um, they, we were like, "Holy shit!" Like, and he was like, "That's the same age as my son." And I was like, "What was your son's name?" And he's like, "Travis." And I was like, "I was like, is your name Greg?" And he's like, "Yes." I was like, "I'm Travis." And he was playing with his what new wife. And I shit you not. It was the biggest coincidence blew my mind. My if I if my ex wasn't there, I wouldn't have believed it. She can back the whole story up. We were sitting in the same room going, What the fuck? I was in complete shock. It was the craziest of meetings. And yeah, we we I was like, I'm your son. Like, and we got talking, we talked in Discord for a little bit, and like it was nuts. And we played WoW together for a while, and then he went AWOL and never played WoW again. But he was a big WoW frog back in the day. And yeah, it was just a fucking meeting of pure coincidence. Um, so, so yeah. How, how was it? Like, what was running through your mind emotionally when you realized you've just met this man that you've never met before, who is your father? Uh, shock. I was in a lot of shock. Um, I had a lot of questions yeah. that I didn't ask. Um, but, um, I found out I had a half sister. I found out that he would bring me married. He told me about his life and I was just pure shock and a little bit of anger and also he felt like a complete stranger and still is to this day. It was just, yeah, it was a mix of emotions. I struggled for a little bit after that, um, that he knew where I was, yeah, but never helped, you know, because, like, at one point I was homeless and stuff. You'd think, you know, what, you know, parent, I was young, a young teenager, like, mm-hmm. so I was really angry, but I never expressed that to him. I let him talk, and I learned a little bit, and then yeah, that was the interaction. Mm. bad i guess i should have but why did you never express anything to him why did you keep that all to yourself especially knowing that that's your dad uh i didn't express anything to him because i felt like i didn't want to put someone through any guilt um i didn't want to drag him down because of how i was feeling and i also was scared that that was going to be the only interaction and I didn't know his story or why or anything like that. And it just didn't feel right for me to attack him straight off the bat. Cause I don't know. And also, I guess I was a little bit of a coward back then. So I was like, I don't want to, I didn't want to, you off. know, yeah. Or, you know, make anyone feel like shit. I just kind of, yeah. You said he went AWOL and then disappeared. What do you mean by that? Stop playing. Wow. I think he defriended me. I'm not quite sure, but um, he stopped playing WoW from what I re- uh, can see. And uh, I never saw him again on Discord. And yeah, I just never got the opportunity to talk to him ever again. Never. Um, how, how long I know, ago was that? Shit. I was 20, 23 or 24. I think I was 23 at the time. Yeah. 
back when Legion was out, so I don't know how long ago that was. Whenever that was out was when I talked to him last. In the first year of Legion launching. I can't help but think, you know, you, you have this crazy meetup with your dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I was trying to put myself in your shoes, like I'm trying to really encapsulate the full story, it's like you're excited that you – it's crazy. This is insane. And yeah, you don't, you don't want to put – The nuts. I know, and you don't, and you don't want to scare him off. You don't want to also put the guilt on the person, but then, then he disappears. Then he's gone. So when, when did you realize that you? I guess oh, I guess we're just done talking. I guess we're done communicating again. Like how often from the moment you met him and you connected with him? How long was it? How long were the your communication with your dad? And then how long? Two again weeks. Did it? Two weeks. It lasted all yeah. two weeks. On and off for two weeks, yeah, and then nothing. Have you tried looking again? Um, I left it for some time, a month or two, and I figured if he wanted to talk, he would reach out, you know? He just never did. So he knew where to find me, and I guess I just thought to myself, well, if he's not going to make the effort, he doesn't really care about getting to know me, then he doesn't want me a part of his life. And it's been a long time. He has a new family, a daughter. He's moved on. Um... Yeah, I just, yeah, I just left it. I just didn't follow it up and I don't intend to either. He doesn't want to be a part of my life, so why am I forcing an interaction that he doesn't want? Moving from there, all right, mm-hmm. you, you have your, your dad that started this new life with a new family. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's switch over to your mom now. You said you mm-hmm. guys aren't on the best of speaking terms, correct? Well, not at all, yeah. Yeah. What what does that mean? Like, where did that relationship go sour? So I was uh, raised by my grandparents, all right, and uh, I thought they were my mum and dad for eleven years. Um, so I called them mum and dad. I just assumed I had older parents. You know, it never seemed weird to me. Yeah. And this lady that lived next door to me was my auntie. In all the photos of her and stuff, she was my auntie. They always said that I was my her. She was my auntie and everything. So I just assumed. And when I turned 11 and I was, came home from after school care, my, my auntie and my nan were in the car with me mm-hmm. and I found out that she was my mom and it confused the shit out of me. And I was like, whoa, what the, I had no idea for 11 years. Right? And um, she lived next door to me the whole time. And um, our relationship started off good because uh, she was clean and she wasn't doing drugs or alcohol and she was getting her life together or whatnot. And she also suffers with bipolar as well um, and postnatal depression and such. But um, I moved in with her after primary school. I had the choice, stay with my grandparents or move in with her. And they thought she'd changed and stuff. So, and I thought, you know, this is a good opportunity. I'm going to move to a new place, more friends, going to go to high school properly, you know, instead of, cause they wanted to travel and, you know, my mum was stable. Um, and it was all fine. Then she started jumping from relationship to relationship. She cheated on her current husband for a richer husband. We moved into this big fancy rich house um, with a private jetty at the back and a fucking yacht and fucking all kinds of shit, right? As a big businessman. And uh, she started going through this party life and she started drinking and doing drugs recreationally again. And they were both were. And somewhere along the way, she lost herself and she started getting abusive, um, like hitting me. Um, mentally manipulating me, locking me in cupboards. Um, 
uh, starving me. I was only allowed to eat one meal a day. I wasn't allowed in the cupboard. Um, it's why I'm really skinny and I don't eat a lot now. There's a lot of past trauma. The beating was the worst all the time when she would get fucked up. Um, yeah, and then we moved to a small country town because they wanted to change a lifestyle when I was 16. So I was 200 kilometers away from the nearest town um, and the beatings got really severe. Um, she uh, broke my teeth. I had to get my teeth replaced. Um, no one knew. No one believed me ever. Everyone I told never believed me. Small country town, no one believes anything, right? Um, and to other people, she was the nicest person ever. But behind the scenes, it was fucked. Um, I tried to kill myself a few times. Um, three times in total, I hung myself unsuccessfully. Um, I drank bleach unsuccessfully. I uh, had my stomach pumped and rushed to the hospital. I tried to kill myself by cutting myself and bleeding to death, but um, I was rushed to hospital again. Um, it was a very dark time. And towards the end of my 16th, I, it got so severe that I didn't know who I was anymore. And me and my mom's relationship was fucked, obviously, like completely ruined. And I stood over her bed in the middle of the night with a knife in my hands. I was going to kill her. I felt like it was my only option. I was pushed against a wall so bad. It's my only option was to kill this lady, right? And I didn't. And I went back to my room and I packed my shit and I ran away. I called a friend from far away. They came and got me at the end of my driveway and I never went back, never got contacted, never nothing. No one ever came looking for me, no police, 16 years old to a new city on my own, nothing. And yeah, that's where it all went wrong is like the whole time pretty much. Do you ever think about her? I try not to, but uh, yeah, I do. Um, I dream about her a lot. I have very severe trauma nightmares. Um, and that gets me thinking. I wake up in sweats or kicking and screaming or, you know, stuff like that. Um, I think about her when I do my own actions. So, like, when I drink. And if I drink, which I don't drink anymore, I immediately get the shakes around people who drink too much and get kind of violent because it reminds me of my mother. So I get really weird and try to isolate myself. I, and it makes me think about her. Um, I think about her when I'm going through my bipolar states and my manic episodes when I'm really suicidal and down. I think about all the things that she told me, how worthless I was and how I was meant to be in jail and stuff. So I think about her and, I, yeah, it comes up a lot in my mind. But I try my best not to. When you were growing up with your ma in that household, especially, mm -hmm. what was your escape? How did you escape from the reality of the situation you were in? Um, I read a lot of books, really, really big books. The bigger the book, the better. I'd stay up all night with my torch on because I wasn't allowed a TV or a computer or anything. It had no internet access. We had it in the house, but I wasn't allowed to use it. Mm, didn't have a mobile phone at the time for a lot of it as well. Um, but I just read and read and read all night until early morning. I would not sleep. Um, I would also play on my Game Boy. I had a Game Boy for a very long time, more than someone should. Um, I played Pokemon. That was my escape. And also, it kind of seems weird. And I was quite an older teenager, but I would use my imagination and drift off into worlds by myself. Like I would uh, go walking through, we had a pine plantation. So mm -hmm. I'd go walking through the pine plantation and imagine I was in a different place or things that were happening. Like, you know, I was somewhere else 
and I'd fully involve myself in my imagination in it and truly believe that I was somewhere else. Um, that's how I, and towards the end of it, I would get through it and focus on it by focusing that I was going to end all of this soon, like die. I, death was my escape. I wanted to die. I, that was going to be, and I, at the time, I longed for it. I wanted to die. I wanted to get away. That was my only way out. And I actually looked forward to the day that I had the courage to do it. That was my escape as well. You know, from even just the first chunk of your story, from meeting your dad to being raised with your grandparents to the revelation that this next-door neighbor aunt was your mom all along, clearly your childhood, even your early 20s, is one filled with twists and turns. Yeah, you could say that. But when you were in that age where you were, especially that night where you left, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What was the decision that had to be made? Because you were, you clearly had one decision as you were hovering over her bed, ready to go. But what was the decision to suddenly do a 180 and just leave and just do your own thing? I remember thinking, I don't really remember a lot from a lot of the shit because it's blocked sure. out by trauma. But um, when I was going to kill her, I remember that my thought was, I don't want to do this and that's not you and all the repercussions that are going to come, it's not worth it. And I knew I was going to end up in prison or like, you know, uh, you know, the child equivalent of it. And then she just wins again and you get off with all the punishment. I remember that. Um, Then the decision floated to, I'm going to kill myself. And then it dawned on me, dawned on me that why don't I just run away? It's surely things are better out there than here. Right. So I just made the decision. I'm a very manic person. I'll make the decision at the drop of the hat and I'll commit to it. Um, so I just, at that time, just boom there. And I just left the house. No one was going to stop me. No one would care anyway. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to go get, this is my last ditch effort. So I left. That was my only choice. It was either that or death. Right. Every other option had something labeled to it. That was the end of my life. It was, yeah, it was an end. When you made that call for who who picked you up? Was this a friend? Yeah, it was a friend. Um, well, okay, I'll elaborate a little bit more. It was her current husband's daughter, who knew what was going on. Wow. And yeah, um, and they they'd come to visit us many times and witnessed the abuse that I went through. And one of the abuses that tipped them off that I wasn't lying was one day, I we had a fire on the property. Uh, some birds chewed through a power line and it dropped and started a big fire. And we had to fight it with our own firefighting equipment. And I tried to help. So I ran forward and my mom was like, don't fucking, don't fucking run in front of the truck like that. And she kicked the shit out of me on the ground and stuff. Right. She pushed Mm -hmm. me over with her foot and kicked the fuck out of me in front of everyone. She lost her shit. And that's when they realized that I wasn't, you know, fuck. So they said to me that night when they were staying in my room, she was with her partner just call me on this phone. She gave me her phone at the time and said, keep this hidden. If you need to get away, I'm here. So they saved me effectively. A lot of bad shit happened with them and there was a bad stuff with them as well. They were into drugs and stuff, but effectively I texted them and she came that day, which was like four and a half hours away. So I waited at the end of my driveway for four and a half hours in the middle of the night with my bag. All I had was my bag, nothing else. So they pick you up and you end up living with them? 
Yes, for a short amount of time, yeah. But that ended up just being as abusive as home. I got into drugs, selling drugs. Um, that was my gateway into drugs. I was a drug dealer. Um, the, her partner was be- beating her and doing hardcore drugs. They had a child around all of this, by the way. I didn't have a solid room. I slept in the couch, um, no privacy. I was getting abused too because I had no income and they wanted money, but I had no way of getting money. Um, I was also trying to go back to school at this point at TAFE to, you know, catch up on my learning because I always loved learning, but I just never had, I, it fell behind because of what was happening at home. And then from there, I floated from house to house, friend to friend, couch to couch. Some days I didn't have a place to stay, so I stayed on the street. Um, yeah. I was homeless for quite a amount of years and um yeah just so unstable never had a stable home until now so tell me about it's that pretty- stint of you you being homeless what is uh what was the longest period of you not having a place to stay and how did you survive um, that longest period would have been without like a roof over my head would have been three weeks i believe and i survived by this is it's so weird to talk about. I feel kind of embarrassed because it's kind of weird. But no. I used to shower in the showers down by the beach with the beach showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to keep up appearances. Uh, and I would also wash clothes there. And I would um, eat like from there's a thing called Centrelink here in Australia. And I would eat like that. You get like vouchers as well to eat at a place called like it's a. I won't tell the cafe that does it, but because it would dox me, but, um, I used to just eat there every day and I just walked around town and did my own thing. And yeah. And if I stayed at a friend's house, I stayed at a friend's house. I try to make as many friends as I could and be as social as I could. I always kept up this appearance that I wasn't homeless. I always tried to anyway, so that, you know, was it a pride thing or was it to not scare them off? Pride, hundred percent pride. I didn't want people to know I was so far down at the time. Yeah. If I may ask, mm-hmm. when because the thing is, I I understand that point to an extent. I can I could mm-hmm. resonate with you telling me that I don't want people to know when I'm so far down. But the part that kind of I, I can't wrap my head around is that's to me that's that's kind of the bottom. You're bottoming out, man. You you have no place to live. You you don't have any support system. So what? Where? At what point do you put pride aside and just say I I need help? Uh, I did eventually, and I lived with, uh, from my experience, you got to imagine everybody in my life hurt me, right? So people were the number one enemy to me. Mm. I couldn't trust anyone. Everybody, everywhere I went, I'd get kicked out or told I'm a piece of shit or, you know, using people, you know? So I just learned to not rely on people anymore and just be my, do my own thing, right? And I had to do it my own way. When I did, I reached out. I lived with this gay couple and they were, they were, you know, together. But I was selling drugs out of their house and doing drugs and they were so heavily into heroin and stuff that he would overdose in the fucking bathroom. And, but that was my first stable home in a long time, right? And, yeah, I left there because I realized that me and my friend at the time who was selling drugs out of the house to survive, um, this guy stole from us. Right, this is the turning point in my life right here. This guy stole from us. He's probably like my age at the time. I think I was 17 or 18. I can't remember. Um, we knew. He knew we did. Uh, he did. So we called him back the next day to come and hang out and have like and smoke some weed with us. 
I don't do weed or drugs now for the recollection, guys. I've been long quit. Um, and my friend, and he's the eldest, call him B because his name started with B, um, tied him to a chair with duct tape. And he beat the fuck out of him right in front of me till he went and got the money, like fully beat him, brutalized him. And um, that's when I realized that life had taken a, because that's not me, right? And I realized my life was taking a really bad shift and I needed to make a change. Um, and then another instance that scared the fuck out of me is when I had a gun pulled on me by a bikey gang because I was selling out of their turf mm. um, where I live, which is very heavily populated by them. They put a gun to my head, fully loaded, and safety off, we're going to kill me. And if I didn't stop, they said they'd be back. So that also was another big turning point in my life, an eye-opener. I was like, fuck, I can't keep doing this. I'm going to die. You've said it twice now, and you've said mm -hmm. this twice. You've said the phrase, this ain't me. Mm -hmm. You know, when you were standing above your ma, and now when you watch this man get brutally beaten for the drug money. Mm -hmm. When you say it's not you, what do you mean by that? Who are you? What, what are you trying to make sure you don't lose? I guess is what that makes sense. I didn't want to be like my mom. So that's not me. was always a thing that I say because I didn't want to be like her. Didn't want to hurt people. Didn't want to do drugs. Didn't want to do any of it. I uh, didn't want to fuck up my life like she did. Like I, I just wanted, I wanted people around, but I didn't know how to trust people or love people. And I didn't want to be like that either. I also never want to hurt people. I never physically ever wanted to hurt people. I never wanted to fight anyone. I'm always a big believer in using words. Um, mm -hmm. Just a, kind of a pacifist at heart, I guess. I act tough, but I'm not really like, I'm not going to beat someone for fucking something, you know? Like mm -hmm. I never result to violence in anything. So when I saw myself going down that path, I was always like, this isn't me. What are you fucking doing, right? There was always something inside me fighting it. And at this time, you got to imagine also, I had bipolar, severe bipolar, mm. untreated, type 2, and I didn't get a diagnosed till I was 18. Holy shit. I had no idea. And I also had borderline personalities as a dual diagnosis on top of that from the trauma from my mother mm. that I didn't get diagnosed till last year. So, like, I had all these factors and illnesses that didn't, I didn't even understand myself, but I knew it wasn't me. Right, I felt it deep down. So that's what I meant by it. I just didn't want to be my mother. I didn't want to repeat the same cycle. So that's been my driving force behind my life so far. And to this day, it's even stronger where I, if I've had a kid or whatnot, I would not want to be like my mother in any regards. I don't want to treat people like she did. I don't want to lie, cheat, steal. I don't want to do any of that. It's where I kind of, you either go two ways in life, right? If bad shit happens, right? Big traumatic experiences. You either become the person that you hate or you become the complete opposite of the person that you hate. And I saw those two options at the age of 17. And I said to myself, I want to be the opposite. Why the fuck would I want to do the other one, right? And that's where I went down that path and started to change. This might be very fresh to ask, mm -hmm. but is there ever, do you see yourself imagining a moment in your life where you can ever forgive your parents and kind of just be like, you know, what's done is done. The abuse, the hurt, the abandonment and be like, it's my life now. It's, I don't want, I don't, I'm not you, uh, what you did and who you were to me back then it's over. We've severed our ties. I'm going to walk forward with my life. Uh, not going to lie. I hold a lot of hatred in my heart and I hate to admit that, but I'll just be honest. I hold a lot of hatred in my heart, not towards my dad. Cause I understand why he left. They were really young and she was a piece of shit. 
but I hold a lot of hatred in my heart for my mother because she caused me to have a lot of issues in my life that wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. Um, will I ever forgive her completely? Probably not. Um, will I ever talk to her again? Probably not. Um, it is my own life and I already know that now. So I just kind of want to, I guess it's kind of like live and let live, right? You just kind of move on. Exactly. I hold that hatred there for a reason though. Hmm. And I came to terms with this a while ago. I hold it there to remind myself that I never want to be like that. And I'll always hold it there to remind myself that that's not who I am and that's not who you're going to become. And that's not how you have to live your life. You can change and do anything as long as you put your mind to it, you can move past it. So I will always hold it there as a reminder of where I came from too, Hmm. to never take anything for granted. And to put that into retrospect, a lot of people ask me, you know, you have some money now. Why aren't you upgrading your room? I like, like I have a mattress on the fucking floor. I have no my clothes are on the floor. Like I have just a computer, right? I live very simply. Yeah. The answer to that is I never had any possessions growing up. So I have no need for them. So I don't buy anything expensive. And that's a lesson I learned from that my mother taught me, right? So like, but I think it's a good lesson to not have, phys- yeah. you know, like not be tied down for shit like that. Like I was always on the move, right? So these are the kind of stuff that I always want to remember because it makes me who I am today. And it's a big driving factor behind my personality and what I stand for. So that hatred drives it or the, you know, the, the dislike drives that. Okay. It's a reality check. Always. I get a bit of ego. I lose the ego because I realize where I came from. There's no point in having it. You know, I get a bit of money. I don't hoard it. I try and help people or I, you know, save it for a rainy day. I don't, you know, not lavish. Splurge it on. Yeah. Not lavish. I don't, I don't gloat about things that I own, you know, like, and I think that, I think that makes me who I am. Right. And I like yeah. that. And I always want to be put in line because there's already that many people like that in this world. Why do I need to add to that? You know? And I, yeah. Let me ask this. I'm, I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. a quick question, but it's only to f- help me feel out where I, where we should go with this story. Of course. So, go for it. The quick question is this. Was there ever, like, when you're on the move and you're, you're living with uh, your, your, your mom's husband's sister? Correct? Oh, daughter. Daughter. I'm sorry. Daughter that picked you up. I'm assuming that school wasn't a factor for a majority of your life. Is that correct in me saying that? Did you finish your education in high school or, or any of that jazz? Not not in high school, no. So I was in it. Yeah. No, Sorry, no, no. Go. go on. No, no, please. I was going to say I was I to put in. I I never hated school. I love school. I was in advanced school. Run awards in primary school for like science and English and all that. I went to advanced PIAC classes in other schools. I, I competed. I love school. I love learning. I love finding out information for myself. I love reading. I read constantly. No one knows that. I never told anyone, but I love reading books and learning, right? But in high school, it was really difficult to do that when you've got shit like that happening at home. Um, But I never finished my high school education until later in life when I went back to something called TAFE in Australia and I finished my year 12 equivalent. Oh, nice. What, mm. what were the books you were into reading? I know this is the least sexy topic to ask. Fantasy, <laughs> fantasy, because I always wanted to live in a world away from my own. I wanted to live with magic, sci-fi. I wanted to do magic. I wanted to be a character, mm. create my own way, be a hero in a story. Yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to 
be something more than I was. You know, I would really like when I read, I really brought the characters into my head. Mm. I have very vivid, I have a very big imagination with these things. I truly live my life vicariously through these characters. I, I love fantasy. It's just mm-hmm. never get past it. I hate reading about real life stuff in books. I hate really? real life books. Yeah, I don't like them. I, I prefer to move away from the planet, so to speak. Mm. You know, there's something beautiful about the creativity of someone else's world and the way you picture it through words or interpret it. Mm-hmm. I like that. So the reason I ask that question is because I uh, usually, again, unlike the thing I've sent you, there are segments in the show. But because I find your story extremely unique, I want to follow the trajectory. And we'll, we'll mm-hmm. you know, uh, all that being said, I think sure. the last part, the romantic relationships, is the only thing that might be in terms of, you know, being able to take that as its own category it would make more sense. But for family, friends, education, and work, we're going to clump this all together because it sounds like that's kind of the flow of what your your story is so far. So uh, take us back. You you said that there was a moment you saw this man getting beaten in front of you and you said, it's mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. Where did you go after that? Uh, I was dating a girl at the time. Um, we were seeing each other on and off. And she was actually quite a good person. She was very intelligent, uh, going to TAFE, studying. Um, her name was Jamie. I'm not afraid to say that because no one's ever going to, like, you're never going to find her. But, um, and she didn't do drugs. She didn't, and I, I, I loved that. And she kept me grounded for a time. And I moved in with her because she wanted me to, because she knew all the situation to get away from it. So I completely left where I was and I moved in with her for about mm, three, four months. Then we split up because I was going through major PTSD and trauma mm-hmm. issues. I, not a, I wasn't abusive or anything, but like I was suffering internally and we weren't getting along and I was bringing her down. So we split mutually. Um, and then from there, I, I, fuck, I think I went to my friend Morak's house, who's my housemate now, but mm-hmm. with his parents for a little while and couch surfed. And then I ended up getting my own place boarding and that fell apart too. Cause again, I was bad at managing money because I'd never been taught. Mm. Um, so I moved out from there back to Ruse and then, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I was so in between places. I had so many relationships that I'd move in with the people we'd get together. They'd want to, I, okay. I dated so many girls that wanted to fix me. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. 100%. And they immediately, they wanted me to live with them. They wanted to change me. They wanted to fix me, but none of them could. How did you feel? And, about that mindset of kind of uh, for lack of a better term being a project to these people yeah it fix them up um i felt like a specimen right like i just felt like you know the latest yeah like you said that's the best way to put it a project right yeah so every time i would start to get better it was like you know like there was always seems to be issues arising in the relationship so like it never felt like i was ever getting anywhere with it then i realized that they were using me to fulfill a need to help, which is a good need, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel like that. I didn't want to be the person who was the fucking, you know, I didn't want to be the center of attention because I was, you know, the sympathy. I didn't want it. I wanted, I wanted to just do my own thing and stuff. So it was really hard to come to terms with that, but yeah, it was relationship from relationship. Also another thing of having undiagnosed mental conditions like borderline is your relationships are super, like 
They're all over the place. On and off, on and off, all over the place, right? Because you can yeah. never tell who you are, really. But um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I was always floating between houses and stuff. I never had a stable home. I wanted to ask you about that. You know, the, there's mm-hmm. a concept. The whole concept of home is very. It, for me, it's always like, all right, yeah, family or wherever you live, wherever you put your head on your pillow, that is your home. Where, wherever you reside. For you mm-hmm. in your life story, it sounds like you're always on the move. Like you said, you don't keep too many possessions because you might have to go. Exactly. And you can't take them. I guess, do you find comfort in, or did you just kind of accept the reality of, all right, you know, this is what I've been raised on. The mentality that this might not be permanent and I, I might have to go my you know, to the next step to the next step. Is that something that to this day, do you still have that kind of mindset of... This yes. isn't wherever you are right now. Really? Yeah. I always feel like I'm slowly getting better with it. Mm. But like here, this house now is the first time that I've kind of felt like this is the most stable. So it's like not as severe, but I'm always at the back of my mind preparing for the day that I either a get kicked out, which will never happen. Right. These people never will. They're my really good friends. Right. Mm. Um, I either get kicked out or something will happen and they move and I have to move or like Mm. I'm always mentally prepared for that. So I never accumulate anything and I never can. Like I bought a, right. I bought an iPhone 11 pro, right. Max or whatever. I spoiled myself. Mm -hmm. And I never really told anyone about this, but I went back to my old phone and returned it because I felt this immense fucking guilt over spending the money and like using other people's money. Cause Twitch, right. It's other people's money. Yeah. I felt this immense guilt and like, I couldn't shake that feeling. So I know it's still there. I can't buy possessions that are too much. Cause I just, I can't mm-hmm. like, I just don't, I don't need them. Like I don't need them in my life. They don't make me happy. Right. They don't give me any value. So I went back to my old phone and that's when I realized I like, could still an issue in my head mm-hmm. and I probably need to address it, but, yeah, like, and the, the leaving issues are still there and everything, so. I was going to ask you a question where it's like, if I were to ask you where home is and what would you say, but I feel like the answer is Twitch. Am I correct in that assumption? Yeah. That's where it Twitch is. Twitch is home. Yeah. Wherever I have internet access, even if I can't go live, not even if I'm streaming, if I was like, I'm watching a stream, yeah. it's where I am. That's That's home for me. Online, this is the only place where I feel truly myself or where i can be and it's cool because i can take that anywhere right so it plays along into the always on the move i always have internet access and i always have twitch it's the one consistent whether it's for entertainment or streaming let me ask this let's put twitch aside for a moment where do you find Mm -hmm. your happiness empire aside from twitch aside from twitch Um, helping people, I find happiness in giving. So if I, money doesn't mean that much to me, but if I gift like five subs or help someone with money or, you know, advice and they, I see their face light up or I see them, you know, smile or we raid someone or like, 
you know, we give someone advice and they take away from it and they tell me that it helped or they got help mentally with mental health. Cause I help a lot of people with mental health behind the scenes. Cause a lot of people suffer. Um, that gives me true permanent happiness. Every other happiness I've found in life is fleeting. It like, sure. I get a big donation or something or like some, a big event, like I got partnered. It's over within a day for me. You know, like I just don't, and that's not, I, I feel guilty for saying that because I know people do it out of the corner of the house, but like, but you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. I laugh because it's, it's so fleeting. true. It's so true. It's fleeting. Right. But like yeah. permanent happiness is when you can help people. And I've learned that I'm a very social person and I like people a lot. So that's where I find true happiness. We've gone completely in terms again like i said i usually do have a structure of this but i like yes i like freestyling this section now you you've you've opened the new door for me of i i, I just want to pick at your brain and see yeah. see what we can learn sure you know that mental health especially in 2020 is one of mm -hmm. the hottest topics on oh on yeah fuck yeah yep and and like you said you've been a huge proponent of it you've been very vocal with it if you may. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lean into a darker side of 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 what you've experienced. Um, okay. Yeah. You mentioned, go for it. You've mentioned your times going back into the hospital because of yes. mental health. Can you walk yes. us through the first time in 2020 when you were going through through that, as well as the decision to go in there, as well as your experience in there? Okay. So. That wasn't the first time I went to the ward in 2020. Oh. Um, I went to the ward twice. Um, the year before that, I went four times. But um, so the first time I went, I'll just talk about the one that people know about because that's the one that's most relatable. Um, it was a self-admission. So me agreeing with the doctors and permission because they thought it was the best in the hospital that I submit myself to the ward because I was a danger to myself. So I was very, to put that into perspective for the people that don't know, I had a bipolar attack that lasted for two weeks. Uh, What's a bipolar manic and depressive. attack? Yeah, it's kind of like when you go manic, but it's not like hyper. It's like when it's like severe depression. Like I, sometimes I black out. I don't know what I do. Um, my housemate has to watch after me like a carer, which I feel guilty about. But anyway, um, wasn't on the medication at the time because I was scared of meds. They that they were going to change me. Um, so I submitted myself, but at the, everyone in online was telling me, all my friends, all the people from chat, all my, everyone was like, go, because I was on my alt account. I could get banned for this, but effectively trying to kill myself. Yeah. Trying to commit suicide. No I'm one saw anything. The camera, the, the camera wasn't. Yeah. But no one saw anything. Like no one could see like, right. Just crying. No cam, like no cam or cam or just yeah, all sorts of shit. Um, so I need, I submitted myself and the experience was this time was really horrific. Um, I was scared and uh, alone and uh, I didn't know what was happening to me. And um, I went in. And I was isolated from everyone. And there were people walking around the wards, like up and down, people not talking, people screaming, yelling, like these are all sick people. Right. Yeah. And so it was a scary experience. Um, 
I spent most of my time reflecting on myself and like I hated myself and like I was so scared and being away from Twitch for so long as well was a big, like I was, I didn't know what to do with myself. And I sat and looked out a window listening to music, which I wasn't allowed to have headphones. So it was out loud because cable. Um, and yeah, it was just an overall horrible experience. I got a lot of really lovely messages and stuff and I, people wanted me to keep their informed online. Mm. Which, by the way, I copped a lot of backlash behind the scenes for because people thought I was attention seeking, but I really just wanted to fill people in and what I was doing and how it was and doing and how what was going on and how I felt because I've always been open about it. So I just wanted to keep that. And they drugged me up severely all the time. Mm. Uh, I considered killing myself in there. I almost ran away. I was going to smash the window and jump out and run away. And towards the end, I realized it was the best for me but it was really horrible and isolating. Let's start from the beginning there, all right? You mentioned that you had time to reflect. What things are you mm. thinking about when you're in the, the ward? Um, I was thinking like, um, you, know, uh, you know, what are my actions doing for people? Like, you know, me being so suicidal all the time, right? And my whole entire concept of what I do stuff for is to make people happy. I'm bringing people down. Um, you know, making people worry unnecessarily, um, essentially making people's lives worse. Um, even if I'm being honest and stuff like that, I was bringing people down. Um, so I was like, you know, reflecting on that. I felt like a horrible person, um, reflecting on my actions leading up to that, which was obviously like suicide attempts and stuff like that. People knowing about it. I can only imagine how traumatic that would have been for some people to view. Not everyone can handle that stuff. So I was reflecting on those actions and I was also reflecting on me not taking medications as well. Mm. And, you know, like I, you know, not being honest with my psychologists and yeah, unstability, instability, and, you know, not wanting to talk to people about it. And yeah, it was just like a whole big reflection. Um, you mentioned uh, you were scared about taking medication. Mm -hmm. uh, were your fears validated in terms of when you took them? You're like, because you mentioned like, oh, I'm scared it would change me, I believe was the word you used. It would change yes. how you thought. Yeah. For those that might be, you know, in that same situation, that might be fearful of the medications given for bipolar disorder, depression, all that jazz. Well, what was it? What is it like? What have you experienced and were you correct or incorrect in that assumption that you've made? Some medications are like that, yeah. Mm. They do kind of like warp and twist your personality. They make you more mellow. They make you feel kind of zombie, you know, like, and I'm a very, like, because of the bipolar, I'm a very over-the-top mm. manic person. I get excited easy. My emotions are very, and the borderline does this too, mm. makes them very, like, over-the-top. I lose myself in them, right? whether that's sad or happy or angry. Um, so I was scared that the medication was going to take that away from me, even the sad, right? Because I was willing to live with that because I liked who I was and I liked that side of me and it made me feel good, right? Um, but the thing is I was just on the wrong medications and I needed to express this to the psychologists and the teams, the medical yeah. teams and the mental health teams. I need to express how I was feeling, express the way I felt truly and honestly to the point where they would find uh, a course of medication that would help my bipolar, but also help 
my borderline and not interfere and take it away. And in the beginning, it did. I couldn't jack off. I couldn't come. That mm-hmm. was a big side effect. Fuck, you can imagine me not being able to come. Fuck, that yeah. was frustrating. Um, like 40 minutes, like, and I couldn't yeah. no come. Like, it's fucked up. Um, then um, I was so, like, mellow and blunt and, yeah. like, just, like, out of it. But then I stuck with it uh-huh. and I adjusted. And it slowly came back. And I slowly came back over the months. It's, it's still, I'm still in recovery now. And for fuck's sakes, tomorrow I could end up in the water. I don't fucking know, man. Like, who knows, man? The, the thing with mental illness is you never know. But yeah. right now, I feel like the medication is helping, yeah. And I would encourage anyone to get on it because, I mean, what have you got to lose? It's either you fucking suffer, die, or you take a risk and you might feel better, even slightly. Even the slightest feeling of getting better is something that, you know, you long for someone with mental illness because unlike physical pain, say this is the best way I can explain it to people, ready? Physical pain. You're getting your hand gets is getting pinpricked by a needle slowly, right? What's the what's your body's reaction, right, to get away from that pain? You move, right? Yeah. With mental illness and mental pain, you don't you can't just move. You carry it with you. That's the biggest difference. You carry it everywhere you go. You can't get away from it. It's your mind, it's your body. You cannot escape it. The only way you can is through, you can't just move away from it. You have to address it, stay in that spot, hit it face on and take the medications and and the treatment and the therapy. It's the only thing you have, right? So it's the only shot you've got. So you might as well fucking take it, right? You might as well take your shot on it because you are not, no matter how many houses you move between, how many partners you date, how many drugs you take, how many times you drink, how many happy moments you have in your life, the mental illness is still there and it will always be there. And if you don't address it, it will get worse. So you have to be brave and take it on. You, you corrected me. Let me, let's share something with these guys that are watching tonight. You corrected okay. me uh, in the DMs. Uh, so Emp and I were trying to set up this, this, this show uh, for a couple weeks now. And something mm-hmm. that I was very transparent with you was that I've, I've seen your tweets, you know, and I, I watch you. And I, as a matter of fact, I reached out to you before all this show shit. And I told you, I gave you a long ass message. I was like, yo, I got a lot of homies that look up to you, man. And like, I, I, you don't know, I know I'm a nobody in this world. And, and just, I, I can't even say that I watched you at the time, but I saw enough to be like, this, this guy needs, someone needs to speak up. Uh, but back to the point is, you know, we were trying to do this show and, and, and my reservations were always like, is he OK? Are you OK to talk about this all? Are you OK to be in the right headspace? I wanted to respect your head. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And and you said a line that that hit and it was the only reason I was OK moving forward. And it was you told me, you said. Moms, it's just it's always going to be there. It's not going to go away. It doesn't disappear. And it's you, you're gonna have to just trust that that you know I can do this. Essentially, I'm I gotta trust that you're you're gonna be good and you'll 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 do it. If you had to go, you had to go, no matter what. There's yeah. no there's no mistake for it. Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, you told me you need to stop th- without saying it. I, I'm gonna say it in my words. You didn't say it this way, but essentially, you can't think of it as a a, a black and white issue. It's not. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of day to day fights. And so that's when mm-hmm. I realized I was like, all right, fuck me. Uh, let's do it. I don't care. I'll give you the day. If you couldn't even make it today, whatever. 
we'll do it another time. I'll do it on a Friday. Yeah, I don't care. But I love that's that. The, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You like. You can ask. Like a lot of people with mental illness are really willing to speak about it, and they're not shy away from it. But it's a day to day thing, right? I could have woken up this morning and wanted to fucking die mentally. Like it's just the honest God truth, right? And th th then I wouldn't have done this interview. And that's just how it is. But I woke up good and I'm here. That changes day to day and from person to person. Every single mental illness might be the same in, in description and, you know, like the title, like me having bipolar, someone else having bipolar, right? Mm -hmm. But the experiences between those two, although there's similarities, are always fucking different. Mm. There's, pains in there that you that are different and that's what makes mental illness so difficult to treat because my method of getting better is not the exact same as somebody else's method of getting better or it's not their path you mentioned at the very end of your first statement when you're talking about the story you said at the very end you were about to throw a fucking chair break the window hop out but you realized yes. that this was good for you what do you mean by that? How did you realize? Because a lot of your tweets, there's a lot of, I can feel the, the agony and the, 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 the fear of going back in mm. there and the threats yeah. that they give you. You know, we'll have to keep you here for a year. We'll have to keep you here longer. We can't just keep doing this in and out thing. So what is going through your mind, especially during that moment of, of you know, where you, clarity where you're like, this is actually good for me. I'm actually getting better. I needed this amongst all the fighting of going through it when um i realized i needed it when uh i looked back over my tweets and i realized how manic i was writing them mm. and i had this like self-clarity in that moment where it was like look what you're doing you're doing the exact same thing you always do you're you're just like you're you're re asking for help you're reaching out for help. You want people to help. You, you're trying to let people know you're suffering, right? You need support. And now you have it. And you've here, you've taken the step. Why are you fighting it? What's the fucking point? You've asked for help this whole time. And now you've taken the step to get the help. And now you're fighting against it. It's so counterproductive. And I had this moment of clarity where I was like, and then I looked back and I was like, I'm already a little bit better from when I came in. What's a few more days? What's a couple more days here? You know, like what's getting out, you know, like get better, take the meds, take a shot. You got nothing to lose. And you have so many people who care about you, which I'm very lucky to have. And I needed to do that for myself, but also to show them that it can be done because a lot of the people, like I said, in my community or on Twitch in general that I speak to have mental illness or are suffering with something. And if you break and if you fight and you walk away from this shit, then how am I going to then go live or talk to people about this stuff with confidence that this system, like, you know, that you, you reaching out was the best thing to do. I can't not in good guilt, not in good conscience. Could I, I would be fucking, it would just be, yeah, it would just be, you know, it'd be two faced. And I just gave it a shot in that instance. And yeah. And I had a lot of discussions with a lot of people that I never thought I would like, um, I had a discussion with one of my favorite musicians. He reached out to me and uh, he talked to me because he was going through the same thing. And he shared with me some stuff from his time in the ward. And that made me realize, and he was like trying to tell me that it was the best thing that happened. And I was like, you know, it made me relate to him. And um, a lot of people from my chat um, did like 
I, there's too many names to mention, but just like pretty much my entire community was just giving me their advice and what I needed to do and helping and asking if I'm okay, which helped me every fucking day. Um, I'm talking not one or two messages. I'm talking like hundreds, like hundreds of messages from people telling me and asking me questions about it and seeing if I'm okay, like too many to reply to, um, which was insane. I couldn't let them down. And then um, someone reached out to me who I didn't think would ever reach out to me, which kind of blew my mind. Soda Poppin, Chance, and he DM'd me and uh, said that he'd been following my story and he was really proud that I went in. And um, obviously I look up to him a lot because I've been watching him for a long time and it blew me away a little. And he said, I hope you get better. And if you ever need me, I'm here, just DM me and stuff. And I just thought, well, if all these people, even ones that I thought that I looked up to, you know, want me to get better then i gotta give it a shot to get better so yeah it was it was an everyday struggle but i try to bring my mind back as much as i can in between manic episodes and all sorts of crap but it's a daily fight it seems like if there's anything that you've taught me it's a daily fight it's not a yeah and you have to take that day to day you can't plan yeah, it's for the not, tomorrow yeah you can't plan for tomorrow because you don't know what tomorrow you might not get out of bed tomorrow you know you might want to stay there so which makes it incredibly difficult in real life as you can imagine <laughs> oh yeah, <amen. laughs> you, yeah. i've never been so nervous i legitimately like you messaged me in the morning my time you messaged me about 8 a.m and i'm not i'm not even alive at 8 a.m I'm, I'm, I'm in bed still but i woke up and i was like this is because I we didn't talk prior to that. And I was like, I, I, I was just expecting I was going to be like, I'll hit you up sometime around <laughs> noon my time. And if you respond, you respond. If you don't, I do have a plan B. But I was like, yep. in my mind, I was like, damn, when you reached out, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. To have a night. I was excited. Um, Mr. Amp, let's uh, let's transition a little bit. One okay. more to okay. your love life. All right. This is, oh, this okay. is one thing. <laughs> can and you I, spill, can you school for five seconds and I have a smoke? Because this is please, well, you're uh, you're you're giving me a break too because I was gonna take a piss. So go ahead, you first. No, I'm going first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jeez, this is the second time he's done this. He he went first the last time. He went last first the last time, guys. We're good. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. Holy shit! Hi, Charlie. I got you. Guys, holy shit! This man is a clown. I love. I man, I can't. I can't have enough. I'm sweating. I'm dead ass. I'm sweating. I'm sweating at this conversation. You're doing great. Thank you, man. I wanted, most of all, I wanted to do uh, Empire's community proud because I know how much you guys do love them. And so it is, it was my honor and duty to do this, man. It, it is my, if, if I end this shit tomorrow, if I end this stream tomorrow, man, this is a, this is a feather in the cap. I love this. I love this so much. This is, this is a reminder, man. Oh my gosh. He's got a fantastic story. Your mom's okay. I'm not. Hey, listen, I'm not that old, Parker. Cup it, cup of these nuts in your mouth. Like, yeah, we got you. Hey, Parker, nice try, man. You're an old man. You're doing such a good job, Sai. That really, that really means a lot. It's the, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna be honest. Like again, I have my notes in front of me right here, bottom, bottom right. And uh, he's yeah, we we. This is the first time in 47 shows I've thrown out that that script, man. We we can't. I can't even talk about because it it's not applicable. I've never met someone where it doesn't apply. Like, it doesn't fucking apply. All of this doesn't apply where I, I ask about all the other stuff. So now we're just freestyling. We're free-falling right now, but I love this. This has been, like, this is legitimately, I'm getting a coffee with a homie and I'm catching up on life. 
thanks for giving a platform to talk about that kick that uh skid mark i'm sorry uh that that that's exactly what we're here to do talk about someone's life to feature their lives and celebrate them most of all i know that a lot of it's been heavy this evening but we're, we're just getting started man I'm, I'm i'm getting pumped to uh to give my state of the union address to mr er- to mr empire man it's 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 an honor to do this moms you barely got a hold of him but you're doing great <laughs> i don't think i do got a hold of him man he's his own he's his own beast moms is a hip cool man <laughs> It comes with the furry jackets, dude. Unscripted, unwrapped. Uh, this episode is hitting me way more than I thought, moms. It's really been good. I, I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate you guys sticking around, too, man. He, We still got the community questions segment right after the romantic relationships. Um, so we will. Furry, dude. I'm dead ass still wearing these fucking fursona boots. My brother got me these for Christmas. They're like, they're called Happy Feet. They were on Shark Tank. And they're the furriest, they're the furriest slippers, but deadass, they feel so good. All right, fuck you guys, man. Fuck you guys. I thought, I did not even bring it up to, uh, like, Empire. I knew I was going to get my ass reamed raw if I did. And now I know you guys will. So don't worry, I'll leave them in the other room after I take a piss. I feel like the tears on the brink of my eyes, man. I needed this, thanks. Oh, sigh. I've deadass, I've, I've legitimately, oh, I, like, he got me within the first 10 minutes of his story. I was like, fuck, am I really going to cry on stream? <laughs> am I really going to cry in front of you? Thank goodness my camera is smaller than his. So I'm able to hide behind the lens. <laughs> well, sometimes you'll catch me hide behind the mic that's, or hiding behind my hat. That's the reason. I think a lot of people on Twitch struggle with the same types of things as M. So I think it helps a lot of people being able to relate to someone like him. That's so true. And it's, it's I think, especially as a there is a very common stereotype here in the U.S. where a guy can't talk about mental health or his emotions or feelings. And it's just uh, to, to be able to hear him talk so candidly and, and give not just share his experience, but give valid advice is really good. Crazy is a furry. I know crazy is a furry. Ass. Yeah, fuck you guys. Guys, don't do this. Please don't do this. Be cool. Let's be cool, guys. Be, be cool. Be cool. Like he has a thing there. I got pissed. Yo, ask B and soda. Ask B and soda what? Huh? Ask them fucking what? We're free. Thank fuck, dude. You know this guy just rambles on with his monotonal voice. Holy shit! What a joke. Yo, what's up? How is everyone? Finally, some content. What do you want me to do? Take off the pants? Should I take off my shirt? Oh, I got the job. Pog, what's the job? Should we start playing Sekiro? Thanks, Legic. Wait, aren't nipples on Twitch bannable? No, not for men. Not for men. Quick, before he gets back. Not for men, no. For women, yes. Men, no. TOS Grey Zone. I'm not playing fucking Sekiro. Suck my dick. Sekiro is a dog shit game and it's boring. You guys will fall asleep before I even get to the first fucking boss and you know it. All my talents lie in just chatting and clicking links. It's all I'm good at. All right. Yo. 
Do you play games? I never even asked that. Play yes. Games? Yes, yes. What? I finished heaps of games on stream. What was the last before one? Before I found... Last one I played... I don't even fucking remember. What was the last one I played, guys? I don't fucking know. I, I finished a lot. I'm more of a... I like retro games more than modern. A lot of modern games suck dick. But one of my favorite ones of all time so far, playthroughs on stream, was um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I hit it. Mm -hmm. I do this thing where it's like... I try and hit it in one night and finish it on the hardest difficulty. I call it one-shotting. Yeah. So I played it on the hardest difficulty and finished it. And it was like... It was fucking an emotional roller coaster. And uh, I used my own music to hype up fights mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It was like creating my own story within a story, right? It's really yeah. good. That's what I do with a lot of my stuff. I create moments with mm -hmm. other things outside of it. It's good. Hold on. But yeah, I've, I've played a lot of games. A lot of people don't know that. I've, I, I was purely a gameplay streamer. And then I realized that I like talking to people and the interactivity is not the same. And I like interacting. So I was like, you know, I did a couple of just chatting streams and I fucking loved it. What's going on here? All right. You know, I got to ask what they said. Don't tell me something. Did you do something? What's going on here? No. Uh, wait, hang on. I don't even have a chat up. Um, oh, yeah. Um, don't tell mom's Pepe laugh tea time. That's weird. In trouble. Tell Am them I what? Muted? I'm They're baiting sure. you. Okay, I thought They're I was muted. They're 100% baiting. They, I I was baiting. See, they this have is what to happens. be baiting. This is what happens when this old man, like, I can't, I can't, I can't fucking play the games, man. I'll have them remuted. All right. So uh, let's 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 bring us back here to the main uh, the, the main topic we're going of the evening here uh, of your life yes. story. You know, and I really appreciate, you know, again, I, I was telling them before you while you were out that I, I usually there is a structure to the life story segment, but mm -hmm. yours was so unique and. I, the flow was so well done that I, I, you know, you're the first person to throw it out the window and let's just shoot it from the hip. And again, it's that improv and it's that, you know, that, that, uh, that nuance of it all that I enjoyed. I have never had to do this before. And so to, to freestyle oh. and just talk about mental health, talk about your life, talk about where you were, are, and, and hopefully going to be is what this is all about. And I love it. But I always like to talk a little bit about love and relationship. Because of I, course, yes. Yeah, this yeah. is the juicy shit, right? It's where you get the people get their money's worth here. So, um, before we even get into individual ones, I know you mentioned Jamie being the first one I heard, but in yeah. total, how many people have had that official significant other tag from you? Before uh, we get into them? Like 11? 11 of them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all right. Well, let's yeah. do this. What can let's I say? I'm a soda mod, dude. They all just right. swim. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's on me. That's on me. All right. When you're as a mom's online, formerly mom's for Christ user, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure it out first. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> having Fucking your name. <laughs> anyway. <go. laughs> oh yeah, dude. All right. All right, dude. You know how hard statistically on Tinder, African American women, Asian men, the least swiped upon. All right, and I still get plenty fed, my man. All right, so I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. All right. Okay. Fe I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah, sure, to my man. nice Filipino. I'm yeah. talking to my nice Filipino lady. You meant grind. You meant grinder, right? Not <laughs> Tinder. The amount, the amount of dudes that have hit on me on this platform is actually kind of impressive. It's made me. Well, maybe that's your calling. Maybe that's your calling. Clearly, clearly, you got to hit when the market's hot. 
but yeah, regardless not, reg nothing wrong with a bit of dick and ass right i mean yeah, on, you're personally not for me but hey it, 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 i don't see the thing nothing wrong don't give me the face and don't give me the fucking face don't give me the, don't give me the anywho so yeah let's start with the first one all right is the first one jamie uh my first relationship was in year four her name was bronte my first love Year four? We're going. Yes. How do you even remember year four? Okay. Oh, I remember Bronte. Trust me. Tell I me about her. Bronte. Yeah. What made her special? How'd you guys meet? Blonde. Uh, and she was really out there. And we played Kiss Chasey a lot. And uh, she liked playing games. And I like games. So we like Pokemon. So we drew Pokemon together. Mm. And I just got feelings really quickly. And so did she. And we dated for like, I think like two months. And you like you well, that's pretty good. That's pretty and we good. kissed. That was my first kiss. It was great. We did a little peck. It was mm -hmm. cool. We got shy, surrounded by friends. It was cool. Wait, you kissed in front of everyone? Yeah, like it was at lunchtime. And we're all standing oh. around on this little bridgey thing that was in the school. <laughs> yeah. And we kissed in the middle of it. It was like from a scene <laughs> from fucking like a movie, dude. And I always remember that. It was my first yeah. kiss. I was so nervous. I remember the fucking gut wrenching feeling. It was like, you know, it was great. They were like, kiss. Kiss, yeah. kiss. It's like kiss. the opposite you know of a fight. Kids do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> each other. And then, yeah, Dude. and uh, we split up mm. over the stupidest reason. Um, what she wanted to do boot scootin' baby at the school assembly. There was two choices, and you got to play in each because there was one after the other for performance for a school assembly. Mm -hmm. She wanted to do boot scootin' baby. You know, boot scootin' baby, driving me crazy. You know that song yeah. from way back when? That's <laughs> um, She wanted to do that. And the other option was um, um, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk or some shit, like like a musical oh. rendition of it. Yeah. And I wanted to do Jack and the fucking Beanstalk, okay? Because I was Jack. So I knew I was going to get rolled as Jack, right? Yeah. So I wanted to do that. It was fun. She didn't. We had an argument about it because she wanted to do it with me. And mm -hmm. then uh, we split up and she did Boot Scootin' Baby. What a bitch. Anyway, yeah. whatever. What, what a, a bitch. bitch. And this is where four. my obsession with train wrecks began. <laughs> Fucking women! Okay, anyway, that's a joke. <laughs> Squad fucking W. Stand your ground, boys. Because <laughs> all because of fucking Jack of the Beanstalk. It's true. You wanted to be the star, all right? And she yes. didn't get that. She didn't get it. Was she, she the star of Boots fucking, Baby? She didn't see my talent. No. The no. light. No. I was born for the spotlight. She didn't see that. And I'm not going to let any woman hold me back. <laughs> so she's, a, she, she's finished. She's to the side. Who was the yep. next one, and how old were you for that one? Uh, next one was in high school. I can't remember how old it was. I think it was year seven or okay. no, year eight, I believe, or year nine. And uh, her name was Tegan, and she mm. was six foot four, and I was really short at the time because I was young. And uh, she was ginger, and I was forced into that relationship. We dated for three days, and then I'm not proud of this, but I kissed another girl and told her about it. I never cheated <laughs> in my life past that point, Wait. but I kissed another girl. How do you tell her about it? Because that relationship was forced and I didn't want to be in it. And I didn't know how to. Yeah. What Was it forced because she was taller? Like, what do you mean it was forced? Well, I mean, the jokes were I needed a stepladder to reach her. So, I mean, there yeah. was that. Um, <laughs> but we kissed a couple of times, but I didn't like her. I was forced by friends. Like, you know, standing around in that group mentality again, yeah. peer pressure. You should date. You guys would be perfect. 
who the fuck saw that coming? A fucking guy who's like fucking literally five five with a yeah. six foot four fucking uh, ginger woman, literally a fucking Amazonian <laughs> at this fucking point. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't like her. Not because of the height. I just didn't like her, and I was forced into it. And I yeah, mm-hmm. I kissed another woman down this bridge that we used to hang out. And I told her the next day. She was sad, but we split on mutual terms. And mm. yeah. You're two for two on bridges, dude. Do you get hard every time around a bridge, dude? It's just you, you, you got to move there. That's apparently your place. That's apparently your happy place there. Yeah, I mean, uh, all the good things happen on bridges and all the bad things. I mean, we can always recall PewDiePie's bridge moment, but um, oh we won't God. mention that here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Let's <laughs> just wanted Fair to play. farm a little bit of emotes and chat. You got this. Fair play. You know Fair play. No, I got you. I got you. I feel it. Lisa, uh, so you you know you finish your thing in high school, which again sounds like a, a peer pressured relationship with this very tall yeah. ass woman. No problem yeah. being tall, just wasn't your vibe. So what happened to the next? You go on. We're on number three. Okay, all the other relationships were kind of just like on and off. They barely last a week or two or a mm-hmm. month. They're, they're not even worth mentioning at this fucking point. I'm going to be honest with you. Even the Jamie one, it's not worth Maybe. mentioning. My next significant relationship okay. was a girl called Jamie. And yes, it is a girl, is by it- the way, Chant. I know it's a boy name, but it's a girl, you fucks. I'm not gay. Um, and uh, we dated for a year. Mm-hmm. And I was going to marry her. Whoa. And we had plans to get engaged and I stuff like that. And I was working hard and studying at the same time. And we got a house together, not buy, but rent. Just me mm-hmm. and her, stuff like that. Got a dog and, you know, all the fucking homely shit. Yeah. Then, after a year, she fucking cheated on me. What a shock. Holy God. Um, She cheated on me um, with another guy, which is fine. She How'd you find me. out? The weirdest way. Uh, uh, we had a two-story house, and she was going out with friends, and she was rushing to go off. And I was like, why are you, you know, like, you know, you don't have to rush. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the person's pulled around the side. I'm going to go now she was going camping and i was like okay so i was like this seems weird dude i'm really good at reading people so i was like this is so odd for her mm-hmm. and then like i looked out the fucking window and it's a guy in a ute and she's like rushing off with him and so and so she came back from that and i was like how was camping after like three days and she's like yeah she's like i said you said you were going with uh your friend who was a girl mm-hmm. it was you and her and the and the dad yeah the dad picked me up Oh, he looked really young to be a fucking dad. He actually looked my age. And then she just broke down and said that, like, you know, I've actually fallen out of love and, like, the whole spiel. And then we just mm-hmm. split. And I left in the middle of the night and went and moved in with friends. And, yeah, it was all from how, there. And How did you know you wanted – I know this is going to be kind of reverse. Usually I would cut you off. But uh, how would you? how did you know you wanted to marry her? I thought I knew what love was. Turns out I didn't. I was just looking for some kind of stability, I guess, in somebody. Yeah. But I was using other people to fix myself. So it was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I, but I thought I loved her, but actually thinking back, no, I didn't at all. I just kind of like, I liked her a lot. I liked her as a person, but we never really loved each other, you know? We just threw it around like it was nothing. So I understood where the thing was coming from after a while of grieving and. Yeah, we just didn't love each other. I don't know why I thought that we did, but I guess it's just you never know. Young love, right? What is you get confused uh, with the emotions. What is love to you now? 
friendship. Best friends. Uh, and no, no um, controlling. They never try to change you. They, you want to be with each other for the best of the best and you want to encourage them to do the things that they want to do. Even if it's not exactly what you want from them, you encourage them. You never stop them from going out. You never stop them from doing anything. I've only ever been in controlling relationships, right? The one that I was going to mention next, her name, I won't mention yes. her name, was a messy one. And that was three years of a relationship. But um, yeah, I always, the controlling sucks. Mm. So I never control people. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's what I look for. <laughs> someone who wants me to do what I want to do to be happy, who doesn't need me 24 seven to, to, uh, you know, like they can do their own thing. I can do my own thing, you know? And that doesn't mean cheating. I'm talking about like hobbies, things you want to do. If I want to sit at my computer and sit on Twitch and watch fucking soda popping for fucking six hours, <laughs> as long as there's nothing going on that day, I should technically be allowed to, you know, yeah. just like if you want to go out and party with your friends, I'm going to be hundred percent trusting with you. I don't care. I'm not going to be like, you can't wear that. You can't do that. You can't have an OnlyFans. You can't do this. I'm very mm-hmm. like, I'm, you can yeah. fuck. Yeah. I trust you hundred percent. Whatever you want to do. If I love you, I'll support you. That's I what like I look for. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm. Let's let's go on to that next relationship. You said it lasted three years and it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. How did it start? Started by meeting each other at points in our lives where I was an alcoholic, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And she was also an alcoholic, pretty much. So we partied a lot and uh, into the same music. I was heavily into the post-hardcore scene and, like, I was a lead singer in a band and, like, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And she was really into that music. So we met through that and, uh, yeah, I really liked her. We ended up moving in together and yeah, we, we, I would say I loved her to an extent. Yeah. And she loved me where it went wrong. It was fine for two years where it went wrong was the last year. We both had mental illness. I had undiagnosed borderline. We didn't know at the time, but also bipolar. She had undiagnosed mental illnesses. We clashed. We, uh, fought every day. We were controlling each other. Like, you know, it got to the point where there was no trust and we'd control each other. We'd isolate ourselves away from all our friends. We had no friends anymore because it was just us. We pushed everyone else away. Um, And we started to change as people, negative, toxic. Um, There was never any abuse, like hitting or anything like that, but there was a lot of yelling between each other. She was drinking constantly and I'd quit. And uh, drinking makes me feel weird around people. And she would get weird and corner me and stuff and, uh, and not realize what she was doing, which is fair. Um, and we ended up just going on a break and then splitting during that break. And I moved out and it was hard. That was the beginning of 2020, the very beginning, like December, the end of December, uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. And I moved in here and it was very difficult. Three years is a lot of time. That's a lot of history. That's a lot of memories, whether good or bad. What did you learn Mm -hmm. about that relationship? I never wanted to change for anybody. I needed to do what I needed to do. I need to have friends. I need someone who let me do freedom of what I wanted to do. Uh, she didn't like streaming. She didn't want me to stream. Said I was going nowhere with it, which is fair. Um, I wanted to stream. She wanted a stable relationship with someone who wanted kids in a normal life. Two separate things, right? We just never identified that early on. So we clashed there. So it wasn't allowed to stream. She couldn't live a normal life. It's not her fault, right? We're both sick. I did some wrong things. She did some wrong things. We, we're, by the way, to clarify, we're both best friends now. That's awesome. 
talk, help each other. I still see her, like, mm. as in, like, as friends. We've gone out and had dinner together and lunch, talked, and we got over our stuff, and it's great. We went out with a friendship. Why waste that, right? Three years of life wasted. Why not leave with good friends? It's fantastic. She's a fantastic person and no hate towards her. She has no hate towards me. It's beautiful, right? Um, but, yeah, I realized from that relationship I needed to be myself because I needed to find myself again because I didn't know who I was still during that relationship. I'd never actually truly been alone to find myself. So that's what I learned. I needed to find myself and be who I was and people need to accept that. And if they come into my life and I allow them to come into my life, they need to be fully accepting that they're never going to change that. If I stream, I stream. You can't stop me. If you've, and just like, if you want to do something, go for it, be passionate because passion, you need a good balance of friendship outside of the relationship. You need your friends. Mm. They need their friends. You can mm. never isolate from that or their family or whatever. You need separate hobbies or hobbies that you both enjoy. You need to do them on your own. And you need the freedom of being able to just have 100% trust and like do what you want to do, right? There's no limits. There's no holdbacks. You know, I that's what I learned from that relationship. Is this the most, is this the last relationship you've had since? Yes, yes. I slept with one other person uh, at after three months of being single um, because everyone was telling me just, you know, the whole motto, yeah, forget somebody yes. by getting yeah. under somebody so else. Stupid. And I felt disgusting. So I stupid. used to, I'm not going to lie. I used to sleep around when I was younger. Sure. A lot. I slept with a lot of girls, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm not going to shy away from that. Um, sure. One night stands, you know, repetitive things, stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, friends of benefits. I've done a lot of that. And I thought I was going to return to the same, but I slept with this one person. Number one, she wouldn't leave my house, which is weird. She also smoked all my cigarettes. Fucking weird champ. Um, But secondly, I felt disgusting. And I realized that I needed to form emotional connections of people. And that's when I realized that I'd changed. I didn't even know I changed, but I wanted a a special somebody. I didn't want to on one night stand anymore. Yeah. So yeah. that was my last time I slept. Okay. And I slept with one other person, but that was a mistake too. I hit it and I thought we were going to date and we didn't. She returned to being a stripper slash prostitute. I'm over here. She, about actually, she actually became, she used to be a prostitute. She quit. Then uh, she started being a prostitute when we were dating again. I'm not going to name names, but I thought she was going to be uh, a relationship, but it, uh, it didn't. Yeah, I've never told chat that, so that's a big out right there. There you go. Exclusives here, man. I was over here about to give you a wholesome, you know, moment. And then over here, I was like, all right, man, you know, you're done slanging dick. And you're just over here. Oh, and there's one just, you know, stripper, whatever, you know. Oh, there it is. This and that. Holy cow, man. Let's 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 go back to that relationship. The the three year one. All right. Uh, You said that that's what you've learned. You know, out of curiosity, okay, I understand you've you've said that you've gotten dinners and this was purely platonic. Is there any chance of rekindling that down the road? No, not at all. We're friends. Like that line's been crossed. You learn that some people and people will tell you all the time you can't be friends with girls as a guy, or girls can't be friends with guys as a, a girl. Right? It's not true at all. And I learned that through that relationship that we would have been better off friends from the start. It should never have gone relationship, right? I'm grateful for the time I spent and she is too, but we know that it's never like, we're always going to be friends. And 
that line, when I draw that line, I draw that line. Mm. That's it. Like in my head, I've mentally sealed you as a friend. It's, I guess it's friend zoning, but she feels the same way. So it's not, it's like, it's neutral. It's mutual I like friend it. zoning. It's like a double. I'm getting flooded with DMs right now. So hang on. Is she watching this fucking interview? Go shoot. No, she's not. Okay. Woo! Right. Sheesh. I didn't want to be in between that well, one. Gonna, I thought she was going to come in and fact check me or something. Maybe I said something wrong. You're fucking know. wrong, and It's actually this, this. Is, no, no, no. I got yeah. it. That's I not the it. time that that happened. It was this time. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry. What are you... Um. So let's talk about this this moment of singleness right now in your life. Yeah. Right? You're, you're, yeah. you're a free agent. I'm assuming... Are you still loving the single life so much that you're not looking to pursue anything more? Or is it more if it comes, it comes? Where's your mind at in terms of relationships and love? Okay, so I thought I, 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 okay, I won't lie. Uh, towards halfway through the year, I did kind of want to date someone. Uh, she knows who she is. Uh, she's a big figurehead on Twitch and YouTube. We, I'm not going to name names. Um, so I made that quite obvious. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, shut up, chat. I'm reading what you're saying. Anyway, <laughs> yes, it was B. Shut the fuck up. But also, we, we ended up realizing that we were friends. Yeah. And that's great. And I have no like relationship or feelings for her or anything. So that's mm-hmm. good. We never progressed chat. Shut the fuck up. Okay. That's been long gone. You guys just got fed into the fucking bullshit. That was me and her mm-hmm. pretending. Okay. Mm-hmm. For fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, shit. Yeah. There's, there might be someone in the future in the that maybe, okay. maybe in the works. Yeah. I like, like it. right now. Yeah. Like right now, holy God. Again, I'm not here to name names. I'm not here to get you dead to rice. Let's, uh, before we get into, you know, all that jazz, let me ask you your single life then. What have you learned during this moment of you time? I've learned to be confident in myself. I've learned that I needed to address my issues, my problems, and work on myself with like that. I've learned to enjoy my own company again. I've learned to bring out my personality, my true personality, and not hide it away online or IRL. Mm. I've learned to state my own opinions and not be scared of what other people may think. Um, I've learned to rely on myself more and to trust my feelings. Um, I've also learned not to let my opinion be swayed by other people's opinions. If I truly believe my opinion is right. Um, and I've learned to do the things that make me happy instead of being people Mm. telling me I can't do something. I can do something. People told me my entire time. I, uh, Twitch don't do Twitch. It's not worth your time. It's worth my time. I love doing it. So who are you to fucking tell me I can't do it. Right. Mm. So I've learned all these things. I also learned that males and females can be friends. Uh, uh, you know, I've also learned that, uh, yeah, I've learned all of this over time. It's awesome. it like this year has been a big learning experience. It's been great. I found myself. You can't tell. I found myself. I'm fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm slowly learning who I am again. And it's been great. For any How big females- is the chair? I'm leaning down. Oh. <laughs> they think I'm short. I'm just, I'm slooped. You fucking it. Look. I'm taller you. than the fucking chair. That's, Fuck off. That's anyway, you. sorry. That's all of you. That's all of you. <laughs> this is part of the romantic history. How tall am I? Yeah. That's all of you, my man. I'm 5'10". Perfect. 
It's I mean, a good I'm, height. Women, women statistics. There was a you're five ten. Women I'm, say I'm that five ten is six, the perfect dude. count. I'm a, I'm a hobbit. Dude. Oh, you're five even, six. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'll fit in your fucking pocket. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Don't. I'm so sorry. It happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. All right. Even oh. though there's a saying. Hey. Um, there's a saying. Never meet your hero. So I will never see you again. <laughs> Look, at least you can live with the fact that you're <laughs> a little bit taller or the same height as Tyler One. I mean, that's fine. Otherwise, I mean, if he can get a good-looking girl like Michaela, uh, I'm sure. All right, all right. Uh, hey, same with Miz. All right, same with Miz. He's how tall is Miz? Okay, Miz's relationship is a paid one. We all know it's acted. All right, like you have no hope of affording a girl like Maya. Okay? Yo, she's Filipino, man. In my heart, I was like, damn, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. What? Don't give me this. What? What? What, Amp? What? It's okay, man. It's okay. Will, Can we move I'm, on? I will. I'm feeling a little. I don't want to bring down the mood. Can we move on? Listen, I will interview my way to the fucking top there. All right. <laughs> if I gotta, uh -huh. I gotta, if I gotta make it there, I gotta make it there. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm a big gambler, baby. I'm Keep a gambler. Hope. Keep love that crafts. Hope, I love crafts. It. All right. Don't give me snake eyes, baby. So, uh, the last thing here, let me ask for any, uh, let's assume you were single. Let's assume you weren't talking to any ladies right now. All right. Okay. The last question I have about your romantic histories or even romantic relationships in general is what kind of woman do you vibe with most i don't like saying what are you most attracted to i mean we've kind of covered i can tell you both anyway but shoot well sure. i kind of figured but yeah go ahead okay i really like girls who have their own thing and they own it like you know like you know like they have their own hobbies passions things that they enjoy i like girls who are really out there and like outspoken and like to say their mind and like they're loud and like they're like full of energy and bubbly dude. And like, they match my energy. Right. I mm. love that. I also like girls again, who don't like try to change people. Uh, I really love girls who are not overly tall, obviously. Um, I like, uh, yeah, like they have their own passions and drives. I am a huge, huge, huge Kuma for girls who are weebs. I like girls who are weebs. I find it cute and who do cosplays. Cosplay girls can ruin my life. Um, I also like them to match me sexually. I like to mm -hmm. be very experimental in the bedroom, very high energy. I like to choke and all kinds of shit, cosplay, all that kind of stuff. I like them to match me with that because sex is a very important factor in a relationship, as you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I really like, yeah, I like girls who are like, uwu cute, I guess. It's like a little thing of mine. Like, you know, like, ooh, you know, like. Cute. You know that you know what I'm talking about. I got you. I got you. I got you. I also like a fat ass and fat. Okay. Can I ask about the role playing thing? Is that allowed? Am I allowed to ask you what was the what was the situation you guys role played? I'm not asking names. I just want to know the situation. Oh, I haven't done it yet. Oh, oh, no. Do you know what you'd like to role play? Yeah, she dresses up as zero two and fucking rides me. Anyway, um, or or. Um, this is going to sound weird. Okay, the more you a, preface she has, this. She has a collar on, right? With a little mm. chain, but mm. I can, it's not for lead her around like a pet, but it's to make her fucking suck my, yeah, you know, like, yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's a little weird. No, 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 I'm not going to, I'm not going to kink shame you, dude. That's, that's against the rules. That's against the rules. But I feel that. Chat, 
Okay, chat, you're lying to me if you're saying you wouldn't try that shit. At least I'm honest with myself. There you right. go. I like and she the has to like and she has to at least like anal a little bit, okay? Like I wanna I wanna if I if we're dating, I want all of you. Every bit. Okay. Ever, I'm taking all of it. Have you ever taken a trip to Brown Town? Yes. There you go. The man knows what he likes, guys. All right, stop chastising him. The man knows what he likes. He's confident in it. I respect it. I respect that deeply. I'm very confident in the bedroom, and I know what I want. And I'm also in charge, so don't even fucking think mm -hmm. about taking over, because I'll fucking put you in your place, okay? <laughs> Fuck off. It's the only place. It's the only place where I feel like I'm better than women. So there you go. It's the only <laughs> place where I'm not. It's not equality. I am the god. I am Squad W. Fuck off. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> That's where I release my, that's where I uncage myself, as Trainwrecks would say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, like that's it. my perfect. I also don't like my girls to be overly, um, I don't like, this is just a personal preference. I'm sure. not body shaming. I like girls with a little bit of, you know, figure. I like mm -hmm. a little bit of bum, boob, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And then they yeah. know they're kind of, I like girls who know they're, who know they're, you know, good looking, mm -hmm. but also don't make that their entire personality. They have to have oh, yeah. some kind of personality. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't find sure. I can be sure. I can see someone's attractive, but if their personality is dog shit, I'm like, yeah. we have nothing. It's Sorry. a fleeting, like physical appearance. That's a fleeting asset. Like that's not going to stay mm -hmm. forever. If you can't stay interesting, if you can't be like nice to hang yeah, out you're not going to date. No, it's over. It's sure, over. it's good for probably good for a one night stand. Sure. Great, like yeah. you come and you run, but like yeah. past that, what do you got in common? She's dribbling in the corner, not knowing what to do, eat for fucking breakfast, thinking about it for half a day, and you're already fucking done two tasks, and you're fucking already set for the day. You know what you're doing. You you've got all that in line. What the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> I don't want to make all your life decisions for you. Fucking, yeah. you know, stand up for yourself. You know, equality. Yeah. Like, you know equal i also like i also like to be on equal grounds with my partner mm. in everything everything mm. is equal like you have just as much as a right of anything as i do you know like mm -hmm. like i also am a big believer in equality in general people think i'm a sexist but i just joke about sexist jokes i'm actually mm -hmm. all for equality i mm. believe women deserve just as much rights as men mm. i love that uh, you, mm. again well-rounded story we're getting the full i feel like the full aspect of all right, he could, he could throw it. He's throwing his shit. But we also understand that it's in good uh, favor and heart. Mr. M, I appreciate your life story, man. But we're going to go on to the community questions here, okay? Ah, oh, fuck. Community so, questions? Are they even any? There are a good, a good chunk here. So Oh, <laughs> shit. Some of them, there's, there's a couple rules with this, all right? I'm going to read them to you. I haven't read them, clearly. These are just off the top of the dome. This is coming from Okay, everyone. that's really cool and all. Didn't ask. I'm going to go for a You need a dart? Ah. Okay, fucking see. This is, uh, guys, this is. <laughs> what a motherfucker, dude. What a piece. I'm over here. I want to eat some Honey Nut Cheerios with some almond milk, all right? That's what I had planned for the, this evening after all of this. But Ms. M is just he's got other plans all right he wants this this is the never-ending interview apparently this is, <laughs> this is i will never be able to move this interview i don't even have to go pee guys i don't even have to fucking go pee king of the stall i know i like it though i you know i'm gonna be honest with you after this show after this show i thought to myself or during this show i i, I had an epiphany i was like i need to make another show so i can i can get I can get more, like, I want to bring, bring back the reoccurring guests because, man, talking to with Amp is just so much fucking fun. 
So my new mission right now is to make a fourth show. I'm making a fourth show. All right, take your shirt. <laughs> what the fuck? How's the jug going, moms? What jug? What jug are you talking about? What jug are you talking about? Stop stalling. I'm not stalling, guys. I'm just I'm waiting on the man to finish the dart. Mom's asking about his relationship with Screo real quick. He forgot. Type that one in. Type that one in, Charlie, please. Can you type that one in? I 100% will. <coughs> it's a well of content. He's so easy to talk to. I think that's the biggest thing is like I, I 100% agree that it. you do have to kind of take a little bit of his shit. You got to take his shit, but you also got to shoot a little bit back like. Ah, uh, you just gotta take it with. You have to have a thicker skin, man. If you don't, if you don't understand the concept of him being, not really being serious about most of his shit, or just the spray fire of comments, you're in for a bad time. But this has been a fantastic. This reminds me again of an old friend. It's like I haven't seen him in years, and now we're catching up on life that we missed. Uh, M did something epic while you were gone, right, chat? The fuck did he do? Thicker foreskin always help. Okay, guys. <laughs> this is now the truth. This is now the truth of uh, you guys are so nice at the top of the hour, at the top of the show. Hi, moms. Yeah, this is a great con. Now you guys are just like, fucking, where's the foreskin? Where's the foreskin? Shoot your shit. <laughs> when he gets back asking about relations, just write it, Charlie. Just write it down. I'm not going to remember, man. I'm just sitting here. This is such a good interview, though. I appreciate that, squad, man. I appreciate that. What the fuck is that? Lol W. Oh, my gosh. We've waited long enough. Foreskin now. Okay. <laughs> Enough's enough, guys. I want the foreskin. Show it, please. I'm not docking any of you guys. Who here is cut? Who here is cut and uncut? Can we have a, a poll in the, in the chat about who has, who has the, the, the turtleneck around their cock and who doesn't? Cut gang. Cut gang. Uh, you barely got a hold of him, moms. Eh, that's what it's all about, Em. That's what it's all about. You got to let him loose. You, he'll know what to do. Uh, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not running, we're not fucking running the poll, Parker. All right, jeez. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it, guys. It's fine. It's fine. I'll run the fucking poll. No, oh, no. Yeah. Fuck no. Uh, oh, my gosh. And you're bringing in. Wow, let's <laughs> right as you come in, thank God there's a raid here. Yo, Brit Balls, thanks so much for the raid. Dude, you raided the wrong people. Okay, Fuck this get the fuck out of here. I am getting fuck this out. is this is this is slowly turning into the Eric Andre show. Wait, Brit Balls? Who the fuck is this? Oh, you That's gotta, a girl. You gotta know who Brit Balls. You gotta throw some respect on Brit Balls' name. She's okay, been playing let me look. Some, you gotta check her out, man. She's she also she loves uh, right after interview with her, man. She went straight with the darts, man. She was going off. I love it. She she's got great oh, energy. Shit. Oh, that's cool. She saw it. She saw it. All right, and I'm gonna read you uh, uh, as many as I can. Again, any one of these that are more reactionary. This is just the community saying what they want. We'll say it. Give the reaction. We'll move on. If it's a question, you can always pass it. Doesn't matter. All right. So okay. First one here says. Uh, why are you the second best soda mod? Obviously behind Harry Blopper, who has a much cooler name with the correct amount of RS. I am the number two mod behind Volps HD. Thank you very much. Who is literally more NPC bot than he is a fucking human being when it comes to modding. Harry Blooper is a pretender who was only modded because soda felt bad for him. Um... So all of that is factually incorrect that he's stating, and uh, he's such a fucking loser. 
And he's also poor. Imagine being poor. Poor yeah. loser poor, yeah. and a poor megalol. Yeah. <laughs> Next poor one here says, fucking loser. <laughs> Next one here says, "Okay, M, when the fuck are you gonna add MP Pog? It's been months, man. For Weird Heart." Um, so I'm gonna add it the moment the deal was. I'll add it if I can fuck his mom. So I still haven't received any number or confirmation on that. And uh, until that happens, it's gonna stay unadded. It's just how it is. I don't know who fucking asked that, but fuck you. Yeah, of course. Uh, it says next one here just is a command. It says play Skiro Yukuma. Oh, Sekiro. Sekiro. What is that all about? Yeah, uh, so Sekiro is a game. It's really fucking boring. It's literally Dark Souls, but Ninja Weeb. Wah! You know, like that shit. And mm -hmm. uh, I tried playing it on stream, and it's fucking boring as fuck. And chat interaction was at an all-time low, and we all felt the fucking sleeper pulling in. So I said to myself, yeah. hey, some games are good to stream, some aren't. And mm -hmm. that is a game that is not good to stream. I was bored. You were bored. We were all fucking bored. As much as mm -hmm. you fucking asked me to play it, you know it was fucking boring. So shut the fuck up. I'm never fucking finishing it. Eat my fucking ass. Lick the inside of my colon. And just fuck off. Like, I'm not playing. They get every streamer under the sun. Hey, I'm fucking B. Vey, bay. Fucking all these random streamers to fucking clip themselves saying, Empire, Travis, play Sekiro. <laughs> I'm not playing Sekiro. Yeah. Oh, that's it's even awful. that's even better. I didn't realize they actually get the fucking other streamers to be clipped to you. How can you resist saying, "Hey, I'm B," telling you to play? It's Isn't that? It's quite easy. You go XQCL. Fuck you. I'm not playing Sekiro. <laughs> yeah. uh, another one. Just reaction. Nice six point eight inch cack. There you go. Fair enough. That's no point. problem. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. You're welcome. Thoughts on stopping smoking this year? Empire L. MPL. MPL. All right. Uh, yes, I am stopping smoking this year. I'm mm -hmm. just waiting for my mental health to stabilize a little bit more because yes. I was advised by my psychologists and the med medical team mm -hmm. that quitting a habit of a long period of time is very stressful on your brain and mental state. So I have to wait. And as soon as I feel stable enough, I will quit. I don't want to do it anymore. It's gross. My breath smells sometimes. Yuck, dance game. I constantly need water. Mm -hmm. But I will admit that smoking is omega fucking cool. All right. Everything is enhanced by having a cigarette in your hand. You just look way too cool. <laughs> so it's going to be hard to get rid of. But you know what? Do you know I'm what? I'm sort of, yeah. Do you know what method you want to get rid of it? Nicotine package, uh, packages, gum, cold turkey, baby. Myself. Cold, cold turkey. turkey. Damn, you you stronger than most. That's tough. That's tough. Mm. Uh, here's one here. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna sh well shoot. Um, Empire. That's me. Would you go back in the past to stop yourself from doing the Pokemon thing right before you get banned? Pepe La. The long pause no. was written in there. What is the Pokemon no. thing? Uh well, if you type my name in Google and you go to images or news, you'll see that I'm tagged with Pokemon a lot all over YouTube and uh, UK Daily Mail and all other kinds of form of media. It's because I pulled up a photo of Pokemon on stream a while ago before I was partnered, mm. and I kissed her behind saying, Pokemon Queen, because it was a meme. It was a joke, you know, Pokemon Queen. Oh, you of know? course, of course. No, I would not go back. Mm. Um, I thought it was comedy gold. It still is comedy it's gold. It's still good. And it's a solid bit. There's no point in regretting it because it was fun as fuck. And also, I got a fucking 31 day holiday. Get fucked, dude. What? That's... There it is. You got it. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. Um, yeah. 
Uh, just curious as to why all soda popping mods are such huge chads, since Emp is one he must know. Well, you see, Soda himself is quite an attractive male. He's very like himself. He's a chad. He smokes cigarettes. You know, all the fucking kit caboodle. Um, wealthy, successful. Lots of girls want his dick. So, vicariously, so if you put that into perspective, the mods are a reflection of you. So every mod that he brings on board is technically of that, except with the Harry Blooper, because he was a sympathy mod. Flowbro's a mod as well, absolute Chad. Volps, absolute Chad. Jazzy Cat, absolute female Chad. Mm -hmm. Like, they're all just really fucking great people and fucking, you know, yeah. It's just how it is. Soda brings in people that he thinks are amazing, so. That's nice. Yeah. Emp, if your iPhone gets broken, would you repair it or replace it with a not-scammy reliable and overall better brand <laughs> scammy <laughs> they're saying that apple is a scam i understand no, i, I understand love this. fucking apple it's great shut the fuck up iphones are good ipads are good imacs and macbooks suck dick okay fair. i'll That's be the fair. first to admit it but iphones are good and no i will not i'll get it repaired because it's just cheaper and like why i get rid of something that it's still functional i don't mm-hmm. care what should people do uh, when they're with someone having an episode, what shouldn't slash should we do? An episode, as in like manic, when you're like, I would assume illness. Like, yes. What you shouldn't do is uh, get aggressive. And um, secondly, what you should do is isolate yourself away from the person and find a space where you can be quiet and listen to music, or distract yourself. And don't let them follow you in it. Make sure you communicate with them and let them know that you're not you know, trying to run away from your problems. You're trying Mm -hmm. to compose yourself. You have to. When people chase you from room to room with it and continue it, it's toxic. Mm -hmm. So that's what you should do. Try and be as straightforward as you can. Remove yourself and try and calm down. However long that takes is how long it takes. And telling people to calm, yeah, cries right. Telling people to calm the fuck down doesn't calm them down, believe it or not. Crazy, I know. Wow, mental illness is crazy like that. Yo, by the way, calm the fuck down. You're suicidal and you're fucking going off the rails. Calm down, by the way, forehead. It's easy. Shut the fuck up. It's not, all right? Eat my fucking dick. Don't tell people to calm down, you patronizing pieces of shit. Fucking let them calm. They know they have to calm down. They're not fucking dumb. They are aware of it. So don't tell them that. <laughs> truth, truth, truth. I heard something. Uh, it says here, hey, man, uh, how do you go about reaching out to people slash friends without feeling like you're being a burden or bringing them down with your problems? Like, I want to reach out to some of my friends, but I feel like I don't want to bring them down at all. Well, newsflash, this is going to be blunt. I'm going to tell it to you straight. They're not your friends. If they feel like you're a burden, they're not your friends. They, I guarantee if they had issues, they'd come to you. But if you can't go back to them and you can't talk to them openly and get help, they're not your friend. They really aren't. I know it's brutal to think, and you're probably thinking about your friendships right now, and you're probably like, fuck, they did that to me. Well, newsflash, they're not your fucking friend. They don't care. It's called selfishness. And also, um, like, like... It's as simple as if you reach out, right? If someone reached out to me and I wasn't in the right mind space to to handle it at the time, I'm not just going to ignore you, don't know what you. You would say something along the lines of, hey, thank you, you know, 
I'm not good right now, but the moment I am, I promise I'll get back to you. It's as simple as that, right? You don't have to fucking don't know all and ignore them and move away from the fucking issue. Like, look, like there's just communication is key in everything. And if your friends aren't willing to communicate with you, then they're not good friends. That's just how it is. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Um, I can't fucking express how proud of you. Uh, I am of you. Uh, you've made it this far. I want to take uh, my time saying you're always loved by us, your community. And we will always have your back. Remember that part says interesting. And then in parentheses, it says not M interesting. You fucking cunt. You've been getting it wrong for a fucking year and a half. Please get it right. You're just feeding. We're just feeding it to interesting right now. We're feeding it to Yo, M interesting. Suck my fucking cock. And thank you for the kind words. Much love. Seriously. But you think I'm going to call you by your right name? You're fucking wrong. Eat my dick. Um, mm. <laughs> much love. I really appreciate those kind words, M. I do seriously. What's this? Thank hey, you. Hey, M. How was taking off your shirt while mom's was gone? What the hell is this? What is going on here? Huh? Wait, what? Repeat that. That was hey, weird. Hey, M. How was taking off your shirt while mom's was gone? You got a snitch in here? We got that's a snitch that, in here, guys. No, no, that's weird. I never did that. That's such, what? Oh, we'll, we'll Maybe they're out. confusing my stream with yours. I may possibly, possibly. Must yeah, that's that's weird. Can we can we skip that one? That's yeah, we'll, a weird yeah, one. yeah, we'll skip that one. Uh, you know, the guests yeah. can skip, of course. Mm. Um, hey, Emp. Ever since you called me a Chad, my self confidence boosted a lot. Heart, thanks, man. Sinbad. Oh, uh, dude, that was during that was during um people revealing their faces on um uh, we did like a viewer face reveal thing. Mm -hmm. So I could get to know people better, put a face to the name sort of thing. I meant that, dude. You you looked really good, and uh, you should fucking be more confident in yourself for sure. Yeah, Simbad, much love, man. No problem. I call it as I see it, man. So uh, I like that. It goes. Did you get tat? Did you get tattoos because of anything in the past? And do you think it'll change your future? I got tattoos on my arms to cover cutting scars. Um to begin with none of my tattoos really have that much meaning but then i kind of just got addicted to tattoos and i just got more and more as life went on and uh i like them uh even though sometimes i feel like i'm judged heavily for them i don't think i would change i do want to get more but i'm waiting i'm waiting so and they're not going to change anything in the future or anything like that i don't think to be honest i really doubt it unless maybe of course i go back to the normal workforce in which case then yeah maybe it will but like yeah uh, okay. I'm not. It makes oh. your dick look super big. Thank you, Rabu. I'm glad somebody noticed. This one's from Charlie, all right? This one's from Charlie, and I'm just going to read I'm doing this a favor. He goes, is Travis' relationship with Sekiro good? <laughs> I'm assuming that's the game still. Can we skip that <laughs> fucking one? I'm sick of fucking repeating. It's just Charlie. It's Charlie. Of course, point. of course. It's Charlie. Uh, oh my god! Here comes Malvik. Here, I told you. You told me we were gonna make a song together. Oh, uh, when you have the time, I'm free for about two months now. They are grandstanding now. They are, these are personal Yo, favors. Okay, okay, dude. I have this fantastic idea for a song, Malvik. You're gonna love it. It's about train wrecks. 
with a mix of 21 in there. Okay, dude, because you know how much he loves 21, but we're going to voice over it and I have the perfect lyrics for it to fit in perfectly. It is going to fucking slap. Okay, I have this great idea and uh, yeah, I need to get on to you about it. I'll DM you tonight and uh, let you know basically what it's about, but he's going to love it. So I think it'll be good. And I couldn't think of anyone better to do it with than you, Melvick, because you're really talented with music, sir. We're going into emotes right now. Give me your favorite BTTV, Global, Pepe, and Gachi emotes. Boy. Okay, my favorite Gachi emote is Gachi Hyper, of course, Classic. because it just shaky red man. It just it stands out and it represents coming sexy men and empowering men in general. Fantastic emote, all for that. Yeah. Um, BTTV, my favorite emote currently for BTTV would probably be fuck that's a hard one fuck to be honest it's it, it will be and always will be spilled fucking glue to be honest i really like spilled glue it really represents me Just and a lot of it. people yeah beats it spilled glue is a fantastic emote man it's about you know someone who accidentally spilled some fucking glue and he's got to clean it up you know yes, male yeah. or female um Global. My favorite FFC. Okay. Oh, global. My favorite global. Okay. My favorite global. I would have said PogChamp, to be honest with you, but we had to yeah. change now. So now my favorite global emote would probably be, and it has to go to TryHard. So, mm. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. TryHard's a good one. Um, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Um, uh, favorite FFC. It will be and always will be wide people happy, which also happens to be one of my, and my favorite Pepe emote in general would be Sag. I like Sag a lot. Sag is so, yeah, I love Sag. Sag is a good emote. A lot of them just very relate too relatable. Yeah. It's like one of the two emotes, right? So like happy and sad, like they're great. They're so universally used, very versatile. And yeah. Uh, are there any streamers you don't get along? Oh, wait, is there? I'm gonna read it verbatim. Is there any streamers you don't get along now, big or small, that you regret whatever happened with? Yes. Uh, Moneybug is one of them. Uh, yeah, I regret that interaction entirely. Um, uh, the entire nearly the entirety of the OCE streaming community, they're all very money hungry and fame hungry, and I don't like their mentality towards things. They're also backstabby, which I don't like a lot of them. I'm not roping them all in together, just I'm not gonna name names. There's a lot yes. of them mm-hmm. um in the beginning that I don't like. Um and that was just my interaction with the OCE community in general. Um, mm-hmm. which is why my community is NA and EU. <laughs> um I mainly. Yeah. Yeah, um, they just don't understand Twitch as a nutshell because OC is very new to Twitch because, you mm-hmm. know, we had shitty internet for so long, et cetera, et cetera. So I get it, but, like, I'm just not going to interact. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. It's not really anyone else. I, I don't hate easily. I still think hate's a long, wrong, uh, strong word. Two more of these. One of them. Oh. A loaded question. It's, Here a loaded, we go. It's, a, it's so self-serving. It's a very self-serving question. And and I personally, it's one of two questions. Usually I'm user yeah, I usually have to read out who's your favorite mod, which is not the question. But this question is who's your favorite chatter? 
it's like choosing between like you're a parent with kids like that's not gonna work but i'll let you have uh, i don't really have favorites um chat's all gonna say me smile but exactly. um i don't have any favorites i really don't like there's no favorites there are people who Look, I'll just say Lecky because everybody loves Lecky. I mean, everyone here is going to say Lecky. Like, everyone loves Lecky. There's not a single person in this chat from my community who doesn't love Lecky. Let's is, be honest. Why is Lecky so universally loved? Because Lecky is Lecky, and he is the biggest coomer I've ever seen, and he's unapologetically himself, and he puts himself in chat, offline or on. He's always there. He always talks. He tries to make everyone happy. And he's just good. Like, he's just, yeah, I don't like the question because, like, it doesn't mean that Lecky's better than anyone Thank else. You. It's not what I'm saying. Agreed. But Lecky is, Lecky is just a really good, I think, a really cool person in chat. Like, I, every, everyone here is saying Lecky, why people are happy and true Lecky. Like, everyone loves Lecky. Like, he's just great. Like, Lecky, you can't hate Lecky. Like, yeah, it's just really, yeah, I like Lecky. I think he's cool. I see a lot of myself in Lecky. So there you go. Apparently, he also The cooming side of it. He also exactly. sends me porn. That's what I was going to so say. It's great. <laughs> yeah, apparently. He also, said, he also carries the NSFW section in Discord heavily. So, and all his suggestions, everyone Craig has them. So he's got good taste. All right, good. All right. So, anywho, this last message here it goes Yeah. Hey, Amp, it's I. Uh, I'm a new frog to all your stuff, mm -hmm. but I've stuck in your streams a lot and I've learned a lot about you, but also myself. Hearing this tonight has me in tears because I needed to hear something from someone I look up to. You mean a lot to me, homie. And I appreciate your existence. Thank you, Psychic. I appreciate that, man. If it helped, it helped, dude. I know you're going through a lot and uh, I hope it does shine light that there is things that you can look up to. You know, like, I wouldn't say look up to me. Like, I don't think you should pedal, put anyone on a pedestal, but um, I appreciate it nonetheless. Love you, man. Always. Seriously. Thank you. And also, don't, uh, a big thing, don't mention time. Who cares, dude? It's like time in chat means fucking nothing. There are people who have spent like fucking two and a half years in my chat and don't come around anymore who treated me like absolute garbage. Does that mean that they're better than anyone else? Hell fucking no. Mr. Amp, all right, we've we've reached the final part of the show. Okay, but before, okay. Before we do any of that, I you know much like anything else in life, this isn't free. So I need you to do me two things. The first thing is, do you you have the chat open right now? You have the stream open? Yeah. Can you check who's watching right now? If you could, if you could choose a name, any name. That isn't myself, a mod, or a current VIP. Uh, mm -hmm. That would be great. Just choose any. It's a good thing. There's no. There's no. Uh, fuck. Um, fuck. Uh, 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 um. Yo, fucking. Uh... Uh, fuck. They're all gonna say me. I hate oh, that. Get it? Just randomly. Yo, um, fucking, yo, we'll just go, yo, Mr. Melvick, there you go, there you go, it's the name that stood out, there you go, Mr. Melvick, what up? Mr. Melvick, what you won, you got VIP, and so the rules here are simple, Hulk! there you go, of course, 
You got to choose any name. Oh, thank you so much, Barker. Any name there, any of those five names, that isn't Kermentals because he just got taken out too. Uh, someone DM'd me. Someone uh, received Meg's double zero, earned it uh, with his channel points, one per stream. But I need you to choose one name there, Mr. Melvick. Any name. Don't worry. They're not watching. Even if they do, you got the final say. So I just need you to take someone out for me, all right? Yeah, fuck them, dude. Who cares? Just fuck those bitches. Absolutely, just... Mr. Melvick, get VIP, man. You yeah. claimed that bag. Should I be awake for this? You got it. All right. Yeah, fuck that pussy off, dude. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, right. What a bitch. He's my editor. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy fucking clap, Mr. Melvin. Uh, you take that fucking position. <laughs> All right, man. All right. One more thing. Um, one more thing. Yeah. You, uh, you've gone through the ringer with me, man. We've spent mm -hmm. about, you know, over three and a half, three and a quarter, uh, 45 minutes, hours here uh, talking about your life, about your experience on Twitch about mental health, about your journey and where you've been, gone, and where you'd like to be. We talked about mm -hmm. your romantic history. We even got to address some of the questions here in the community tonight. So one thing that I always ask uh, is, you know, my vision of Twitch is so limited, not just because I haven't been here for that long, but because there's only so many, uh, so many hours in the day. Um, so what I'm asking you is, who would you like to watch here and go through the exact same experience that you have had? as well oh shit like streamer yes uh usually we try to keep it within someone who has a community i know i dm this because uh the whole community questions aspect is kind of the they're saying be or soda but i'm gonna be honest dude if you reach out to yeah. be or soda they're probably just gonna don't know all because they're really busy um they're good people they just fucking they they're very tight with their thing um i've actually you know what the, go ahead I think I think Zoyle would be a really good pick. He's a he's like one of my best friends, and I have, yeah, I think I've, he would. This is this is the worst part, all right? And I'll I'll take that. I've actually talked to Zoyle, and we were this close getting the show booked because uh, Craze booked him. He's like, "Yo, Zoyle. okay," and so we did it. But then he went MIA, and I tried like we DM'd a little bit. Like he got me on Discord. I got him. We talked, and yeah, that's Zoyle. <laughs> yeah, that's Zoyle. Yeah, that right. sounds like him. That does sound like him. How about this? Yeah. I'll DM that little bitch pussy furry Thank fuck you. and I'll get him to, to respond, you okay? You got it. Yeah. You got it. You know, let's I will even cut a promo. Well, I do the same thing. Oh, what's that? And I will tell him and I will tell him that if he doesn't, that all his donors are gonna fucking leave and he's gonna be poor again. All right. He doesn't want that, okay? So don't worry, I'll threaten him on here. Here, here. I'll, I'll, usually I get too lazy and I just run an ad. So let me run an ad right now in terms of not run a fucking ad here, but let me cut a, cut a, cut an ad for this. All right. Yo, 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 listen up. Mr. Zoyle, this is take number two. My mom's online. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Streamer Studio. And today's special guest is Mr. Empire himself. And we've come to the segment of the show, as you know, very familiar, where we nominate another streamer to be on here. And your name came up. So, again, I'm going to hit you up on. I know your DMs just got open on Twitter. I'll hit you up. Let's set a date. I'll work with your time zone. But I'd love to have you here. Amp, is there anything you'd like to say to Zoil? Four weird. Stop stalling. Come on the show, bitch. Stop being a furry fuck and a kuma. And come on the fucking show, pussy. XQCL. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Clap. Oh, my goodness. There you go. There He'll you come go. on now. Yeah, perfect, perfect. No, I, I blame mostly myself for that one because I, I, I have a hard time, man, 
his time zone, I'm trying to like, I, I'm just getting accustomed to figuring out like the Australian time zones. All right, you know, it's kind of okay. But when you're in the UK or you're on that side, it's a whole other thing, man. It's a I don't mean, let yeah. him don't let him feed you bullshit about fucking time zone crap. He that didn't. guy literally sits on Twitch sixteen fucking hours a day. He can put aside some fucking time to come on a show for a little while. I fuck, I fuck with Zoil. With it. I fuck with Zoil. I like his shit. I think he's funny. But I just he don't is. like I, I didn't I don't wanna impose. Like I'm not I sent you one shot and I sent you one shot. I'm not gonna go constantly in your DMs. Hey buddy, like hey, what can you know, would you do that? Like Look, that ain't me. If that if you me. can't find him on Discord or Twitter, he's probably fucking in XQC's chat spamming fucking XQCL like a fucking degenerate <laughs> cuck. Okay. So just fucking go in there and add him and Perfect. chat will start to add him too, all right? This is how it works. Perfect. I like it. But Mr. Amp, all right. The finale of this show, all right. Is uh, it's an homage to a show I watched growing up called Inside the Actor Studio, and this guy. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with the show? Not it at sounds all. familiar. So what this guy did, James Lipton, for twenty three years, he'd have actors, actresses, entertainers come on the show, and he'd talk about their life as well as their discography and you know all the stuff they've been in movies, TVs, whatever. And at the end of the show, all twenty three seasons, he would ask every person the same 10 questions we're talking he had like dave chappelle brad pitt and oh Jolie. shit yeah and so as an homage to the man he passed away uh two years ago i do the same thing here on this show i've done it since the start since we've we've started doing this and it's a little tradition. Nice. i like that there's only two rules though and two uh -huh. rules are this uh-huh i'm not gonna say a damn word all right i'm gonna be completely silent so i'm gonna read you the question and the floor is yours okay the second rule is, aside from the fact that you do got to answer all these questions, they're not hard. They're just weird. Uh, you do have to answer all the questions. Try to keep it within one thought. So not one word, not one paragraph, just one idea. And we'll move on to okay. the next question. Whenever oh, we shit. Okay. Silence. All right. Are you ready? Anna? All right. I'm ready. Hit me. All right. <clears throat> question one. What is your favorite word? Troglodot. What is your least favorite word? Squirt. <laughs> what turns you on? Wet pussy. <laughs> what turned you off? Uh, um, dirty butthole. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Your mom's moaning. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, females telling me what to do. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Uh, I'm not allowed to say it. Uh, I'm going to, so you just blur it. Retard. 
What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Uh, porn star. What profession would you not like to do? Interviewing people randomly on Twitch. And lastly, Amp. Mm -hmm. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Pong Chip! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Empire. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> You got me. You cracked me at number nine. You cracked me at number nine. I'm not even. I'm not hey, even giving you a cap on that. I got you, dude. Easy. That got me. I gotta keep you on your fucking toes, man. I can't. You have an ego, man. I gotta bring you down a little bit. Fuck. What ego? What ego, Ben? I sat here for four <laughs> fucking hours talking. Dude, about I assert dominance wherever I fucking go. Okay, I'm a fucking Chad. I could tell. I could tell. I could tell when I need to share the room. All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to take it all. There's no ego in what we do or what I do here. But let me let me tell you this. All right, am getting reach. Uh, <laughs> Jerome! Oh my gosh. Okay. I can't wait for the apology tour. I'll go, hey guys, it's you know, it's a mature audience only and 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 you know, I can't control what they say. That's how literally I've had to DM like a handful of people. It's fine. It's I could take it. I could take it. I want to go fuck themselves. What a bunch of pussies, dude. <laughs> hey, fuck them, snowflakes. Don't worry about them, man. You're gonna learn that apology is admitting weakness. <laughs> Stick to your shit, dude. Fair, fair. Lay off the soy milk. <laughs> I was just about to have some cereal. Uh, Mr. Amp, 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 Amp. This is, I, I end the show usually by recapping uh, what okay. I've learned about the person. And then we go our separate way. I'll give you the final word and we'll, we'll leave the call. We'll go our separate ways. Here's the thing, Amp. All right. I've spent over four hours with you here. And, and uh -huh. I'm not going to act like that encapsulates everything. I know there's so much more your story to who you are who you are as as a man as a streamer uh all of it all of it but i'm so honored to have had this window uh a glimpse into your life and if there's anything that i've learned this evening um and something i just feel like i i really want to say to your face because i know that i sent you that 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 dm long ago just checking in making sure you're good but mm -hmm. uh, what I've read over the course of this evening, especially as you're telling your story, you know, many people are saying you deserve to be loved. You deserve to be loved. And you know, I, I don't want to take away your past because I think that's very important. That's a, that's a key factor of who you are and, 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 you know, where you're going. You know, without those experiences, we wouldn't be having the man we have today. But with those experiences comes the daily battles and the struggles you've had to endure and you still will endure and continue to endure uh, for, for the remainder of your life. But I just want to empower you and tell you that, you know, for all the advice you've been given in terms of not making friends with your community or all the advice you've been given to not trust the online world, um, you are very loved and you are very appreciated. And what you do here is, is, is extremely unique and special. You are a voice for the voiceless 
and to see this space twitch without you would be catastrophic it would lose its identity completely um so empire and i'm gonna be honest with you my man i i was scared of doing this show you can ask my mods i was extremely scared of doing this show because i didn't know who you were in terms of what what you're what you're gonna say or you know i was part of those people that made a judgment prior but to have you on and to share this time with you it has been so far the highlight of my career here on Twitch, man. My, 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 my time here. You've, made, you've proved me wrong. And you've proved me to, to, when we enter this space and we take this time to actually fucking talk and listen to each other, how much we can learn. And, and, and I'm shaking right now. I'm sitting on my hand because I'm shaking at what kind of uh, man I've, I've gotten to meet here. So thank you so much for your time. And thank, thank you, you so man. much for That's your generosity. That's really nice to say. I don't even know what to say. It's been fun. I really <laughs> like your, I really like what you do here. It's really good. You should definitely you. keep fucking doing it. Oh, it's Dude, you're way crazy. too kind, man. I, I fucking <laughs> struggle with compliments. Yeah, I, I, I feel it. You don't even have to. You don't have to. But I, I knew that, like, I was, again, I was waking up this morning. I'm getting ready for this show, and I'm like, I got. I. I was like. I. I could feel it in the. I could feel the electricity when. When. When I. When I know that this is going to be a good one. This is one that if he's going to go all in and if he's going to just be him and not try to play this because a lot of people, you know, you get on a show and some people want to play the fabrication. They want to. They will present to the world what they want to present. But you are unapologetically yourself, Empire, and that's something that no matter how much shit talking, no matter how much shit you get from the, you know, from other communities, from from whomever, other streamers, at the end of the day, you can hang your head high knowing that you are, it, whether you rise or fall, it's on you. You are you. Um, and you didn't play it any other way. You didn't play it to the game that, that most of the entertainment industry wants you to play. You didn't play it to the game catering to anyone else but yourself and your community. And that's the highest uh, regard. That's the highest respect I could at least see in any streamer. I don't give a fuck about your sub count. I don't give a fuck about your average viewers or that tick mark, my man. I'll be honest with you. But as a man, to see you day in, day out and try to come here and cultivate the community and sh- share your knowledge and your input into this world, man, that, that's invaluable. And I, I'll make you a promise, man. I, I have a, an issue with this show. Is like I have this great moment with the streamer, and then we go our separate ways and life continues. I, and I will, dead, I, want, I, I will put in my fucking calendar. I want to reach out. I want to keep in touch. I want to know what's going on in your life beyond Twitch. Yeah. Because I, I, Same I, goes. I, I love it. I'm, I'm addicted now. You, you, you're the first one to throw away my script, throw away my, my, my fucking list of things I want to cover. And I just wanted you. I just wanted who you are. And you gave that 110%. So thank you so much. Em. Let me give you the final word, though. Is there anything you'd like to say, especially to the people that stayed here and watched the whole thing, man? You get the final word before we go our separate ways, Em. It's all you. Okay. Uh, first off, I'd like to say thank you to everyone for coming out tonight. It's very, or day, or wherever the fuck you are in the world. Really appreciate it. You guys are cool. Thank you for coming in here and giving mums a follow and being kind and, you know, joking around and, you know, just being Twitch frogs in general. You're fantastic people. Thank you for also not falling asleep when I left to go have a cigarette in between while he was talking because, you know, that's really big. Thank you for keeping the energy high. Um, Also, uh, 
uh, um, I'd like to say thank you to mums for putting this on. That was, it was, yeah. I've been watching you, the interviews and VODs and shit to, to read you because I like to get to know people a little bit and what you're about on Twitch because you know what Twitch is like. And I really appreciate what you're doing here. Thank you for having me on. It's a big honor. I do appreciate it. Like, you think it's an honor to have me here? It's actually really fun to be here. Like, oh, I really wanted to do this. It's going to be great. Um, you, I think you've got a really special thing here. You should keep doing this. Oh. This is something that hasn't been done on Twitch before. That's why I found it so fucking interesting. And thank you for letting me just be myself and not fucking, you know, muting me. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, no. you know, dumbing me down and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like make, cutting out, you know, making me, you know, skip around things. Make, letting me be myself in an interview is what makes it comfortable. So very comfortable interview. Not once did I ever stress. So That's it's fantastic. Great. Thank That's you so much for the kind words as well. Same with you, chat. I appreciate it, guys. Much love. Don't change. And uh, fuck mums as mum. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Tra I'm not even... See, I haven't... I've been, I've been saving it. I've been saving it for the whole thing. But I got a lot of love for you, Travis. All right? It's not Empire. It's Travis. I appreciate What's I your first name? That is not how this game goes. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Okay, well, I got a lot of love for you. Uh, and, that is... Uh, it's mom. We'll stay in contact. We'll stay in contact. 100%. If you ever do anything else, you need me involved. I'm happy to come on. All right. Of course. I will. Uh, whatever you need, I'll, 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 I'll hit make you time. Up. I'll hit you up right after the show, and and I'll I'll give you the whole deets with all that. But thank that's, you so that's much. What, man. That's what all the girls on Tinder say too, and they just don't. But no, you know, I literally okay. I fucking I'm I a calendar it. man. I will put my on my calendar every at the yeah. very least every month. Don't I'll screenshot it to you. I will uh, fucking you'll see it on Twitter tonight. You'll see it on Twitter tonight, my man. Always right. unlucky. All right. Anyway, yeah, hey. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> much love, Travis. I'll see you. I see, see you later, man. This asshole. <laughs>